Greetings and salutations and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a band of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined as ever by Robbie Ham Sandwich Bellicom, Sam Jam Sandwich Burns, and Ellie Jammed Sandwich Sparrow. <laughs> am I a sandwich that is jammed into something? What am I jammed into? No, no, you are a sandwich who is ja- who is jammed. No, that's what I said, <laughs> silly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a ham sandwich. I'm vegetarian. Well, oh. yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you and your dietary requirements. Could be better. Like, do you want to be a, do you want to be a sandwich or a sandwich uh, or a sandwich? I'll go for sandwich. sandwich. That sounds yes. great. But I, am I a sandwich that has been made into jam? Is it like that sandwich? I like to imagine. Or am I jammed somewhere? Like I like stuck? to imagine it's a Winnie the Pooh situation. Okay, yeah. I can live with that. You're not like buried in sand, covered in jam. Oh, I'm, I'm missing <laughs> yes. out on there. Fun fact, guys, uh, and a bit of a a bit of a peek into the DM's notes that never came to be uh, for a yeast always. Way back in my notes for episode three. Uh, I consider the possibility that the party would uh, try and fail to just kill Olga without talking to her, uh, and the plan was literally the, the plan was literally to bury uh, after defeating you and probably using the the sleep uh, the hand of glory to put you to sleep. Uh, she would have buried you up to your neck in swamp and painted your faces with jam. Also, yeah, that doesn't seem out of character for her at yeah. all, unfortunately, um, especially given what we know now. <laughs> she would then have done some sort of vanillaness monologuing and probably extracted uh, a bargain from you. But regardless, yeah, that was that was a, that was that was a course of events that never came to pass. That would not have been fun. Mm. No, that would have been very, very not fun. Would have been so much entertaining, not fun. but also so not fun. upsetting for you because I can't be put to sleep because I'm an elf. True, she would have had to knock you unconscious. Yeah. Mm. yeah she would <laughs> As we heavy. discovered when you were the first person to uh, get affected by the Hand of Glory and it had to skip past you. Yeah, with the whole rug of smothering. Yeah. Bang. <laughs> I think you put Scamp to sleep. Yeah, but it was woken up immediately by being <laughs> smothered. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'd forgotten all that. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'd forgotten about the crocodile rug. God, that's so long ago. What uh, the fuck? Speaking of uh, forgetfulness... It's time for us to cast our minds forward to a place we can't remember because it hasn't happened yet and ask <laughs> future us what messages from the present. I remember things that haven't happened yet and so will you. It's future Jason with messages from the present. Libris Arcana offers monthly or quarterly dice subscriptions. Head over to librisarcana.com and for less than 12 US dollars, just under 9 quid, you'll receive a set of 7 premium dice and one randomly selected bonus die every month to sate the will of the die-hungry beast below. This month's set is Snowblind, a Libris Arcana exclusive set. Only 1,000 sets of Snowblind will ever be produced. A set of beautiful, translucent, white-tinted dice with a matte finish and glitter within, giving it the appearance of a snowstorm in progress. Several names were rejected for the Snowblind set, of which here are a handful. Dice, Dice Baby. Let it roll, let it roll. Can't hold those dice anymore. A Song of Dice, No Fire. 
The weather outside is frightful, but that crit was so delightful. Frosty the Roll Man. 3d6 Blind Ice. Jack Tossed. 1d12 Days of Christmas. You're cold as dice. Give him the rolled shoulder. There's no business like snow business. Critical Hail. And Ice Ice Chill Frost Chilly Frosty Cold Snow Snowy Snowy Lumpkins Dice. Listen up for a spot from our friends over at the Roaring Trainers during the break this episode. As mentioned previously, Ellie guested over on Adventurers Wanted's monthly one-shot show, Mixtape, where they were playing Lady Blackbird. If you want to watch that on YouTube, we have put a link in the episode description. Feel free to check it out. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, Past Jason. It's a little-known fact that when we forget, our memories go somewhere, and they go forward. It's why sometimes you'll forget where your keys are, and then ages later you'll remember them. That's not you just remembering, that's the memory being sent forward in time. I hate you. <laughs> Unhelpful. Also, Jason, you continue your, um, your everlasting campaign of uh, uh, just decimating... Tense structures in sentences. Fuck tenses, said the DM. Fuck tenses, the DM will say. Roll for sanity. It's too late, it's gone. It's a good thing we're not using a sanity system. It's like a DC 25, and I don't have a modifier. Maybe campaign. I only got 15, it's not enough. Maybe we'll have a sanity system in campaign 2 if I decide to include include horror elements in that campaign. Uh, Well, I wonder if you'll just include any horror. That would be nothing like what has happened thus far. Yeah, so unlike you. Yes. Uh, Speaking of things unlike me, no, That's no, not a segue. I didn't know how to segue. What? <laughs> Speaking of, let's face it, being very like me, it's time for us to begin. Flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So, gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken, storm, or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on flintlocks and fireballs. The party have, after some efforts, managed to return to the Alessant, the capital of Seoul. After managing an arrangement whereby they were able to safely ensconce Lea Liadong within the scrying-proofed walls of the Courts of Justice, seat of the National Assembly, the party went forth to try and solve some problems uh, for the assembly. One of those problems was escorting the king's finance minister, Lutitia Aubery, uh, from her rather nice little uh, villa outside of the t- town 
where she was possibly being kept under very genteel house arrest uh, <laughs> over to the assembly itself. In the process, uh, getting engaged in a wild horse chase uh, with surprisingly only one observed casualty, although some of those horses may be due for the knackers. Oh. The... Uh, <laughs> what is the horse body count thus far in this Quite campaign? It's... Embarrassingly high. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that high, actually. Like, direct horse casualties, you're you're on five or six, so less than you've made hag deals. Hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah, seven now, guys, seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Do I hear eight? <laughs> sh- no. <laughs> so, uh, after making your way uh, back with Lutitia, uh, you took the opportunity to try and solve another problem the same night. Uh, having received information about a possible traitor from the uh, National Assembly member uh, Jacqueline Dumois. Essentially just working out from the evidence you'd been presented with which of the three guard captains was the best one to interrogate off the bat, uh, a slightly slapstick at points uh, (laughs) period of uh, forced memory intrusion (laughs) occurred where you you plunged into the guard captain's mind uh, and extracted the necessary proof uh, of his indiscretions finding the payoff uh, itself and where he had hidden the bribe money the captain was brought back to the let's be blunt here, dungeons uh, beneath the uh, courts of justice, where he was interrogated under truth spell. After discovering the extent of his treachery, he was sentenced to execution by firing squad. Then the party retreated uh, for the night to the apartments available for guests, uh, originally intended for uh, judges and jurors staying overnight within the courts of justice. That was the night of the 28th of Fall Frost. When the morning comes, you you find uh, news delivered to you by one of the agents of the National Assembly. In response to the disappearance of one of the King's most uh, important, if not necessarily trusted advisors, and the... uh, rumours going round that uh, about the altercation and uh, ensuing execution of, of uh, the guard captain in question, one Gerard Manier, the, part, uh, the uh, camps outside town have, uh, have significantly stepped up their defences and alertness. Uh, they are prepared for acts of sabotage. At the same time, you learn that uh, the Alessant Guardian uh, and its printing press were uh, being held in the townhouse of uh, the Comte du Benemont uh, has acquired extra security. With this in mind, um, although Jean-Paul Savat is not able to speak much with you himself, as he's busy with the affairs of the National Assembly, he does send you a short note suggesting that you may wish to lay low for a few days until things calm down a little bit. 
before before going to uh, certainly before attempting any attacks on the supply uh, camps or similar as they are currently in a state of high alert Uh, although you may be able to do some investigations and preparations in those times Uh, so he yeah so he does advise you maybe not to make another attempt at least for a few days on any of these missions as right now the heat is still quite high Mm -hmm. however um, with that in mind I am going to say unless you have very specific things that you would like to do uh, I would like to fast forward time by about by three or four days and ask generally what sort of avenues of investigation you might do or what downtime activities the three of you might wish to get up to in that time. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, out of character for a second, we have three things that we're thinking about, don't we? Destroying mm-hmm. the ammo. Yeah. Yeah. Um going to the printing press and destroying that and Um, the the mirrored palace Palace. (laughs) Um, (laughs) do we get plans Mm. of the mirrored palace during that time you do yay Uh, so uh, if you'll check uh, I've sent I put those plans in the uh, communal chat for you Uh, I wasn't Sam. looking at what that was, just in case it was something. Yes, and I have. And it is something one. exciting. Yep, I have a physical one for you. So, uh, about two days in, uh, you are actually called into one of the rooms within the uh, within the courts of justice, where you are met by Jean Paul Savant, and actually Lutetia Aubery as well. Uh, and we'll talk this out. So, having been brought in, the three of you uh, are gathered around a table where a slightly dizzying array of plans have been uh, have been laid out. So that looks up. Ah, good to see the three of you. Ah, unfortunately, it seems one of the main problems with getting the plans for the palace is not so much that uh, the difficulty of getting them as the difficulty of getting coherent ones i've put together he uh, and he brings forward one blueprint in particular the most relevant a copy of the most relevant map for our needs lutetia at this point uh, speaks up yes the palace itself has 700 rooms fuck me what <laughs> and uh, that would take a while and a lot Why would you need so many? What were you going to do with them? Even I think that's fucking big. Supports the entirety of the Sulian court. Is the Sulian uh, court that massive? Quite large. And also, Are they all there? And the associated servants and the associated uh, staff. Uh, not all necessarily within the uh, palace at all times, but it was built uh, during the reign of uh, King Leon's grandfather. Uh, right. Who rule uh, Leon the Eleventh, uh, who ruled under a more how should I put this uh, prosperous times, as evidenced by the absurd amount of money he was willing to plunge into a gigantic mirrored palace outside of the city grounds. Yeah, a bit of a show off, to be honest. Yeah, certainly more money than sense. Says Celestia in her clothes. <laughs> As ever. Yeah, you're not wearing the you're you're wearing the more flashy ones at this point. I'm assuming. Yeah, for 
not going anywhere important. You're, you're in. You, you're just in. If I'm hanging about in the courts of justice doing yeah. planning or whatever flashy shit, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> if I'm say, not trying to in lie your, low. in your you know, bright silver and purple uh, coat, yeah, and my skin tight dungarees <laughs> and spotted neckerchief. Yeah, you're you're full Bowie at the moment. Yeah. Um. So Letitia, however, uh, continues. However, the palace, it's, the central part of the palace itself, can be has a central a central uh, building which is on this plan here and two wings it uh the palace itself faces east uh east is at the bottom of those plans there uh with large north and south wings that are attached yes the north uh the <laughs> For those of you Sorry, looking I'm at the map, I'm just struggling to put north and south on my fucking map. Just south is the one that goes left. South is on the left. North is on west the is <laughs> west is the top. Hell. North is Sorry, on the. Sorry, no, it's been a long day. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yes. Uh, I appreciate. I probably could have just rearranged it, but this is what happens when you decide to base your palaces on uh, historical ones. Jason, anyway. for reference, stowaways has been sort of crying for a couple of days since I asked yeah. him for this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna... I didn't think it would be this bad. <laughs> It's ob- I'm not. I'm not going to name the palace in question, but it's pretty obvious. Uh, and it's so north is on the right. North is on yes. the right. Yes. I'm yeah. drawing this on my map yeah. because I can somehow. <laughs> never eat shredded wheat. Yeah. Thank you. Someone else uses that. I do. Oh no, well. I use that. Ah, good. <laughs> I think we all do. No, there's 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 another one which is like. Um, uh, I don't know, like it's 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 never entertained Sal, uh, you know, Sally Wilkins or something. Fuck Sally Wilkins. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, also, okay, weird. Are we giving this to the stowaways? Is this oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Stowaways, you'll have this. this um, if you go in the episode yeah. description, there'll be a link to yeah, it. Yeah, this is sharp. Um, and on the social needs and all that yes. stuff. Yes. So you'll be able to follow this madness uh, uh, as it happens. Uh, How far does never eat shredded wheat go? I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty clear with the first uh, uh, with the first word. Never. E- oh, you mean a geographically Alpha. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you meant the invective. You can have it sometimes, okay, Sam? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's good for your digestion. I, I, so I've heard. Fizzles and fireballs. Not sponsored by shredded wheat. Mm. Uh, should be. Yes. Hashtag not sponsored, but hashtag should be. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Shredded uh, wheat, if you're listening, get on this. <laughs> moving back to the plant. Um, so, the uh, <laughs> the south wing, which is on the left of those plans, uh, has the majority of the servants' quarters and the palace kitchens and, uh, and uh, all the necessary... Uh, parts of the building that are required to keep the palace running. It also contains a number of the apartments for the lower-ranking members of court. The north wing, uh, both of these wings are about twice the size of the central uh, portion. Uh, Actually, no, three times the size. The uh, north wing, by comparison, also has courtier residences, but also includes the palace chapel and the opera house. You've got an opera house. Yes, apparently. Uh, because of course. <laughs> apparently, Leon the twelfth uh, uh, mistress was a big supporter of the arts. Fair enough, oh. I suppose. And he really wanted to impress her, and possibly not so much his wife. 
Mm. Although that is at uh, which point um, Savatkin points in that is actually something important uh, which we should mention later. Talk about the rest of the. Uh, if first of all, though, looking at the uh, plans themselves, it's also important to be aware that the Mirrored Palace uh, has an extensive series of grounds around it. And by extensive, I mean, uh, what's the total uh, ground? It's something something like 25, 30 square miles of gardens. Fuck me. Oh. <clears throat> uh, at which point uh, Letitia points out, no, that's, for you, that's a good thing. With that much ground to cover, the majority of the palace guard, uh, the uh, a mercenary battalion on permanent employ known as the Evan Guard, uh, she gestures to use last year, which I assume uh, your people, uh, are, <laughs> they are the majority of them are being employed to patrol the grounds themselves, which is necessary because of how large they are. Okay. The garden. So not a lot of them would be in the palace, if any. Well, I've spent a lot of time in the palace. The uh, there's there's a battalion of five hundred, but at any given time, about a hundred of them are on leave. Okay. So there's four hundred that are permanently on site at any given time. So the uh, of the four hundred that are on site, two hundred of those are given to patrolling the grounds. Uh, they all of the Ebon Guard tend to operate in squads of four. Uh, now, the ones that are exp uh, patrolling the grounds will be mixed between being on horse or on foot. The ones closer to the palace tend to be on foot, while those ranging the outer grounds are likely to be on horseback. Mm -hmm. uh, the gar uh, when you get beyond the gardens to the uh, palace, it's towards the palace itself. Uh, there is also the guard barracks. The guard barracks isn't part of the main palace structure. Uh, it's about a three-minute march from the palace itself in its own uh, its own individual building. It so not that's, that's where they stay? That's where they stay. That's okay. not on the maps here. Or, well, it's on this map. She unfolds a huge map of the palace. <laughs> but this is not practical for you to bring with you. Mm. So just be aware of where it is, and she gestures to its location. Which side is it on? Uh, it's on the north side. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the uh, and she gestures, and you can see it's uh, beyond. It, there is a straight path from it uh, from the barracks to the north wing, uh, but it is a fairly long path. It is, as mentioned, a three-minute march um, away. So it and also surrounded by some lovely flower beds. You look at this. There's actually a, there is an enormous there. There is actually an enormous hedge maze uh, towards the mm. west of the uh, palace. Yes, um, and uh, mm. I don't trust you in hedge mazes. You've hidden uh, armies in them before. Whenever you uh. put hedge mazes in, it makes me feel a bit sick. Like you always do something weird with them. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this campaign. I haven't yet. Um, yeah. You have. Oh no, I did. Yeah. I did. Dreamfold. Dreamfold. Yeah. Dreamfold. Dreamfold. Totally did. It was terrifying. Sorry, I was thinking of the hiding an army in them. That was the, that was a different campaign. Although that is where we found yes. it. Um, <laughs> true. Uh, so there's a he there's an enormous hedge mage to the west, uh, east in the within the guards themselves. Of course, we have there's uh, the centerpiece, which is the uh, fountain, 
which has 620 jets, actually. Uh, not Why? It does look very good, says literature. Even I think this is fucking posh, though. Sorry, that sounds really snobby, but, like, seriously, this I is mental. I think we might be getting a bit distracted here. Do you want to talk about the building itself? Uh, yes, sorry. Yes, and uh, the guard... So, uh, of the 200 uh, that are unaccounted for, usually about 100 of those are off-duty. Not off-site, but resting in the barracks, uh, eating, mm-hmm. sleeping, all of that, so that they can keep the other three-quarters on duty. So that means we've got a there's about a hundred patrolling the palace itself. <laughs> Sorry, no, just ignore that. That was um. Uh, now reflex because of how large the palace is, uh, thirty of those patrol the north wing, and thirty patrol the south wing, with about forty in the centre. But as I mentioned, the guard squads are split into groups of four, so there's about ten squads within the palace itself. I couldn't tell you exactly where all of them are, but they're usually there, but they are definitely there are definitely guard squads at the entrances. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, one thing that's important to note is on the main building itself, every door has a dwarf arch installed. Uh, oh. These are uh, I don't know if you're familiar with dwarf arches. Yeah, I am. Are you two? Would be? No, what's that? Uh, um, they basically. They ping up if anything magical is there, basically. They're they're sort of magic-detecting arches, really quite powerful. So if anyone, like, had disguised themselves with magic or had any magic items on them or... Exactly. If you you pass through a dwarf arch uh, with anything magical that's not concealed within a... uh, I think, classically, the the, the, uh, smuggler's trick is a lead sheath. Mm. Uh, is a lead box or similar then, get some lead boxes. then it will glow quite brightly for about ten minutes that must have cost more than the fucking fountain uh, as I understand it, yes it did they are really expensive uh, really useful though it's also worth mentioning that like the courts of justice, the entire palace is under I believe it's the uh, sanctum spell, uh, yes the sanctum spell, so no scrying, no sort of divinatory magic can come into it. There is one room, which is the sending room, uh, um. which is within the the, uh, the captain of the guards' quarters, uh, for when they uh, for when the palace mage needs to send, uh, make or receive sendings. Okay. Uh, that's okay. the that's the only part which out is... of character we sent to fighty. Where the fuck? Yeah. Is he? Wh- what was he doing in that room? <laughs> or was he like in the garden or something? Like what are we going to say? About <laughs> Plot hole. Okay. I'm uh, sorry, I didn't that's mean right. to do that. I just, uh, no, I was if you, men- it, I... if you mention this out loud, uh, she, uh, the, you, know, you mention this out loud. At which point, Letitia says, uh, "I do believe that uh, since those uh, uh, the 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 Hanaris, ha- Han- Hanalis, darling, Hanalis showed up. Uh, they've been having a lot of." Uh, uh, well, there's a lot of parties that they like to have inside, especially in the grand lobby or in the mirrored lobby. Uh, but they have been taken to—they have really, in, I think, they quite enjoyed the novelty of the gardens. So there have been quite a lot of outdoor parties as well. If you sent to your friend, he may have been drinking uh, in in the gardens. I've been pissed in a field. That sounds about right, doesn't it? Um, He'd have probably been drinking yeah. wherever he was. <laughs> hmm. uh, so that's the. That would be the most likely uh, way uh, way of things. <clears throat> Where would the slaves be? 
I mean, we don't keep... Oh, you mean the uh, the attendants uh, to the Hanali's? Your slaves, darling. Um, yeah, the Hanali slaves, where would they Oh, um, well, they'd probably be... Uh, oh, yes, now that I think about it, the Hanali's did bring in about... Uh, A lot, probably. Uh, yes, they brought in an entourage of about uh, 50 people with them... Uh, most mix of humans and halflings, a couple of uh, a couple of tiefling attendants. Mm-hmm. Um, just thinks for a moment. Oh, and some orcs. Uh, anyway, um, they have uh, they've uh, they did insist on installing their own uh, uh, their own supplementary cook and kitchen staff in with the standard staff. So, I think uh, of course they did. Uh, so paranoid think, about being poisoned. No, just fussy. Mm. I, honestly, from the little I've interacted with them, that seems quite likely. Uh, yeah, I, I, they're not really. In, I don't know. They have a lot of money, but they're not really interesting enough to poison. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Uh-huh. But well, influential yeah. enough. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. I mean, they've got a lot of mines. They're very rich, but you know. Poisoning them wouldn't really achieve anything. There's lots of them. Some, like the other bit of the family, would just inherit the mines. Regardless, uh, they are, are yes, about um, uh, so about fifteen of those I think were installed in the kitchens. Uh, they have about twenty man, uh, body servants or body slaves, I suppose, uh, to take care of dressing, uh, wine pouring, that sort of thing, which uh, they have installed in the apartments, which have been afforded to them up on the first floor. Uh, they are, uh, as honoured guests, they're actually in the central uh, part of the uh, of the palace. Uh, and I think they have about 15 uh, bodyguards with them, of which uh, two of them, of which, including the two tieflings. Are these numbers making anybody else feel a bit sick? Horribly. I'm not so, even very good at counting, but they're scary. It's just a, a lot to avoid. Uh, after after a certain point, it, you, you tend to go sort of one, two, three, many. Yeah. That's how I like to count. Well, <laughs> in this particular instance, Scamp, it's, um, Honestly, it, it's as way. useful a way of looking at it as any other. Hmm. But, so... What you're saying is that the uh, would the um, the places that all of these um, uh, drow and their attendants be is along the uh, the north side. Uh, these yes, smaller if I, if uh, I, uh, ones here. That's a good point. So uh, let's let's talk about the central uh, uh, plans. And she Please uh, do. takes them. So uh, we have here. Uh, so yes, if if you look at the first floor. Um, the yes, uh, so if you see the north, there's the where we've marked out the mirror hall, which is mm-hmm. the grand hall with the most mirrors. Of course, the roof tiles are also mirrored uh, in the style of uh, Tyrian architecture, which is where they get the name. Fun fact: uh, when uh, Leon's grandfather uh, hired the glass, uh, the glass workers from uh, uh, from uh, I think it was actually Tyre itself. Uh, to install all of the mirrors, those same glass workers were assassinated uh, for tra- for selling off uh, their trade secrets. Oh wow! wow. Yes, That's uh, a bit nice folk round here. Jealously the guarded, then. Uh, the glass workers of Tyre are very f- are, are very jealous about their their, their <laughs> trade secrets. Have to tell Leah that she'll like it. Mm. Leah went to Tyre once. Went on about it a lot. <laughs> 
in any case, um, if you see where next to the Merit Hall there is the War Salon, well, there are the uh, various planetary suites to the south of those. Each of those is named after one of the planets. Of course they are. And of course, uh, after classical uh, elven deities, uh, back from the uh, ty- age of the Tyrian Empire. Uh, Would... Go on. Oh, sorry. No, it's little, little. Um, it just always made me a little amused that you can look out of the window from those to the palace uh, to the palace chapel uh, and see the regents' uh, worship going on. But uh, anyway, sorry. That is weird, isn't it? She shrugs. Yeah. They. A lot of the details about the old uh, Tyrian Empire were rediscovered in the uh, in the last uh, couple of hundred years. Uh, it turns out there are a lot of uh, books hiding down in the Underdark that uh, uh, weren't being shared around until uh, more peaceful relations uh, started to emerge. Mm. Uh, and she seems to realise who she's talking to anyway. I smile at her. <clears throat> <laughs> on to the subject itself. Um so yes, that's uh, those are where they're likely to be. Uh, now, the uh, king. Uh, let's talk for a moment about uh, the king's apartments. Uh, the king. Uh. The king's apartments are all on the first floor. Uh, if you see, uh, there's uh, yeah, where it, where it says the king's bedroom, council mm-hmm. floor, and such. Well, the main way to get to the king's apartments ordinarily is uh, if you were visiting on proper business you would arrive through the main entrance uh, around the mar- uh, go through the marble lobby the grand lobby and then via the corridor down to the se- uh, the stairwell uh, which comes up next to the atrium on the first floor oh yeah now i know that the i do uh, yes uh, so from the atrium uh, which is next to the king's personal guard uh, room uh, they always have some guards there you would then, uh, if you were permitted to go to, uh, to see the king, travel, uh, perhaps be entertained in the Bullseye Salon, or if you were part of the king's council, uh, go to the uh, to the uh, uh, grand council uh, room of the uh, uh, sort of table in the council salon. <coughs> uh, uh, pardon you. Uh, now, sorry, excuse me. The um, beyond that is the king's official bedroom and here's where things get a little tricky you see all of those rooms are the public rooms of the king uh they're very impressive uh it, there's a morning ritual and an evening ritual where everyone comes to greet the king as he wakes up and takes his breakfast in the bedroom and then an evening ritual where everyone comes to essentially wish him a good night's sleep being the king sounds terrible it's <laughs> awful i don't I, like that everyone fucking staring at you as you eat your breakfast like oh look what a king you are Ooh. i have to say i don't envy the complete lack of privacy uh, privacy that he, he he ever has no that'd be maddening um but it's for that very reason that he also has uh, the interior apartments. So uh, thank you again, for Savat, for finding these uh, th- these plans. Uh, not a problem. So you'll notice there's a series of unmarked rooms behind the, the king's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there is uh, those are his private rooms. They contain his real bedroom, as it were, uh, his private study. Uh, which is where you're likely to find uh, this uh, these letters you're like you're looking for. I don't uh, unfortunately I don't know which of those rooms is his private. But one study. of them will be the study. Exactly, uh, as well as things like uh, the uh, his library and so on. And here is where we where I come back to talking about mistresses. So I mentioned mm. 
that uh, his father, Leon XII, had uh, kept a mistress. Now, they're not on the plans, uh, but not wanting to travel far, he put uh, he built apartments for his mistress on the second floor, which was previously just attic space, essentially, uh, which is why they're not on the uh, uh, on these plans we have here. You'll notice if you uh, that there's a point where there's two stairs on the first floor that are marked down mm-hmm, near to the north. Yes. Well, if you were to go up uh, from uh, up to that uh, one set of stairs and then up again, you would find the public entryway to the mistress uh, to his uh, his mistress's apartments okay he also kept a secret stairwell from his private apartments up to his mistress's quarters Naughty fucker. so that he could go and liaise with her he uh, could go and naughty fucker as it were as it were <laughs> uh, <laughs> he could what he could go and Make pretty play daisy chains with her. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he can play backgammon. Yes, I'm sure that's what they were doing in there. Oh, out of character. Like, if backgammon becomes like chess in The Tempest. Like, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so up for that in this story. Like, if backgammon is, this, is that world's chess. Like, I'm just like... Yeah. But there's a scene where they look in on them playing chess. I know, but it's so boring when it's revealed to be chess because you think it's sex for the whole play. And it isn't. Uh. It's chess. <laughs> Sorry, ignore my anyway, um, <laughs> Well, though, uh, so, however, the current king is, un- unusually by the standards of Sulian kings, very faithful to his wife. It's one of As his... As in, at all. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, it's actually hmm. one of his better qualities. Um... And as such, he doesn't keep a mistress there. In fact, he put a large spiked gate on the stairwell leading up to those apartments. Well, just in case he got tempted to take a mistress, he'd look at it and go, well, the spikes, and he wouldn't. (laughs) I think it was more of a statement to his courtiers that he wasn't planning to. Oh, right. And possibly also to his wife. (laughs) Yeah. Well, fair. Hmm. However, that does mean that there does exist a a route from the apartments uh, of the uh, from the mistress's apartments directly down into the king's private chambers okay so if we were able to get into the mistress's apartments yes like so, say but... through the roof or something that's uh, one possibility if, if you are had there windows do that. Uh, windows a thing uh, yes so most of the, almost all of the rooms have window access you'll see where here there are thick these thicker walls on the inside uh those, yeah. those are the courtyards. So there's windows onto those in uh, most interior rooms from the courtyards themselves to provide light. There's only a few rooms which are lit solely by candles. Mm-hmm. Because just okay. good architecture. So if, um, <laughs> if the current king doesn't have a mistress, then presumably that's going to be un- unoccupied at the moment and as such possibly unguarded? I do believe this. I, I do know for a fact that the stairwell leading up to the main entrance or the the, the uh, official entrance to the mistress's quarters is also connected to the stairwell that uh, leads up to the first floor from outside the uh, uh, third princess's apartments. Um, the sorry, it's worth mentioning uh, the uh, king does have uh, five children. All right. <laughs> Good fucking gods! This is this is a lot, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Well, he's had time. I mean, uh, how old is he? 
Oh, uh, he's uh, he's forty-seven now, I believe. Oh yeah. The king's younger than you, Corzin. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you're old. You're old. <laughs> no, you're going I'm to not die old. first. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I fully expect the two of you to dance on my grave, you bastards. Right. <laughs> Actually, I mean, statistically, I'll probably die first. Shush. <laughs> no, I mean. Yeah. I, my point anyway. is, he's, he's, uh, he's plenty old enough to have uh, adult grown up children. Yes. Yes, uh, I suppose he is. Indeed. As a. Uh, t- as, uh, Princess uh, Honore and uh, Princess Anna are the oldest, uh, uh, respectively um, uh, 18 and 17. I feel like Anna got the short straw in naming. Perfectly ordinary name. Honore is much better. Well, yes. Uh, obviously, the king's first uh, the 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 the, uh, ki- uh, the king's first born son uh, is Leon. A uh, bit of a shame for him. It's always, they, they'd always, uh, if uh, as as the succession rules go, it'll be the first non-Leon we've actually had for a while. Hmm. That firstborn sons for the last three uh, kings all happen to be sons as opposed to daughters. Huh. So it's, we've had Leon, 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 and then we'll be back to goodness. I think it'll be Honoré the eighth by this point. Anyway. Oh. Surface is strange. Hmm. Still, uh, discussions about royal lineage is not with. So Sam. this fucking staircase. Yes. It will be guarded. Is your point? Yes. How heavily? Uh, one squad usually. Ebengard squad. Yes. Four Ebengard is a lot. All right. Well, you know the Ebengard better than anyone else. If you had to take down uh, a squad of them, what would be the way you'd go about doing it? I mean, I've got my new thing I can do where I confuse everybody. That's not a bad idea. That could work. Um, Also, I mean, to be honest, I think we're better off trying to disable them than actually take them down. Because they have very good equipment, they're very good fighters, so something like confusing them or distracting them or charming them or something like that is probably slightly more hopeful well, than trying to actually um, fight them. They're uh, trained to resist charm effects, aren't they? True, same way as me. Um, mm, but you can true. be charmed still. I can, but I you mean, can, evidently. You're better at getting past it, but you st- it still can happen. Mm. True. But, you know, stuff like confusing them could work. Um, out of character, I'm talking about the spell confusion. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. sure that yeah, you've yeah. all picked up on that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But, mm, yeah. If it'd be, we it'd be difficult, up... but we could potentially do it. Yeah. Just so I know exactly what we're getting into here, uh, we, we didn't really uh, get a chance to talk about mm. this back in Crosswater, but are they ones to hold grudges? Yeah, I feel like they are. It would surprise me if they weren't, but... What are you talking about with me? No, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about general. the... Um, uh, if we kill or disable any of them, are they going to be specifically then looking for us? Um, 
I mean, I wouldn't put it past them to pass a description round of us, and if any of us see, if any of them see us, then we're a bit fucked. It's just a Possibly. slight to their. But I don't know. Is the answer ego, isn't it? equally their main thing is to do the job of whoever's employed them, so it wouldn't be like a single-minded quest to find us. Right. But they okay, are aggressive. Yeah. But they are aggressively loyal, so I wouldn't you know brainwashed kind of loyal, so I wouldn't put it past them to fuck us up if they happen to see us. But I don't think they'd specifically look for us because they are, you know, in work or for the next hundred years. It's an important thing to know. Yeah, we we wouldn't be bringing down you know a manhunt for us or anything. Hmm. But good question. Yeah. All right. So uh, at the very least, we're dealing with. Um, one squad of these uh, these Evan Guard. I mean, how the fuck are we going to get in? You mentioned that they they're um, they're very well equipped. Yes. If we were to try and like uh, they they can speak to each other with, with their helmets. Yeah, it looks like it. it. Looks like they've got new sort of sending helmets. Ah. Which is if... a pain in the ass actually, because if oh no, they can't do sending in the palace. Well, ha- we how would this work? Could they, um, would they be able to do sending within the palace to each other? Uh, one moment. This is where Letitia is going to see if she knows this. Wait, no, actually, this this has come up. Um, the, I remember one of them, compl- uh, a pair of them complaining to each other when I wasn't around uh, in Elven, but I, I learned Elven uh, as part of my schooling. And Excellent. I say an Elven. <laughs> she. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yes, yes. Uh, she says no, but uh, yes, yes. Hello, I am a breakfast, uh, and then continues. <laughs> uh, Very good, darling. I say no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Celestia uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. so hides a giggle behind her hand. Uh, anyway, um, they were complaining about how, while uh, about how they're used to just if they. Uh, when they want to call someone, uh, call for assistance to investigate someone or to send someone else out, they can do it while they're in the grounds. But anyone on patrol in or right next to the palace actually has to go, has to call a servant and send a runner, which is apparently very inconvenient for them. Well, that gives us the advantage there. That's really good. Yeah. But because if there's just thinking... these four on the staircase, don't get me wrong, that is not going to be easy. I want to impress this upon both of you. Look, taking down four Ebon Guard is no mean feat. But no. if they can't call the others, if we could do it quietly, we might be all right. Well, I was also thinking if we managed to steal away one of their helmets, we might be able to listen in on what they're saying to each other, mightn't we? Possibly. Yeah. You're a crafty, crafty bugger cause in all haste. I'm uh, paid to think like this. <laughs> I don't know what the range on them is, but it might be worth it if we happen to knock one of them out. Well, I have thought about uh, doing it when we were uh, in a bit of a spot with that one in Crosswater, but it never really came up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm terrified by the thought of us trying to actually take them down, but... Because um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they are really, really quite powerful. Um... <laughs> well, I'm definitely more powerful than me. I haven't kept up the training. Mm. Well, but I mean, when I finished Ebon Guard School, as it were, I, I was pretty shit hot. They're expecting us to um, uh, fight hard, and what we've got to do is fight smart. Yeah, we've got to come at them with stuff that they won't expect. I yeah. didn't realize you were involved with them. Yep. Did the training. 
Hmm. But no longer... Uh, no, thank you. ...part of the company. No, definitely hmm. not. I was never actually intended to be a normal Ebengard, um, but was required to do the training for various reasons. Fair enough. Fair Thankfully enough. not with them anymore. Well, good for us, certainly. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I at yeah. least know things about them. Mm. Mm. Out of character DM question, by the way, I am talking about them with the right level of powerful aren't Yes, I? yes, yeah, you I are. thought so. Yes, yeah, are. cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have talked about this, yes. but I wasn't like over egging it. Nope. <laughs> I mean, Celestia might, depending on what her experience is, we don't know. <laughs> Certainly, yeah. from Celestia's perspective, you are judging the matter. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, we really can't afford to have all of them coming for us. I mean, no. as much as anything, if you see me, I'm fucked. Yeah. They'll recognise you, won't they? Not necessarily, but they will check who I am, if that makes any sense. And that will yeah. cause problems for you. Yeah. Like, Understood. they might not know who I am by sight, but to be honest, after Crosswater, I bet they've got a description. Um. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, right. uh, one other thing. There are three. Uh, well, there's, there is a one uh, on-site cleric who mostly keeps to the uh, uh, to, uh, to the chapel that you should be aware of. The king's uh, private court chaplain. Mm-hmm. Uh, there the drow is... cleric, or is that why you looked at me? Oh no no no! I'm oh, just, no uh, just... Uh, just, just you just happened to be the one I looked up. Oh, okay, great. Um, this for all of you, obviously. You, you seem to be in charge, so I'm just. Uh, Am I in charge? Am I in charge? Am yes. Excellent. No. <laughs> um, well, you're the I'm person who knows charge. the most about uh, the Ebengard, and that's who we're uh, yeah, going to be dealing you, you with mainly here. Yeah, you can be in charge now. I don't like being in charge. <laughs> um. Regardless, there's, uh, uh, the, there is uh, one uh, cleric, uh, uh, Marie, uh, who is uh, who mostly sticks to the chapel, um, and there are three majors on staff. Uh, <laughs> one is attached to the Ebengard themselves, uh, one is not a drought, I assume. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> it would be crazy. Uh, anyway, um, no, no, not a not a drow. It's, you're, you're, as I'm, I'm well aware of the elven distaste for arcane magic. No, I was thinking uh, when you said attached to the guard I was like, fuck, that's new. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, it's a, a part of their employment contract. Uh, we probably we, a dwarf or something or a halfling. Uh, I think they are actually. Uh, Possibly human, uh, but they're, ah. they're they're attached. No, no. In order for, for best effectiveness, uh, as with any uh, high skilled battalion, a mage is attached in order to take care of sendings and other uh, spells as needed. Yeah. Uh, and there is, of course, uh, one mage who is essentially on permanent sending duty in the sending room, uh, and there is uh, a mage attached to uh, attached to the palace palace staff who attends to the king's needs. Okay. So, the fuck do we do? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, well, I so... I think probably the best, um, the best bet at the moment is if we approach under cover of darkness, attempt to get in through the... Uh, through the roof. The mistress's uh, chambers. That way we can uh, come down to, rather than have to fight our way up from the, uh, uh, the first floor. And... And then maybe, I mean, if we work it well enough, we could get back out through the top and not go any further in. We're also, if we come down the right staircase, fairly close to where all of the the slaves are going to be, 
and um, fairly close to the king's bedroom. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it'd be really useful to know where Fighty's going to be. Yeah, I I don't know how many slaves we can get out here. Well, if he can uh, be relied upon to cause a distraction, and Regent knows he's been uh, relied upon uh, for that in the past, then that could be an extra um, advantage we can press. The, is he a gnome? Was to like? Yes. Yes. Yeah, a fancy gnome. gnome. Probably oh, pissed. Oh, usually yeah. pissed. Mm. Yes, I think he was. I I don't really pay attention to this, but I I seem to remember seeing him most often in the south wing. Okay. So he might have been assigned one of the uh, co- uh, the uh, lesser courtier chambers there. Hmm. That makes sense. He's probably no there doing a commission. No way of getting a fucking message to him, is there? No. Well, you managed before, but yeah, it seems yeah, but to be he was, you know, luckily lucky. in the garden. It, it wasn't really anything else. Um, well, I mean, unless you particularly want to send a message to the uh, to the palace uh, mage in the sending room, <laughs> I can actually provide you with a name uh, <laughs> to do that if you really want. I mean, I can't think of any non-suspicious way we could put that. <laughs> no, not really. No, uh, we're uh, looking for Fighty Gubbinswick because we wish to uh, employ him to do a commission during the civil war. Yeah, but then. I mean, he is actually very in vogue with the uh, uh, with the court fashions at the moment. I believe. I do sound posh. I mean, I could be convincingly looking for a pretty dress or something, couldn't I? Yeah, I. I'd, we um, could tell him to meet us somewhere. I mean, he's not prisoner in the palace. No. If he's not needed for half an hour, he could come and meet us. We could chat to him, see if he can help us out. Um, yeah, that's a thought. How? I mean, yeah. I I just don't see in this plan how we could get any slaves out. I can see us managing to get in through the roof, get down the stairs, get the king's stuff, and get back up and out again. I can't see how on earth else we'd in, we'd get anything else done because there's fucking arches with detecting magic stuff on them in every doorway. The scamp would yeah. ping up like a fucking beacon. That's going to be a problem. It really is. Like, it's going to be a massive problem. And also, there are, you know, fucking troops of Evan Guard walking around everywhere. There's so many people. The Hanalis are there who know who I am. But just a lot of problems. So, the Hanalis, they're going to be uh, in with the. Um, I mean, the, actually, the, the Hanalis might not. Aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Where where would the Hanalis be in all of this? Uh, they would be on the. Uh, I do actually know where they are. They're on the first floor, uh, and they've been. They've actually taken up about half of the uh, planet suites. Of course they have. Uh, right. That makes sense. So actually, they're quite near to where we would be. Yeah. I mean that's doable. I don't think that they will. I don't think they'll know I'm missing. As so we down below. Yeah, so because I, I don't think my mother will have told them. So I think we could get away with me being seen if that did happen. All right. Okay. I think the Ebengard are a problem. Like the Hanali is probably not. My mother's big on reputation. 
right. the Guard are very loyal. Um, just the, um... the Hanales are another big family that she'd want to impress, so different. I, I doubt that they'd know. I could be wrong, but I don't think that... I think she'll have told them some lie about where I am. Right. Something that sounds good, you know? <laughs> yeah. Training with the church or whatever. Keeping up appearances and all that. Yeah. So it's possible if I dressed not like I'm dressed now, if I wore... Well, I've still got the clothes that I used to wear down there. If I wore those, it wouldn't really matter if I was seen. All right. Um... I, could, I mean, I could potentially... I think if we're going to... Even gonna, distract. Uh, I mean, that's a big risk. I don't if know we're going to try it. and uh, free some of the slaves, which would be advantageous for a number of different reasons, we're going to need Fighty to coordinate with, because he can be our man on the inside, as it were. Yeah, we need somebody else. We really do. We can't navigate a place this big on our own. Nope. I mean, potentially, he could even meet us. If we tell him what time, he could potentially get his way to that staircase possibly meters there to take down the ebon guard with us because four against four is much better mm. and, and he might be able to coordinate stuff. getting people out because he'll know the uh, the interior a lot better than we will very true true alright well let's, uh, tr let's see if we can't get a, uh, a message to him yes let's get a message to him because I, th I think we need yeah somebody else should I do that now? No time like the present, I guess. Can, can you send so from here? You can't, uh, can you? No, uh, there is a sending room in the courts. Fantastic. Um, uh, I believe, if I haven't forgotten how these are laid out. No, you haven't. They're, they're ours. Oh, good. Uh, yes, the, yeah. the, the mage on sending duty is Jacqueline Sen. Mm -hmm. By the way, I said all the stuff about the Ebon Garden myself, assuming that I could trust both of you because we're working together. Yes, of course. Great, lovely. Thought so. No, but... I... No, Just clarifying that is very definitely a secret and should not leave this room. I read as such. Great. Right. Um, sending room? Uh, yes. Uh, they lead you to a small uh, a, a small wood-panelled room within the uh, Courts of Justice uh, in which there is... You can see there is a, a mage uh, in the sort of uh, lieutenant's uniform... A uh, lieutenant's uniform sitting with a pile of papers... <laughs> Sort of examining them, like, all right. What do you need me to send? Sorry. Um, hello. Good to see you. How can I help? Oh, He's actually, a bit tired. <laughs> maybe we can get you to send. I don't need to spend a spell. I could save that for if we do stuff. Yeah, that's a great idea, right? Let's work. We haven't worked it out yet. Give us a minute. Of but... course, of course. Assume you're aware of the limitations on how much ta uh, how many syllables you can put in. Yes, we're all good, darling. Don't worry. Okay. I'll um, do my work for now. We're going to be sending to one Fighty Gubbinswick. All right. He asks you for a description, which you gave. Yeah, we gave yeah. a description. Um, so, what do we want to say to him? We should word this. Uh, uh. Oh, we're sending to the mage, not him as well. So. Yeah. Oh, uh, which may, uh, which may, uh, and I think so that has come, but not, um, uh, but not, uh, but, uh, ne uh, Jack, uh, not Jacqueline. Uh, uh, yes, Letitia would not necessarily, <laughs> uh, would not necessarily have come. And so I would say, uh, Jacqueline uh, Sen, the, uh, palace sending mage. Uh, 
Oh, yes, I know Jacqueline. Fine. Fabulous. Um, so, uh, hello. I want to get in touch with Fighty Govenswick. I'm going to say I'm looking to get in touch with Fighty Govenswick. Let's let's make this sound posh. Yeah. Um, Fighty Govenswick. I need a high fashion gown designed for a very important event. Return business. Um, yeah, where we should tell him to meet us somewhere, or I guess we could let let him decide. It'll be suspicious if we're asking to meet him inside the palace grounds. But how easily do people move in and out of the palace at the moment? Well, like he said, we're he's not a prisoner there. He should be relatively free to come and go as he pleases. Yeah. Um. I mean, I can say Celestia Stardust. All right. That sounds like a stupid posh name, <laughs> doesn't it? Like that would um, work quite nicely. Or should or should I say something else? I don't know. Is... Well, he'll definitely know it's you then. But um... that's not the name you used to use, is it? No. So people wouldn't recognise it. No, no, they wouldn't. So that's all right. We just want to be careful that no one. Just in case the guard are looking for you, we don't throw that na- your any name they might recognise around. If they don't know that one, that's all right. I don't think they'd know it. I mean, unless they got it from Crosswater at any point. Well. But I, I don't think they would have done. Really. Who'd they have to speak to in order? They'd, 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 they'd to had sp- to speak to some fairly niche people, wouldn't they, really? They'd have to have uh-huh. spoken to either the Grimanis or maybe somebody at the, uh, the university or... Even Regent help us, Jimothy. Yeah, and like, they hadn't seen me until that last day. Where was the place where your name was graffitied over every wall? That was, uh, uh, that was, that was where it's watched, watched. Darling, Okay, yeah. I was trying to remember place names. I was like, that's, they weren't there, were they? So no. that's alright. Um, I mean, how about just meet me, Celestia Stardust? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Simple. He can get in touch with us, presumably. The. Uh, yeah, I mean, he'll have ways. He's always a man of ways and means. That one. Yeah, and also they literally have a sending mage. Yeah. Sure, it'd be fine. Right. So um, I'm going to hand the mage a bit of paper. Okay. Um. Shall I read it out with what it says so that the listeners will definitely hear it? Or do you want to read it out? Like, whatever you like. Okay. One moment. All right. Um, Tape his fingers to his head. Hello. I'm looking... To get in touch with Fatty Govenswick, I need a gown designed for a very important event. Meet me, Celestia Stardust. Pauses for a few moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, Jacqueline will pass on the message. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. Do give us a shout if you hear anything, won't you? Of course. Thank you. <laughs> and about half an hour later, uh, a runner comes up to you uh, with a mess uh, with a written out reply uh, from uh, f uh, presumably from Fighty. Uh, which says one moment while I just gather uh, grab this information okay so uh, the message uh, st uh, essentially reads that it reads uh, hi glad to hear uh, hear you I'll meet you somewhere <laughs> don't know the city but did go drinking in an old duck near the west gate. So, and the message <laughs> says, and it's, and it's about that point where they run out of syllables. <laughs> he is so fucking unhelpful. <laughs> what is wrong with him? <laughs> well, that is at least a place we know. But when? Like, do we just go and wait there for a few days? Yeah, I guess so. Right. Um, <laughs> Should we go and get pissed and wait for him? Well, it's the only option, really, doesn't it? <laughs> is there anything else we need to do? We can take shifts. Uh, yeah, true, we can, actually. Our other tasks, is there anything we need to do to just prep while we... Lying low. Um, I mean, there's that. I mean, we've got to keep a, at least half an ear out for the ongoing uh, situation in the city, whether or not um, the the army are, are going to be closing in or there's going to be mercenaries turning up or mm, I mean, goodness knows what else. We've kind of been told there's too much security on the printing press and the ammo to do it right now is it worth waiting to scope them out until it calms down is it worth scoping them out now mm. what do you think well of the two the printing press seems to be um, more likely to have fewer uh, people guarding it the, um, the, the ammunition stockpiles are are going to be Highly valuable military targets that people are, that they're going to be expecting to be targeted. True, especially yeah, after we the, nick the lady. The printing press is guarded. It is guarded, yes. But yeah. Possibly not as well. But I think it's going to be harder to get to because it's a small inside location as opposed to a big old camp where we could throw some spells and run away. Mm, yeah, true. it's going to be harder to work our way in. Might be somewhere we can talk our way into. Well, if we can at least find out where it is for a start. True. Because we've not been there yet, have we? <laughs> True. So how are we going to do this? We're we just going to have one of us stationed at the old duck at all times for a bit. Well, I think so. <laughs> or ask for someone to send us a message when he arrives. Well, just that might ask be more sensible. To... <laughs> I was going to say, we'll go out and ask one of the um, uh, those kids who are selling the Alessant Guardian where they're printing offices 
because presumably that they've got to get those um, th- th- those papers from somewhere. Yeah, I mean they wouldn't really give a shit, would they? No, and they're, telling us. they're probably very open to being uh, paid to keep quiet. Hmm. But I mean, does Savat not know where Savat? Are you around? <laughs> you sent someone for Savat. Savat, who I'm going to assume this is literally <laughs> no, gone or not. This is actually, this, is, yeah, this is literally right after. So he's still uh, like he's he's moved away, but uh, he gets uh, to to deal with some other problems. But you pretty quickly find him again. Ah, yes, hello. Hello, darling. Um, where is the printing press? We're just wondering if we'd get anything done while we're waiting for our friend. Printing. Is this something that? Uh, Oh, that was a different person asked us Jacqueline to do that. Jacqueline might have been talking about this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, never mind. Do you know, <laughs> did she mention anything about who it might have been, about any loca- anything about the location, uh, who might be holding it? Uh, you know, like don't worry, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. I walk off. Uh, okay. <laughs> you find Jacqueline. <laughs> I say to the other two, I don't think he actually knew about that, so I stopped talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I figured that was the best thing to do to not I mean, cause trouble. Say, yeah, to maybe not mention it to him. I'd forgotten. Um, so that's <laughs> I'd forgotten who'd given us which one. So that's my bad. But I didn't say anything that bad. That's all right. Yeah. So we're just going to pretend that didn't happen, really. <laughs> so. Reading between the lines here, I think it's like broadly speaking, they're on the same side. They just have a, a slightly, well, probably what okay, yeah, just... d- describe as a difference of opinion when it comes to methodology. I just think he'd slightly disapprove. I don't think he'd really be, you know, against it. I just think he wouldn't. It's not what he'd do personally. Yeah. Regardless, uh, trying to find Jacqueline. Uh, and the thing that Savat was going to, you find that both of them uh, have headed into a, uh, an assemb- a, a one of the National Assembly councils. Uh, there is a viewing gallery if you wish to attend any of these during the few days that are nope. passing. Am I? But... <laughs> Not even slightly. No. no. Okay. Cause in mind. Okay. Uh, cause in then. I will say that you decide to, you know, you stick around and wait. Uh, while uh, while the others uh, presumably go play some backgammon or anything else you want to I'll do. I want to them. take Leah for a drink at the old duck. <laughs> I'd play backgammon by myself. Oh, you can come to the old duck if you want. I don't <laughs> do it properly. I'm just playing with the pieces. They attack. That's so cute. Scamp invents uh, invents battleship. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the. <laughs> I mean, would that exist? No, 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 we really wouldn't. <laughs> it's just by sheer coincidence, Scamp has invented uh, centuries earlier than the concept of torpedo-based uh, naval warfare. <laughs> Again, that, will, that, that, that just perfectly mimics battleship. That's <laughs> a um, So, while you head off uh, to wait at the old duck. Uh, and take Leah for a drink. So if she wants to come. <laughs> uh, which she is sort of like, you know, I, I'm a bit, I've enjoyed the, especially since you found me some better books uh, to yeah, read here. Yeah, those look shit. Oh, there was something else I wanted to do as yes. well. Um, that's not in character, that's out of character. Yeah. I wanted to buy us some paints in the town when we have downtime. I wanted to do that. You spend... Uh, two gold pieces on the full set of, spe- of paints. And some light paper and, some, and stuff. Uh, so brushes and paper. Paint. Yeah. Which has greatly improved her mood. 
I forgot about Aww. that, but I did want to do it. The paints have been lovely, actually. But I would like to go get a drink. Let's see. Let's yes, stretch get outside. We've been yeah. in here for a long time. Oh, yes. <laughs> also, you know, you might meet my friend if we go to the old duck. It'd be exciting. Fantastic. <laughs> the one with the fighting? Yeah, Fighty is his name. I can't F-I-T-I. Be, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Must be a gnomish name. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Gnomes are fucking weird. That's not racism, it's just true. Narrows her eyes a bit and then shrugs and follows you. Uh, regardless, uh, Corzin, you'd get a bit of a look at the assembly in action. And there to to quickly summarise what ends up being three hours of occasionally tedious, occasionally interesting politics. Um, you see that uh, the uh, you very quickly re- realise that, that the assembly, which is seated in a sort of broadly U-shaped uh, auditorium with various benches and so on when it's actually set up, uh, has a definite uh, arrangement of political parties within it. Uh, over towards the right-hand side of the assembly, uh, the various members of the nobility, especially those more supporting of the uh, royalists, uh, 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 on the more royalist side, seem to have clustered, as well as a number of the church representatives, but not all of them. Uh, the uh, while on the uh, the left-hand side, uh, you f- uh, very much f- uh, on the left-hand side, you find. Uh, those members of the assembly who are largely still doctors, lawyers, um, people of comparative middle-class wealth, but who are more, uh, uh, but whose views are decidedly more radical. And Jacqueline seems to step up the most, talking for this side. So that, by comparison, and a large group of um, mixed associates, many of which have academic backgrounds, are positioned towards the centre. And as you as you observe, I'm going to say just give me an insight check. uh, That would be a an 18. Okay. So the although the a lot of the uh, Nominally, the discussion is on what sounds at first to be the very dull topic of land reform uh, and seigneurial dues. But what that, but you, you, you know, you're perceptive enough to work out what that, what that means in in uh, terms when you translate it from the various legalese in which they're speaking. Mm. It essentially comes down to a proposal from the left-hand side of the assembly to uh, abolish seigneurial dues, which is to, uh, which translates to grant free movement for the peasants on the uh, on the agricultural estates of the nobility, uh, allowing them to leave, uh, allowing them more freedom to leave and move to the cities. Uh, as well as abolishing the, uh, as well as abolishing uh, many of the rents that they owe their masters. Don't suppose the uh, the aristocracy are going to be particularly well behind that. They're not especially uh, happy with it. Uh, this is, a, you, and you will notice that the ac- the the middle ground, the academia, uh, are and Savat are actually supporting this, although they've been arguing a case for 
more of a phasing in of the system over the course of two to three years. Mm. Uh, the other point, however, that uh, but the problem is that all of this is attached to a bill, which also includes an act to uh, see uh, to, uh, to demand that the individual bishops and lay priests of the church uh, essentially swear loyalty not to the head of the uh, regency, the Holy Mother, in Tyre, but directly to the state and thereby to the National Assembly. Ooh. That they take their orders from them. And Controversial. And mixed into this is a demand that the that those uh, who refuse voluntarily cede uh, lands as uh, for the right to uh, to to, uh, to to be non-juring to the state as a way to uh, support uh, to to absolve the national debt. Which is to say, they're essentially threatening any uh, bishops that don't. Uh, swear loyalty to the state with land seizures. Right. The and you know from the bicker and uh, banter that the church, as in the church of the regent, owns about ten percent of the land in Seoul. Not inconsiderable. Mm. So yeah, um, has there been any word at all of? I suppose it would be Colonel now, Matcher Mistson, during this time. Give me an investigation check, actually, because then it's not the subject of the day. But there are a number of other watchers who have been paying more attention, who have been paying attention for several days now. Investigation, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a six. There was a annoyingly, it seems that none of the people here now are aware of it. Uh, but there was a, a somewhat controversial vote as to extending the franchise. Uh, as the National Assembly has up until now been debating on whether the franchise should be extended, uh, that is, the right to vote on representatives in the Assembly, to whether it should be uh, any citizen who is over the age of 30 uh, and uh, has at least 500 gold pieces in income per year, uh, gold crowns of it in income per year, uh, and whether or not it should be that plus also acting serve, uh, actively serving members in the military. Hmm. Uh, Might he be behind this? Regardless, it would if it were passed, it would give a lot of political power to the uh, to the army. As it would uh, allow that oh. even the, uh, as it would be one of, the, as it would mean that one of the best ways for the poor to get a vote would be to, would be to join up. the army. That's if that's an accident, that's an amazing coincidence. Hmm. I, I'd uh, relay uh, to the other two later. Like, yeah. um, I think uh, our uh, previous uh, comrades. Uh, uh, Matcher Mistson is uh, is playing a long game here. Well, you think he lived through the Kraken? I'm almost certain of it. Well, we, we more or less uh, uh, know because, I mean... 
uh, you know for a fact you sent to him. Yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah, I forgot yes. about that, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. on that, because I wasn't <laughs> yeah. in character. No, I apologise. Out of character, I completely forgot that's not something no, that's that I would make a mistake about uh, in character. No, um, well, we but, now know that he was a lieutenant. He's now Colonel Matcher Mistson. Um, so he's climbing the ladder quite uh, quite sharpish. All right, I'm glad to hear that. Yes. Have you spelt this uh, this bill that's been uh, passed about that that that. that it strikes me as the sort of thing that if you were a, an enterprising young member of the military who wanted to gain favour with the common people, that's how I'd do it. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, it looks like he's doing well. I'm, frankly, I'm glad that we did something with that because that was fucking terrifying, wasn't it? I'm glad that it worked. Mm. <laughs> you yeah. know, if it hadn't worked, it would have been so shit. <laughs> he'll, he'll be one to watch for the future and mark my words on that. Yeah, I mean to be yeah, melting a man's face was not my not my favorite thing to do. <laughs> not a good person though. So very at the very true. least, we got rid of a powerful bad person. Yes. Yeah, I've just never really smelt melting face that close up, you know. Uh, yeah, no, lot. it's still in my nostrils. Oh, well, I suppose there, there was that one time with the CDM, but ah, yeah, but mind. his face didn't melt right in my face. It was a slightly different melty smell. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's out of character. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that be? That would be entirely. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, I'm assuming um, so for, for convenience. I'm, I'm gonna not... s- Sorry, I can't. So he's he's doing well. That's good. I am. Um, have... Sorry, you go first. <laughs> I'll go I'm next. not sure if this is important, but Jeffrey ate half the backgammon pieces. Fuck's sake! <laughs> uh, he's probably not going to uh, be solidly shitting for a week. I mean, good fucking luck to Jeffrey. <laughs> Because, I mean, what would they be made out of? Wood? Yeah. Sorry, we all need to shut up so that we can listen to Jason's constipated noises for just a second. It's, it's no, really no good. More, no oh, more, no more. Oh, no, so God, good. Come on, Jason, come on. Come on. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. So good. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what natural I mean, constipated monkey would sound darling, like. Darling, you're telling Leah, not me. <laughs> I mean, she might have noticed by now. She tried to place it. <laughs> uh, I was going to say uh, at this point, based on the fact that you've said you're keeping up a, a watch at. Yeah, um, I'm not quite done uh, talking. Sorry. sorry, I had something else to say. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Right, don't worry. <laughs> I got distracted by the constipated monkey. Don't worry. It's all sorry. Good. Oh, oh, oh. So, um, off the sorry. subject of your fucking monkey, that I still don't know where you bought for a second. Um, <laughs> how. How early on did you twig that my name wasn't real? And are you okay with it? This feels like an elephant in the room. It's a lot. I... Yeah. Um. I'm sorry. Know. I'm sorry to interrupt, but the the thing I'm trying to set up is where are you having this conversation? Oh. It's, it's a very important thing for where to, shall to, we have to, this conversation? To, to, to I mean, shall we be in the old duck by now? It makes well, sense. Yeah, yeah you, you're yeah. all in the old duck. That's all I wanted. Is to, Leah to, there as well? Uh, in which case, Leah can probably be there as well. Yes. <laughs> so I was taking it for a yes. drink. It makes sense. So you've all met up. you've all met up later in the evening to, to, okay, during cool. the table. You kept saying it like you were rounding things off. No, no, I just really wanted <laughs> okay, to establish cool. where you are having the conversation. Cool, we're in the old duck. Yeah, we're in the old duck. You've got a private booth. So is, is that, are we okay? It feels weird. Because I've never yeah. actually mentioned it and you just sort of said it offhandedly. And, um, I yeah. mean, yeah, 
half the people I've ever met on board ship are probably not travelling under their, well, the name they were given at birth. And I don't even know what my name at birth was, so... Is it who you are, though? Hmm. Who named you Scamp? Um, old man in the street called me a little scamp and I liked it. It's the only nice thing anyone really said, so I kept it. It's fucking heartbreaking, Dan. Yeah, but it really it suits you. <laughs> I mean, it just... seemed like a nice word. Well, not a not a bad word. I'm just gonna put an arm around scamp. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Like... No, it's, it's it's sweet on you. It's a lovely name, says Leah. Who's here? It suits you. That's <laughs> just really sad. <laughs> Well, they, all, they always used to joke about me when I was growing up that the reason they called me Corson was because I was always causing trouble, but... Ha! <laughs> you are. Yeah, I think names, names can change. Like, I've only had mine a few years, so... What would, what did people call you before then? I don't like the things that before then, so I don't think about those. Fair enough. Scamp's... They weren't good names to have. Scamp's good on you. A voice I... speaks out in your head, uh, Scamp. Oh, in fairness, until uh, I met you, I was being called Churl, so... Oh, that's not a fun name, I think. It sounds like a bad word. It or... means slave. Oh! Friend is better. Oh, you're talking to friend. You're not just having an aneurysm. Um, good to know. <laughs> Lovely. Um, Leah, Scamp has a metal skull that they talk to and it talks back. Just in case we hadn't mentioned that already. Um, that's a thing that happens. I feel it just necessary to check. Are we talking about an imaginary friend or an imaginary... Or an actual imaginary friend? Or... It's a spirit. It lives in a skull. It is actually oh, okay. real. Just nobody right. else can hear it. But it could be an imaginary friend uh... for all we fucking know, to be perfectly honest. Oh, we've seen it do things. <laughs> we, we did yeah. actually see it once. We've seen its oh, effects. Right. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And it has helped. So... Yeah. He's a he. Oh, I'm sorry. He's <laughs> helped. I apologise. I mean, like, I... I was going to say I have no genitalia, but I suppose that's not really the point. I like but being a he. That's the thing. You said you were a he. I asked. I remember. Hmm. Well, isn't this fun? <laughs> you see, a Scamp is just sort of staring into the middle distance, effectively, at this point. Oh, these are very similar to the symptoms of a stroke, and it's slightly <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> Like, not all of them, but there are, that is one of the symptoms. What, staring into space? Talking to, and just talking to things that aren't, like, conversations that aren't real. Well, I didn't uh, know that. Um, that's ooh, yeah, yeah or just repeating. Well. The weirdest one is when you're just repeating a word thinking you're saying sentences, but you're just saying the same word over and over. <laughs> oh, God. That's... Yeah. So they're getting really frustrated because people aren't understanding them. But they're just but saying because like... they're just saying a word over and over again. Oh God, that's so that's, that's so infuriating that's, from that's, the inside. Oh that's God. horrible. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. Peanut. 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 Uh, yeah. Strikes are terrifying. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that's really scary. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, carrying um, <laughs> um, <laughs> on. Scamp, was... Corzin, and Celestia definitely don't know this. Corzin might. Yeah, Corzin might. To be I fair. do. Yeah. Um, the, the, the um, we've been travelling together long enough now that I trust that if there were things that you felt we needed to know you'd tell us and the reason that you haven't uh, told us whatever name you were um, you went by below was because it isn't relevant is that likely to change at any point? Honestly I think it's better if you don't know I think it's safer then- don't tell us. I don't mind. Yeah, is that fair? Seems fair, I think, under I the think circumstances. I think it's just better for them yeah. not to hear it, really, just in case, you know? No. Not that I don't trust you, it's not that. I just... Well, we I... know that minds can be read. The less we know, the less stolen. we can accidentally divulge. Yeah, minds can be read. People Truth can be... Truth can be stolen. All be... sorts of stuff. Yeah. All sorts of stuff like that. It's just better for you not to have the name in your head. Fair enough. But, but um, uh, thanks for not giving a shit. It's really nice. Nah, some things aren't important. You have secrets, and I mean, most people do. <laughs> Yours is just slightly bigger than a lot of people's. Yeah, I'm. I'm not missing that name. And be honest. I mean, Me one of the advantages, if you want to look at it like this, is that now that you're on the surface, you can be whoever you want to be. I look at Leah and literally laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> oh, feels like the start of a song almost, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it does. Well, that's more your department than mine. <laughs> Yeah, but no, seriously, I mean, why do you think half the people who go to sea do? It's because, you know, they're bound to one place or, you know, one village or, uh, you know, they have a, an identity that they want to get rid of. And you can. There's a big, big wide world out there, as well you know. <sighs> I like that. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> it's liberating. Yeah, it is. It really is. Well, it's about this point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't say it like it's not a real name. Now it's weird. (laughs) (laughs) You can't start start winking every time you say it. Then people will get suspicious. (laughs) I wasn't winking. (laughs) You were winking in spirit. Well, maybe the ambivalent octopus was winking. I don't know. The ambivalent octopus shrugs. (laughs) (laughs) At which point, Uh, uh, the door uh, bursts open and a resplendently uh, crimson and orange dressed gnome uh, strides in. So what have we got to drink around here? Fighty, a crazy bastard. Hello. Oh, hello there. <laughs> I'll buy you one. Come on. Oh, no, Taylor, ahoy. Leah, come meet my friend. <laughs> You'll like Fighty, him. Fighty uh, strides over to the booth. <laughs> oh, hello. It's an absolute pleasure to see the uh, the three of you. And you have a friend. Hello. This is Leah. Ah, uh, Leah, Leah Dobbin. Pleasure to meet you. She, uh, she extends a hand. He grabs it and shakes it vigorously. 
Voicey Gobbinswick. I'm a tailor. Anyway, let's get drinking. Yes. Fighty, fighty, I saw a kraken. I saw a kraken. You saw a kraken? Yeah. Yeah, we really did. It was we in Kion. It's fucking terrifying. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. But hey, you're all alive. Yeah. That we are. How have you been? Uh, turns out people really have... I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, they've got some standards, but let's just say that the course really needed me. Hmm. I'm sure you were an asset. <laughs> hmm. Incidentally, I'm, I've am i also managed to refill my pocketbook, and I'm very happy about that, too. Oh, good. There you, do you don't making... appear to be short of a couple of gold pieces, unlike most <laughs> of the rest of people around here. Uh, you know, it's funny, but people keep talking about how desperately in debt everyone is. Meh! Yeah. In my experience, and granted, it's not uh, a huge amount, but the, the people of that ilk tend to view money differently. It's like being broke to them is just a minor inconvenience somehow, whereas other people starve to death. Well, broke means a different thing. Yeah, mm. I know what you mean. When you're down to your, when you're down to only like a couple of hundred gold, you're starting to think, you know, where am I going to find my next, uh, my next lobster, that sort of thing. But you know, I just make some dresses and everything's fine. You're a very note. interesting person. I mean, some people think broke is like, oh, we've lost a few minds. We're broke. It's like, no, you're not. You're fine, really, aren't you? <laughs> but um, what what do you want to drink? Should I just get a bottle of something and put it on the table in between? Bottle of something sounds great. Fantastic. I go up to buy and get a bottle of something. Okay. One moment. <laughs> something strong. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you go up and you ask Pierre for a bottle of something. As... Yeah, I think this is a fun game and I'm sticking with it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, it's going to be reaches no under the table, again. brings up a blue bottle. <laughs> well, that'll be, uh, that'll be, if you really want. I mean, the whole bottle is like 15 gold pieces, uh, gold crowns. That's very expensive and we're going to be hallucinating, aren't we? Um, this yeah. is in fact the gnomish stuff, yes. Oh. How funny is it if I do this? <laughs> oh, it's really, it's really funny, and I really uh, want. To. Out of character, yes, I think. Um, yeah, it's really char- funny. I'm doing it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to regret this, but it's going to be really funny. <laughs> All right, in character though, um, uh, Corson will say. Now you do remember what happened <laughs> the last time. No, I don't that recall anything. Of blue stuff. I put it on the table <laughs> in between us. <laughs> oh, looks like this will be a fun evening. Um, or whatever, I'm not your dad. That? <laughs> this is gnomish brandy, Leah. Have you ever had it's any? really weird. No. Take it slow. Okay. <laughs> she takes a, 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 some of the presumably shot glasses you brought back. I assume they're shot yeah, glasses, yeah. And starts pour, and pours out shots for everyone. Uh, except, except Scamp, uh, where she goes, uh, and can we have some milk as well, please? Yes, please. <laughs> if Corson has one, he's going to push it away. <laughs> Fighty takes it and moves it over to his side of the table. Oh, no. It's like you're a bit fucking silly, mate. One of us has got to uh, be the designated... <laughs> wagon driver. Horsier. Uh, yeah. uh, chevalier. Ah, fuck it. We've got Scamp. Scamp can literally make horses with their hands. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I should not drink this. That's true. I mean, <laughs> although... a fair point. because think of what I will make. <laughs> oh, something really batshit. So, yeah, conspicuous oh. rather. Bat horses. I mean, I'm gonna you have can. To drink... <laughs> 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 
You can get drunk again now, can't you, Scamp? Yes. Right. Okay, just checking. Good to know. Leo, it's a thing that happens sometimes. <laughs> Leah looks around and sort of, well, okay, let's uh, try this. Clink. And this uh, fighty takes both of his and goes, clink! And then drinks them both himself. So it's and may the region have mercy upon you all. Uh, at which point, both Leah and Fighty kind of blink. <coughs> oh wow, that's a lot stronger than you think. I told you to take it slow, that's darling. That's the good stuff. By the way, roll a constitution safe. Oh, absolutely. Huh. Yeah, this is a uh, terrible, terrible idea really, when we need really to do well. actual planning, but I just couldn't resist doing it. I'm so stupid, I can't help myself. Oh, that's actually really good. Huh, fuck you, yeah. 19. Okay, you hold your Ooh. liquor and... That's the best constitution save I've ever rolled, guys. While over the course of <laughs> sipping this, things do start to acquire a strangely, occasionally, like, slightly luminous edges to them. Mm. You mostly hold your own. Uh, Leah, on the other hand, sort of goes... It uh, starts to go, everything's glowing. Yeah, no happens. does that. As I say, take it slow. I think I might nurse the next one. Yeah. Maybe I, I told you to take it slow. You shot at it. It's your fault, darling. Fighty is just <laughs> going... <laughs> ah. Let sure me know if you start seeing trails in the air. Or monkeys. Or sweets. I move my hand around. Am I seeing trails? <laughs> Only very faint blurring around the edge of your hand. You're not at trail point yet. Um, slightly blurry weird, but nothing trailing. Uh, oh, that's just Leah moves her track. hand like... Oh, no, 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 those are, those are actual trails. That's very strange. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I did just give you this without really <laughs> telling you what it does, didn't it? Mm. <sighs> Definitely going to... Sip. It is fun, but as I say, please be yeah. careful. <laughs> Stick with us. I will Leah. carry Last you home I... if I have to, but rather mm. not. Uh, Fighty pours himself another two and says, "So you should probably discuss what you want to talk with me about before I get completely rat-assed." Yes, please just yeah. slow down a little bit. Um, okay, so... he, he, he shot only one of them. Right. Good. Right. <laughs> Holding his own. Of course he is. So, hmm? what's you your? Down? Uh, I was going to ask, uh, Friday, what's your take on uh, life inside the palace, first of all? Stinks to high hell. general lay of the land. Stinks like high hell? Mm. What do you mean? Can't get the staff, well, I suppose. Well, no, I mean, it's not. It's literally not connected up to the city sewer system, so everything's in chamber pots, and the chamber pots are everywhere. And I mean everywhere. You look behind a wall hanging, there's a chamber pot. Oh, so oh. it just smells like shit all the time. And also a lot of perfume to mask the shit, and also a lot of of perfume from the gardens, because they have so many flowers there. Huh. Well, that's weird. But it is very pretty. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what was the question again? Take on, on, on palace life. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, the... the... The drow that are visiting there right now, what, what's their take on it all? We've heard they ha they've been throwing a lot of wild parties. <laughs> oh, yes, they have. Uh, so there's uh, there is actually only two of them, I mean, unless you count all of those Ebon Guard people, um, but there's two of the, uh, of the drow that aren't soldiers up there, mm -hmm. um, and they've got a 
Well, actually, and they spend a lot of the time just drinking with the other noble, the other members of the nobility. Although they've also got these two tieflings that they tend to drink a lot with as well. And I get the feeling that they're, they're in their service, but they're not really subordinate. I mean, they're sort of subordinate, but not in the same way. Sounds about right for tieflings. Hmm. Um, but no, they uh, they have been partying pretty much every night before it hits sundown, usually. Did you get their names? I know they're Hanalis, but which ones? Uh, yeah, I think it was something like Marquis or... Malky. Ma- Malquis, that was Malquis. it. Malquis. Yes. Sorry, I, you've, out of character, you've given me this to write down, and I, I didn't remember the pronunciation. Yeah, no, 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 um, no. So Sorry, we're just going to yes, pretend that I pronounced yes, that right. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Malquis and... Um, our, 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 Aylar. Aylar, that was it. Yeah. No, I did them some. They're the two youngest ones. No, I had some. I had an interesting time doing, uh, doing some draw, uh, some dresses for them. You know, draw fashion is kind of woefully out of date in some ways, but it's it's almost like it's things broke off on a different path a few hundred years ago. But I'm not going to get into sartorial history. Are they still in like really... ruffs and doublets or stuff like that. No high collars and shit. It's awful. Ugh. Mm. Mm. A lot, lot more focus on movement than um, than the fashions at the moment, which tend to be quite focused around just getting as much uh, as much fabric onto you as possible with mo- And so long as you can walk, that's fine. But not not as much focus on being able to move freely. You know, I thought the Hanalis would be playing that game. They've never been practical. Oh, don't get me wrong. Uh, what they asked me to do is a is some bizarre fusion of both. They've managed to layer enough lace on them to be really quite impractical. Sounds flammable bad. too, I'm guessing. Oh yes, especially with the amount of perfume I put into them. Nah. Well, good everyone, to know. Everyone sprays a lot of perfume into their clothes because of the aforementioned smell problems. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing getting in and out of those things isn't easy either. Oh no, you. I mean, I like they have a staff with them, so I literally designed. Uh, built it around the assumption that you've got five people to help put them on and take them off. Mm. Those are weird. What do you what do you make of the Hanalis? Well, they know certainly know how to have a good time. Uh, they're terrible at cards. Yeah, I know this from personal experience. Hmm. Uh, I've played cards with them before. They're not very good. <laughs> the tieflings with them are much better at cards. I know this from personal experience. <laughs> um. Uh, they are quite popular with a lot of the uh, uh, lot of the courtiers. Uh, I don't think the Duchess is particularly fond of them. Uh, she tries to avoid them when she gets back from the assembly. Uh, this is actually a point, uh, Corzin. You you do know that one of the high nobility uh, does actually have a seat as well as some of the lower nobility in the National Assembly. Uh, which you know by name from having sat through an entire assembly meeting, okay. uh, which is Duchess Lucetta uh, Duvond, the Duchess Duchess du Vendion. Okay. Uh, the Duchess of Vendion. Uh, ah, okay. And I see actually on the um, the floor plans there is a room with her. That name she on it. has her own uh, set of uh, apartments in the in the mm. palace. Yes. So. Um. They try to. They're not really that bothered about spending time with the king, which is good because the king doesn't have a lot of time. Um, but they're quite fond of the queen. Right. So. Shall I just say this or just be honest about this? You're not going to tell anyone else shit, are you? 
Mm, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, you know, ask, uh, probably don't leave me in front of anyone after I've had a, a few more of these, he says, shotting another of the uh, <laughs> drinks. But, but when I'm sober, sure. Good to know. Right, um, we might need to get into the palace without anyone seeing us because we need to nick some papers and maybe also free some slaves if we can. Yeah. Blink the slaves are, um, are going to be the harder part, I think. Yeah, I don't know if we can even do that, but if we can manage to do that as well... Great. Okay. Um, um, so, just to let you know where we need to be, we need to go to the king's real bedroom, not his official one, the real one. Right. Which, basically, there's a staircase down from where the other king's mistress used to stay on the second floor. On the second floor. Like, through a little passage. Okay. I and think... it's kind of barred off now, but we could possibly get through there. We need to get in, nick the papers, and get out again. So, maybe even through the same way, maybe just going through the roof, get back out through the roof. So, okay, I we're mean, wondering let's... if he could maybe help in some way. Okay, I mean, what part of... Probably. Uh, let's take a look at the palace itself. And he sort of gestures up with his arms and spreads them in front of him. So, if we take a look at the palace proper... I'm going to take another shot of Naomi <laughs> Roll <laughs> constitution save. <laughs> Leah, who's been sipping hers, just blinks and goes... I can see lines in the air. I uh, rolled an 18. You're holding it against the alcohol fight, although now that you... If you peer and focus, you can just make out, like, almost faint, faint lines in the air as if, like, you're looking at a very, very hard, blurry, out-of-focus image of a palace from the front. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, you wanting to get... Uh, so you're looking at the slaves. Um, let's get, let's come with me. And he kind of mimes his hands weirdly as if he's walking. And the very faint ghostly image of the palace gets closer. Fighty, this is a bit fucked up, darling. I'm not going to lie to maybe you. Maybe I should drink some of this. Is he drawing this on the vapor trails that I can't see? <laughs> Pretty much, says Leah. I'm I'm not sure if I should have any of this or if I shouldn't. Although if I'm right, thinks for a moment, you just make out the outline of something large and quadrupedal form. At which point Fighty goes, ah, good choice, but maybe we shouldn't put elephants in here just yet. I'm going to take another shot of Gnomish Prancy. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm rolling a save. <laughs> That's a 14. Okay. You're surprisingly still like the, the alcohol isn't getting to you, but you but you have enough control over the effects of the herbs that you can now more clearly see this translucent outline of a palace. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not so much that. Can I see the elephant? You can also see an elephant. Can which I is, make it pink? The elephant becomes a ghostly sort of pink. Fighty <laughs> points and laughs at it. Oh, um, sorry. Let's. Uh, where do you want to go? I can't see anything. I'm going to take two shots. Oh, <laughs> two constitution saves. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is that? I can't bloody see. Well, that's probably not... I think that's a 12. Okay. You And a 22. Okay. You're holding yourself against the drink just fine, but with the, with the ingestion of the herbs, you start to see 
uh, to see these outline first the slight blurriness and then the outlines uh, faint outlines appear in the air mm -hmm. so you're getting the same very it's less real than the version that Celestia and certainly that Leah and certainly that Fighty are mm -hmm. seeing uh, but you also are compass mentis okay, you're not subject you're not drunk but you can now see this mm -hmm. am I drunk like, uh, no, no you I'm are you're right. kind of yeah. slightly buzzing uh, but it's more that you can also see. This is the, the best Celestia has ever held her. Yeah. <laughs> I, I say this to all uh, present. Like, you're perfectly fine. Just let me know if things start coming through the walls. Uh, uh, good to know. Um, so, for the sake of time, I go. Yeah. Okay, so fighting this way, this way. I yeah. direct him up to the room that we need to be so in within this you, imaginary. So stepping forward, he takes you through the front, uh, through the uh, through the front, uh, through this main set of, uh, sort of uh, open uh, courtyard beforehand, which is full of marble statues. You kind of see, you can see there's a lot of gilt and stuff which is out of focus. It, weirdly, it looks like every every single inch of the place is decorated in some way. There's no blank space in the walls. Although again, it's all kind of hazy and insubstantial. Uh, he leads you through uh, through the grand lobby uh, through this sort of large lobby, and you can just make out indistinct figures partying and drinking. Uh, around. Sorry, this is just what I remember it being like. <laughs> no, this is actually really helpful and sensible, considering hmm. what we're drinking right now. Um. <laughs> uh, and then takes you through a, uh, through a side door off to the north, uh, past the series of apartments, and down towards where the uh, the northeastern stairwell is. Uh, leads you up that stairwell. Uh, towards the uh, up into the first floor, you go and put it to, you can see there's another set of stairs that go up. He points to those. Now I don't actually know where those go, so I can't show you what's up there because I've never been up there. But that's probably what you're talking about. Yes. What I can tell you is that all of these are where uh, are full of drunk party people a lot of the time. He gestures to the various okay, rooms. Okay. Do they ever sleep? Ah, uh, yes. But usually pretty... They like to party pretty late. They usually start all conking out around three in the morning. Right, good to know. Um, it's only the really hardcore ones that will stay up until dawn before they sleep. And that's because they're usually gambling. Uh, most of the gambling takes place in that room. He points to the, uh, to the one that's the furthest east. Uh, so the one at the end, okay. where um, what's her face, Mark Malquis, uh, is is stationed. Uh, they have a they have a card table set up there. Right. Okay. Well, I've just had a really stupid thought. Go on. If we buy Fizzy here a few bottles of this gnomish brandy, could he get them oh. all pissed on it if they've not had it before? get them all hallucinating, then they'd all be nicely distracted while we went in. That's Might very cause true. enough chaos that the servants have to help, even. That's also true. Yeah. How, uh, is there a I way we can... He, he um, opens the door and shows you into this sort of uh, room with the uh, poker table. There are f that you can see ghostly images of two drow, two tieflings, and a giant pink elephant all playing cards there. That might not is... be representative. Actually, do I? Okay. <laughs> what? 
Um, are they already on stuff that makes them see things? I mean, sometimes, if they can get it. But, but then if you combine it with Nemish Brandy, it'd be really disastrous, wouldn't it? Hmm. So, either way, making them hallucinate might not be a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, we've got our, I mean, um... I don't feel like the Hanales would hold their drugs well, to be honest. Like, I mean, hmm. they're, they're on them a lot, but I, I feel like <laughs> they're quite easily scared, is my point. <laughs> if we're going to uh, even attempt to get any of these, um, these slaves out, we're going to have to convince them that it's worth their... Uh, their time to try even to get away from yeah. uh, their masters they're going to need to know that there's somewhere to go if they leave of course also though I mean fuck how on earth will we get them over the ground like so many of them how many slaves did they say there were there uh, are I mean there is you you remember there being around 50 50 like how on earth will we smuggle 50 slaves out over the grounds without them just being shot by the Evan guard I don't know. I don't know if we can. Could you... I mean, if we got that far, could you uh, pose as a, uh, as a, another... as one of the Hanalis leaving? With all 50 slaves? I mean, well, may, may, maybe. I mean, I can charm people. I could be a believable Hanali. It'd look less suspicious than us all trying to move them under cover of darkness or what have you. I mean, it, Maybe. in less camp, you've got the ability to make 50 people invisible. <laughs> Not yet. I mean, darling, if I was a Hanali... Leah gives you a look. <laughs> <laughs> Things keep happening. You never know. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past you at this point. But um, the thing is, if I were a Hanali, I wouldn't walk out of there. There'd be a carriage... There'd be a whole thing. Oh, they have a whole line of characters. In fact, there's like, goodness, the, the, the stables are ridiculous. There's something like 70 carriages there. That's a point. So we where just are take the them all out in carriages. Yeah, where are the stables? Oh, there's, they're, um, they're on the north side. If you come to the window, he says, gesturing, calls in, you are just seeing them pointing at things that aren't there. Mind the elephants. Uh, you, you vaguely... Now, do we have to worry about real elephants? Because uh, I really want to see an elephant. At this point, you... Very... I think this might be my first elephant. I like it a lot. You very faintly hear the echo of a voice say, Damn it. Did you get... Stop it. Don't stop. Oh, I had a f I had three aces and you ruined my hand. <laughs> now, are we actually hearing that? Or is that, like, your memory? Like, what? I mean, I've never actually heard an elephant complain about losing a hand of poker before. So this is probably a result of you <laughs> of you adding a pink elephant to this. And this is from someone who grew up in a dream fold. <laughs> yeah, actually, you have a point there. Not playing poker. <laughs> All right, well, this well, is a new played, one. Did it play backgammon instead? Because no. we can't play that anymore. <laughs> yeah, Leah, bad news. Scamp's monkey ate half the fucking backgammon pieces. <laughs> what? What? The at this point, you just see uh, the pink elephant starts shitting backgammon pieces. <laughs> <laughs> just this huge flurry. Oh. Like, okay, um, 
please, if you're doing this, can we, can, can we keep control of our imagination just for a little bit longer? Leah, are, are you okay, darling? Definitely like, not. Leah is swaying. She is clearly pissed <laughs> by this point. <laughs> and occasionally she's just giggling to herself. Corson is going to go and get a large jug of water and enough glasses for everyone. <laughs> I'm going to take another shot. <laughs> Roll a constitution save. Natural 20. I'm okay. holding this so you are, You're actually holding your drink fine, although the image now comes almost into perfect focus for you. So you can kind of almost see like a real image, but overlaid over the real world. I'm going to make right. a nappy for the elephant. No one can stop me. <laughs> okay. The, okay, the nappy <laughs> begins to fill up with the backgammon pieces. Oh. Stop making the elephant chip backgammon pieces. <laughs> I'm trying, but I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> Right, the elephant turns around. Oh, thank you. Now I have constipation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe we should put you on drugs more often, Liam. Coulson is going fun. to attempt to like uh, pour <laughs> everyone a glass of water. So much and... when I sober up. <laughs> <laughs> she takes the glass of water and starts sipping at it. Yeah, he'll <laughs> so um, he'll take his own and say, "Cheers, everyone! Yay!" and Hey. Hey. I don't pick up my water. <laughs> I reach for the alcohol and then think better of it. Fighty, who is gesturing to, all, to out of the window, but also clearly all, as pissed as well. He goes, okay, so if you see past the elephant trees, damn it, this is what happens when you introduce these Oh, sorts the wallpaper's got elephants on now as well. Uh, me, I think, I'm sorry. That's okay. Well, if you look past the elephant trees, you'll see where the stables are. They're in their own outbuilding, which is uh, near the uh, northern, uh, near the end of the northern um, uh, wing. Ah, now there's wings on the elephant. Anyway, um, if... If, if you see there, and he gestures to another sort of outbuilding, which is separate from the gods' barracks, uh, mm-hmm. probably about another couple of minutes' march away, uh, but is indeed an impressive-looking set of stables, which is indeed capable of holding quite possibly hun- uh, hundreds of horses and the aforementioned 70 carriages. Hmm. <clears throat> All right. Okay, well, I mean, so... I mean, actually... The, the, the... If there's a um, if there's a window overlooking these things, can we get uh, the slaves out of it? Uh, the window is overlooking them, but sort of goes down on, t- uh, but goes toward. It's sort of out overlooking, uh, based on where they are, towards the northern wing from where you're standing. So you would need to, uh, like, so if I was, uh, so you, those of you who can see this can see that you would. <laughs> It would be conceivably possible, but you would need to climb over the roof of the north wing, mm. or climb down, or if you went through the front windows, climb down the front the front facade of the palace to get to the ground. Okay. Mm. Right. Well, right. I mean, we've what got if... rope. Uh... True. What if Fighty gets the Hanalis and everybody pissed on Gnomish Brandy? They're hallucinating, right? Fighty also maybe gets a message to the slaves that when everybody falls asleep, they have to get to the carriages. Could we then be there as a fake drow and servants to take them away, like early hours? Wouldn't of the that be beyond the realms possibility, uh, especially um, if you've got the ability to um, dress more convincingly like one of them. Oh yeah, easily. Um, so that could be getting the slaves out. The bit before that, we could do while they're getting pissed on Nervous Brandy. Yep. Because that will be distracting them from anybody doing anything upstairs. Yeah. 
Mm. Potentially even sending guards down there if it gets ridiculous enough. Oh, that's the point, uh, Forty. Have you seen um, any of the Ebon Guard actually fight anyone? Or subdue anybody? Um... Yes, there was, um... There was a, a group of about 20 people who tried to break into the palace grounds and... Twenty? Um, not just people who tried to break in and I think they were maybe trying to steal something or kill or just to do, do some damage. They got written written down pretty quickly by the... Because, uh, uh, well, they were not subtle at all. They knocked... They, they, they actually... Uh, the first time they saw the guards, they actually sort of panicked and started running and then it was just a case of running them down uh, on horseback. Mm. Turns out once some of them see you, they're they 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 have, they uh, they coordinate pretty quickly. I didn't even hear them shouting. Yeah, on the grounds that would be a problem. They can speak to each other through their helmets. So getting through the grounds is going to be a massive issue. Yeah. I mean, there are a. I mean, if you as you see, and he gestures, just ignore the fact that they're all elephant shaped. <laughs> there are a lot of bushes and trees and flower beds out there, and there's a lot of it. I mean, you probably could sneak past them. It's just, obviously, they all see in the dark. Yeah. Aww. Maybe we could get away with it. I mean, there's no real other option, isn't there? We've got to sneak over the ground somehow. Uh, Unless we fly over, but then I feel like that's really obvious. Well, we might be able to fly in, but uh, if we're leaving with any of the, uh, uh, the slaves in the carriages, that's the way we've got to go. Yeah. yeah, and I think that we couldn't sneak. Well, I would, would have to be a Hanali who had been called away early because of some family emergency and had to take all my slaves with me. You know, it, it couldn't be like, we can't sneak 50 slaves out. No, okay, well, no. Um, we, we've done I mean, crazier what, things. I mean, what do you, what do you think? Like, I, I just think sneaking 50 people is just not doable. Not in the uh, sense of we have any hope of none of them being seen, We've got to mm. negate the fact that they will be. Yeah. But will we even need be able to take? We're talking like we're trying to get all of them. You were saying the tieflings are on pretty good terms with them. Yeah. They might not want to come. It's not. It's not great out here. Mm. A lot of them might not want to come. Well, That's from the what thing. you were I mean, saying, if they've like... been with them for years. And if you then asking them to come and they don't want to. Then how do you stop them starting an alarm? Also, 50 slaves for one person is a bit much even for the Hanalis. We might be able to get some of them, but you're quite right. I'm not sure we could get everybody. If we only take some, the ones who stay will suffer. (sighs) I mean, and we can tell them that. But you know I'm right. Out of character DM question. Yes. Is he right? Depends on the household. The with, with what I know of the Hanalis. With what you Obvi- know, obviously, I don't know them. Roll an insight check, actually, based on your psychology understanding of the Hanali psychology. Um, that's not bad, actually. Seventeen. You know that they are that they 
have been known to reward loyal slaves, especially slaves who are in charge of other slaves, mm-hmm. uh, and that though and that they, while they treat their rank and file chattel slaves pretty damn poorly because mm-hmm. they usually work in mines their favoured slaves tend to get good treatment uh, to ensure that they keep the others in line, especially those uh, who are, uh, especially their slaves involved in protecting them actively. Mm-hmm. So if some were left behind, they wouldn't necessarily be horribly punished? Or like, uh, would the, they be rewarded for staying? Like... It, you, would get, you would guess that they that if they, those who, who, le- who stayed behind are likely to, if if are likely to receive if they are likely they may be likely to escape punishment or receive a comparatively lenient punishment for loyalty although any who did try to escape and get caught uh would be punished extensively to send a message Mm. i mean any that chose not to go i think they'd do pretty okay the hanalis like treating their slaves well they want them to want to be there and you know all that but any who tried to escape and we didn't manage to get out I'd really worry about oh we better get them out then how are we going to tell if someone wants to stay or not well we can't exactly ask no I mean Fighty could you could you maybe um I don't know uh not sure if uh, putting it about amongst the uh, the slaves that there's the opportunity to, uh, to get away beforehand is is a good idea, just in case no. you know. No. It's, it's I'm very message. subtle, he says slurry. Yeah. Don't, uh, right. don't do this. Also, God, you talking to the slaves would cause so much suspicion. I mean, you could maybe get away with it, but you really would have to be subtle. If people saw you doing it, it'd be so weird. All right. That. Again, Weirder. our character DM question, that is right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Weirder than a pink elephant in a nappy full of backgammon pieces with wings. Oh, the gammon pieces have wings now. <laughs> and they're made of ah. gammon. Ah. I'm going to take another shot. Fuck it. <laughs> Roll save. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> you are you're holding it fine, but you this can, is genuinely the best but, I've ever held but my it, Like this, this far into drinking them, although you're you're keeping your mind together, this this reality is now looking more real than actual reality, which is starting, oh which is starting to fade to a kind of ghostly quality. <laughs> well, I mean, this is um, this is at least good to know that it's effective if we do you appear to be a backgammon piece and I'm not sure how to take this information (laughs) (laughs) she sort of just stares at her Leah Leah at this point oh yeah and she just sort of falls forward onto the table I try and catch her head you catch her before she smacks herself and then sort of lower her down she just starts snoring (laughs) Leah went away no she's still there she's just not as conscious as she once was (laughs) <laughs> oh, gone. She's she's here. She's fine. Look, gone. Leah does Stop actually, saying Leah's gone when do, I'm tripping balls. <laughs> you do actually see that Leah Leah seems to phase a little bit out of reality in the way that Corzin has. Uh, like you 
sc- uh, fighty and scam pop. Do I think she's faded away? <laughs> she hasn't faded away. She's just she's just become a little ghostly, like the like the like the rest of the bar. Is Leah still alive, Corzin? Yes. Okay, Says the ghostly good. form of Corzin. Lovely. <laughs> Excellent. Right. What? what what were we talking about? Okay, so we. I don't know about you. I'm, I am bi- busy having playing cards with these elephants. We attempt to uh, to get as many slaves who, uh, who uh, as we can to uh, accompany us out of there. Yes. How do we do this? Well, it seems like the uh, the easiest way to get the uh, the slaves out would be, as we say, uh, to get them. Into the uh, the carriages in the um, in the stables, and then ride those carriages out. The now, problem not... remains getting them there in the first place. Is there a place that they sleep? Is there a slave quarters that we could at yes. least talk to some of them, or you could maybe talk to some of them if we one give you a big bribe? Maybe um, one moment. Sorry, guys. I, I fold this hand. I'll come back. Fighty steps out <laughs> from the from the table where the pink winged elephants are playing cards. Okay, have we I come to next rooms over? So they guys got a hat now. Yeah, it's a tricorn like causes. I'm so sorry I, that I cannot see all of this. It's amazing. Causes, <laughs> it's got a tricorn like you. Although you don't have anyone anymore. It's a you're a backgammon piece. That, that, oh, fuck it. <laughs> Fighty <laughs> <laughs> uh, brings you down uh, a few doors down the hall to uh, another chamber. Another one of these chambers is here. Okay, so here, still on the first floor, um, we've got. They've got. They've taken one room and made it the quarters for their body slaves, the ones who do all of the dressing and uh, undressing. And washing and Oh, sun. there are a lot of naked people in here all of a sudden. Oh, yes. Oh, sorry. That was... Oh, like, no, oh. just avert your eyes, child. It's fine. What's <laughs> that bit for? Oh, <laughs> that is a backgammon piece where their dick should be. Huh. Well. Oh, uh, good. Um, <laughs> it's a giant So this is the slave piece. quarters. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. This is... It, normally, they wouldn't mm, put... I, I think Normally, this is reserved for a really high ranked people uh, but the Hanalis just took over four rooms they decided to put all of their body slaves in here well, when actually. they're not being used so that they're close at hand. So these are just the body slaves these are not yes. all of the slaves. You see if... 20 naked figures with backgammon pieces where all of their private parts are. <laughs> if, we, if we focus on the body slaves though they aren't even going to be able to dress themselves to come after us so that's not actually a bad thought. I mean they are Fucking stupid, darling. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, also, it'll be the more humiliating thing that they won't want people to know about. It will be really funny as well. It'll well, be really, admittedly. really funny. But but the... also, the body slaves might be quite close to them, and might yeah. have been brainwashed enough not to want to leave. Are there any that are less close to them that look more unhappy, more sort of um, lower duty? Yes. Although while I'm here, if you come back out into the hall and leads you down to the bo- to the uh, to the end of the hall near where Malaquis's room is, in here, and he points to a door which is opposite and opens it up, and you see there's a longer set. This is where I think they've set up their their guard people, um, orcs and humans. And you see 
now there are just sort of weird uh, now these sort of muscular looking orcs and humans carrying uh, uh, car uh with swords and black uh sort of leather armor and again giant backgammon pieces where their private parts should be uh, even though they're not now naked <laughs> they're not now naked <laughs> they're, they're just, just on top there. of the Great. yeah uh they are just pressing like you can see them pressing through the black leather um these giant backgammon pieces <laughs> <laughs> and you count 15 of those man but if we go downstairs, okay, so this is going to be a bit of a trip, and he takes you downstairs and jogs, it, and weirdly, although you can kind of partially also very faintly see him sitting in place, you can also see that all three of you are now jogging, chased by a bunch of, um, uh, by a bunch of very small pink elephants uh, who are flying after you. Uh, he takes you down into the grand lobby. Where it, which is just full of pink elephants having a party, eating backgammon pieces with hats on. Uh, <laughs> because of and course. Through a series, and through then through a narrow corridor that takes you round uh, past the stairs that you would use to get to the king, and all the way down past the courtier apartments and the prince's apartment. And he basically leads you into the southern wing, where I'm going through a whole series of corridors. Uh, he leads you to where the kitchens are. So they've put about um, 15 of them working with the cooks here. And he points and there are now just 15 halflings wearing chef's hats. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're naked. They have backgammon pieces <laughs> for dicks. And they're the, uh, the lowest down ones. Yeah. Yes, they're just sleeping in the kitchen. And I which don't has mean the... because they're small, I mean because they're low rank. Some of them are also small, but yes. <laughs> uh, but also they have the, any gestures, and you can see there is a, a an archway over a, a heavy door marked with symbols in old dwarven runes. Mm. Uh, that's the door where they come in and out of, though. Uh, but there's also a large number of windows. The windows here are smaller and less impressive than they would be elsewhere, uh, because and this uh, this is one of the few not really decorated parts of the palace because mm. it's not where nice people go. Uh, but you can see there are windows that uh, are quite set fairly high up that uh, that let light into the room, and there is a huge there are there are. There are seven huge ovens with matching huge chimneys mm -hmm. uh, going up as well. Right. And there's also access to a sort of cellar door where the, where, where barrels are kept. Okay. Are the windows big enough to fit people through? <laughs> That's uh, the question. They are, actually. They are wide enough that it would be a little bit of a squeeze uh, for you. Not for... Uh, it would be a squeeze, a little bit of a squeeze for you. It would be very easy for Corzin. It would be almost impossible for Reginald, your uh, your flying pink elephant companion. Um, <laughs> Reginald trusses his arms. I don't think I could get through that. <laughs> well, we can't do it without Reginald. This is a real this problem. Is, this is an issue. Reggie, give me a hug. <laughs> oh, come here. Is it a good hug? It's a good hug. Yay. He pats you on the back. You know, I don't think I could have gotten through the forest of me and me without you guys. I know. I don't know what I would have done without you, Reggie. It was a long way. Mm. We would never have survived that shipwreck without you. We would, no. We're very lucky. Causing face parts his tricorn off. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. <laughs> so, it's either... I don't think we should go for the guard, because I think they'll be quite dedicated. I think the cooks, yeah. or maybe the body slaves my brain... The body slaves are funnier, because then the Hanalis won't be able to get dressed, which is really, really funny. But They'll find a way. They'll be servants. That's true. But like the king will have servants. <laughs> the cooks feel maybe like they're the lowest ranked and they'll be the least happy. It's also the most humiliating thing for them and the thing that they're probably not going to want uh, advertised, which helps What, the cooks us. or the body slaves, darling? No, the, the, the Hanalis themselves, if we take the body slaves um, and they can't dress themselves properly for uh, any longer, that's going to be exceedingly embarrassing for them and they're probably going to um, have to spend a, uh, a large amount of time trying to hush this all up. He makes a I'm good not point. sure they would. Is that I Reginald? Reginald. <laughs> I'm not sure they'll find it embarrassing that they can't dress themselves. They might I'd not give say a shit. It's a mark of pride. I'm so rich I don't need to know how. True. And I mean, I'm not sure we should listen to the opinions of a talking tricorn on the head of a pink elephant, to be honest. No. I just feel a bit funny about that. It sounds like causing, but I'm not sure I <laughs> I don't trust it. Okay, no, it's definitely still me. Because uh, you look like a tricorn with eyes and hands. Uh, just saying. Because like, can we have some orange juice over here, please? <laughs> <laughs> Why would a tricorn want orange juice? That's fucking weird. It's for you, Where God are you going to put it? <laughs> Saints, damn it! <laughs> so... Maybe I I I just think the cooks are going to be a bit less close to them. The body yeah. slaves might be a bit brainwashed and actually sort of friendly with them. The cooks I think won't give a shit and might actually just want to leave. Or we could try and put the message out to both the cooks and the body slaves and see who takes it. I think the message would just be, you know, something like if you want another option, meet us at the carriages at this time. Yeah. All right. What does um, Reginald maybe... think about it? Reginald? I think it's I think it's quite a sensible plan. Uh, the trick will be getting making sure that you uh, can get the. Uh, I think once you get the carriages out, I mean those carriages seem pretty big. You might only need a. Um, you might only need three of them to fit uh, to fit people in if you pack them neatly. Um, oh, especially if you use them in the, in the carrot luggage department. What if we like stack them? Yes, you might need to stack them. Okay. Um, look, he picks one, one of the halflings up and inverts him, stacks them on the other. You see, they'll, they'll just sit together like that. Tessellating halflings. <laughs> <laughs> well, halflings. As long as must, they keep still, I'm they sure must it'll be stacked be or they'll be very upset. So, <laughs> yes. Because just looks at you like, what? Oh. <laughs> We stack them up in the carriages, and then we ride away, and nobody will know that we're gone. The end. If we can get, I take another shot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a nine. That's my. You're finally actually drunk as well as as well as high. Good, excellent. (laughs) If we can get word to the people who definitely want to get away then they can pass word to anyone they know might want to yeah fighty that's true actually yeah i'm gonna say this again to you and you're not you know winged but um could you find the unhappiest looking slave and take a message to them so that they can pass it on unhappiest 
slave. He points to one of the halfling cooks who has a very big frown. Okay. Um, I, d- I haven't worked out the details of it yet, so don't write anything else down. Not okay. Stop he d- writing. He, he takes the... <laughs> he, he removes the, the glowing pink quill from the giant piece of paper that has appeared. So... Maybe don't write anything down. Yeah, maybe just don't write anything yet, but we'll, we'll come back to this. Okay. Worry. So, if we Hold get five... Hold this to you... me, Reginald, of course. From yeah. Corson's perspective, is he just miming nothing? Yes, he's miming <laughs> writing on the table. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Reginald. You've been very helpful. Um, That's right. As ever. So, we get the Hanalis drunk on gnomish brandy quite late at night. We're going to need a While big they're supply of gnomish drunk, brandy. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, we can buy some. You know, we've got money. We'll, we'll get them drunk on gnomish brandy so that they're hallucinating all over the place, causing chaos. Everything goes mental. While that's happening, we come in through the roof, get the papers, go back out through the roof. Then, after a bit of getting drunk on Nameless Brandy, they'll probably fall asleep. Say about three or four in the morning. Oh, we go around the sides, get the carriages, get the, get the slaves, and then leave. How does that sound for a plan, Reginald? What do you think? I think that sounds like a very good plan. Now, while that's happening, do you want me to uh, do you want me to uh, to cause a distraction like we did back in uh, uh, like we did be- uh, back in Anwin's uh, palace? I could set. Yes. 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 Okay. I don't know where I'm going to find that much uh, ch- liquid chocolate, but I'm sure I can manage. Good. <laughs> you're a you're a saint, Reginald. You are. You are everything, Reginald. I don't know what I did before you. I can't imagine my life without you. I take another shot. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be so sad when so Reginald goes away. We're gonna be so upset. <laughs> Guys, oh, that's um, our come. That's our come down, isn't it? Reginald going away. We're just crying about this like a pink elephant at like four in the morning. Um, that is a ten for my con save. Disadvantage in all skill checks and attacks. Excellent. <laughs> fan artist's best of luck. That's all I can say. Oh, have so much for please, somebody fan artist. It'd be so good. Just check how how fight he's doing. I mean, I want to draw Reginald. I want to draw Reginald. Reginald's great. Fighty takes his two last things. Right. Ah, my last contribution is that we should wrench all of this again in the morning. Let's have breakfast together here. Fantastic. With no brandy. That seems like a great idea. No brandy, not no brandy. And he falls forward into <laughs> no it. Brandy! And he falls forward into a plate full of pancakes. <laughs> okay. Um... Oh, where do the pancakes come from? At this point, <laughs> the reality starts to shake and shiver a little bit around you and there are occasional cracks that appear in the walls and then are promptly filled with tricorns. It takes a few moments before things stabilise. It's getting a bit scary oh. now. Jason, <laughs> would lesser restoration cure them of this? Would cause an Potentially. You, I mean, uh, yeah, we do know that that the less restoration. You can certainly try us. That I'll say. I'll, you can certainly. All right, try. I'm going to attempt Aww. to cast lesser restoration, lesser restoration on Scamp, Celestia, and Leah. You can do it on multiple people. Well, I, I can use the spell slots. Okay, yeah, if you want. I mean, we're not doing anything else. Yeah, today. so you, yeah. this you touch Scamp. Yeah, it's and just suddenly... a level one spell slot, I think. Even though uh, it's level, it's level two, two, two. Oh, okay, yeah, it doesn't matter. I've, 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 I've okay. got enough. You touch uh, Scamp. Okay, I'm going to start with Scamp. Yeah. 
You've, you see the the uh, ambivalent octopus sort of slithers onto their shoulders, and Jen sort of inserts, uh, puts one of the uh, puts one of the um, uh, what's something called tentacles uh, along their th- th- uh, along their sort of cheek and neck, and you can feel uh, and you see the suckers just seem to suck. Can the scabs Stamp. see this because they're no. tripping? No, not they're not tripping on the right stuff. Ah. Um, uh, but the scamp, you do feel watch as suddenly around you everything seems to become inky and black ah. for a moment and then pff, coalesces back into the real world. You are sober and no longer hallucinating. Uh, Celestia, hey, you, you see, did magic on me. You see scamp. Poke Causen <laughs> and cast greater invisibility. Yeah. You see scamp. <laughs> Causen's invisible now. <laughs> almost at, you see scamp wink almost entirely out of existence and scamp yeah. and, and Causen wink entirely out of existence. Okay, well, where have you two gone? No, I'm still here. I'm still here. It's just you in this in this palace now. Where is everyone? Full of naked halflings with chef's hats and and giant backgammon pieces uh, where where their private parts should be. The walls are cracked and filled with increasingly multiplying tricorns. Reginald looks around. I think. uh, I think this is where we might have to say farewell for now. I need to get back to the Charlotte's regret. Stuff's getting weird. It's all right. Quickly. He points. Oh, no. He points. Go home. There. There it is. Uh, Race uh, with me. Let's get to the yeah. regret. <laughs> Captain Brandy's like, come aboard. Come aboard. Oh. We need to set sail now. At which point. Oh, uh, go. <laughs> Causing lightly just sort of taps it on the face like, hey, 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 hey. Back in the room. You back in the room. You what? step onto the regret, uh, Brandy, uh, Brandy V, everyone there. I assume Brandy Apple, slaps me on the yeah, side of the face. Apple Blossom, uh, Watcher Wheels, Hedwig Solder, everybody from the regret. And Brandy comes and goes, hey, hey, you need to wake up. Slaps you on the cheek and you're back oh. in, the, in the room. Have you, have you uh, cast Restoration yes. on me or am I still pissed? Yeah. And yes, the I last have. thing you see, but he is invisible. Yeah, the last <laughs> thing you can see is just in front of you before everything fades. Reginald sadly uh, raises a paw in farewell. Oh, oh, oh no! So inside it's out, fucking inside out. This is so <laughs> sad. Oh god. Um, C- Celestia starts crying a little bit and says, "Well, Brandy's dead, and so is Reginald." So, <laughs> who the hell is oh, Reginald? Reginald. <laughs> I also um, cast Lester Restoration yeah. on, uh, on on Leah. <laughs> okay, Leah is still asleep, yeah, <laughs> but it's going to avoid the hangover when she wakes up. Um, Brandy's definitely dead, isn't he? That definitely. Yes. Okay, right. Just just checking. So. Yeah. Says a says a voice just out of the air Ooh. in front of you, Celestia. Well, I suppose. <laughs> Gordon, are you even there? Am I still tripping? What is yeah, happening? Yeah, I, I sort of touch her on the shoulder, like, yeah, this is me. I'm here. Ah, don't, don't touch me out of nowhere. Oh, just too many drugs. Sorry, Scamp made me invisible. I. <laughs> I half meant to. Am I still hallucinating? <laughs> no. I... This is normal for us. Okay, I'm just going to close my eyes until I remember that Brandy's actually dead, because that was really bad. Whew. Uh... I'm, I'm going to um, say now. Um, I hope that was feckin' enlightening for all of you. Oh, shut up. <laughs> but, Don't be like, oh, I'm going to use this as a teaching moment. Fuck you. Ah. But if you're very, very um, uh, lucky, I will actually get you a, um, 
a, a chaser of just regular alcohol to follow this, and we can um, end this night slightly productively. If I'm very lucky, are you my fucking parent now? Oh, if you're lucky, you can have a drink. I'm a Causin's the designated adult. adult. No, no, I like. Not tonight, you're not. <laughs> Causin's designated adult tonight. You're a, you're bloody lucky you can't see what my face is doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky you didn't see the whole regret still intact. That was fucking shit. Uh, <sighs> can't say I envy you that, but... Can't say I'm uh, surprised either. So, this plan. Well, so long as uh, you leave out the um, uh, the mention of um, pink elephants and backgammon pieces, I think we've actually got the workings of a fairly decent one, assuming that um, uh, Fighty can be relied upon. <laughs> I mean, probably when he's sober. We're, we're going to meet him for breakfast and talk then, I think. Yeah. But if we catch him sober, he'll... You know, he's good at stuff. Yes. He uh, seemed to know who the unhappiest slave was, which I think is the important thing, because frankly, they can vet people for us. They'll know who wants to leave. Whereas yeah. we don't, because we don't know any of them. But if he picks the one that's not happy and he talks to all the other ones that aren't happy... That's true. That could actually work pretty nicely. Yeah. It's a good start. Yeah. Because then if, you know, if we end up with 30 people, great. If we end up with five people, at least it's all people who want to come, you know? Another thing yes. we should probably ask him in the morning is um, how many, I assume it isn't just Ebengard there, how many regular members of the, uh, uh, the army are there to guard the king and his rooms? Was this already discussed, and are they just employing mercenaries of Edengard? Because I, I, will actually, I, felt I will like say that this, this has been, yeah, this is what had been covered. I think it was a couple uh, of episodes. Oh, okay, I, I it was covered. So it, no, it, it, was actually, it was a while ago, so I'm not just, sure either. But yeah, the, it was discussed that the uh, regular the regular army had been largely pulled out, uh, and it is primarily the Edengard. Uh, they have oh. a long track. You've heard that they have a long track record of successfully protecting the king and. Uh, and des- uh, 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 and so it's they have been afforded the honor of being his permanent guard. Okay, that, well that works. So we're just talking Evan Guard. Right. I say just Evan Guard. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a it's, thing. It's fine. There's only a hundred of them in the house. Well, look, we... <laughs> if it's the Evan Guard, then they're a known quantity. True. Fair to say. And I just well yes yeah I, I yes it is known yeah. but they're also fucking terrifying and if we can avoid fighting more than four of them we really should because we won't win well all right I I don't say that lightly I don't underestimate us either I know that we're quite good at stuff these days but they are really really highly trained there there's still only three of us <laughs> yeah and they have really good armor and you know. I get the impression that they're trained especially, especially to deal with people like us. What was that? I said, I get the impression from what you said that they're trained specially to deal with people like us. Because it's not necessarily armies that you're dealing with down in the Underdark, is it? It's assassination attempts, you know, vying for yeah, I mean, political it's... power. They're, that does go on in the Underdark, but to be honest, they're not usually employed in the Underdark. In fact, they're never employed in the Underdark. It's a whole thing. Um, they're Why? always employed by surface. Well, um, 
the other drow would very much frown upon their existence. Oh. But they it's, uh, they don't know about it then? No, my mother keeps that a big secret. Impressive that she managed to. I mean... Well, yeah. you don't exactly like surface folk, do you? I suppose. No. And also, there aren't that many of us, is the thing. There aren't that many drow. So, you know, the, the training is seven years long, and um, not everyone gets through it. Survives so, it, do you mean? Yeah. So, the thing is, because there aren't that many of us, um, are kind of quite protective of each other, and killing and torturing lots of drow is something that would be generally frowned upon. Right. Mm. So, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah. My Balance must be maintained, appetized. I suppose. Yeah. Well. Well, that's useful to know. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it could be helpful. I don't know how we'd use that information exactly, but... Yeah. Well, you know, if I were uh, a more... Um, more of a... <laughs> if you'll forgive the term of a piratical bent... I might uh, mm. consider um, uh, capturing the Hanarlis and holding them to ransom. For what? Well, they're uh, from a re very rich family, aren't they? True, could get lots of money for the revolution that way. Hmm. So the Hanarlis know their existence? Of the. I suppose they must now. Or at least those two do. Hmm. Although those two, I mean, I know it sounds like I'm being really mean about the Hanalis, but I don't really think they'd give a shit, or maybe even think anything of it. Oh, some drow soldiers are guarding the castle. How nice, you know? No, like, oh. I don't. I don't honestly think their thought process would go that far along past that, especially because you know they're they're the youngest Hanalis. The Hanalis have this whole thing in their family, so for the first hundred years, you're sort of allowed to party really hard and go around the world and do all the frilly shit and take all the drugs and drink all the stuff and then after that you're sort of brought home and you have to work a bit. So they're they're only like 40, the pair of them, I've met them. Right. And they'll be in the getting pissed and going around the world and not really giving a shit phase, so they're not going to... Even if they think, oh that's a bit weird that the guards are drow, they're not really going to do anything about it because they're too busy getting pissed Oh, there are some nobles up here that do a similar thing. They call it the Grand Tour. The Grand Tour uh, sounds about right, but like picture it a lot longer, obviously, because elves. Yeah. But um, but yeah, like I, I don't really think that it would be a problem for my mother that the youngest Hanalis know. Even if the older Hanalis uh, uh. knew, they they're a family. They have a lot of mines. They're very rich, very frilly, but they're not really. They're they not people you, political you worry clout. about upsetting. No, the and they're a bit lower down than us, and they don't really have much influence, and, you know, it, they wouldn't be the people that we'd be really worried about them knowing. Right. Well, um, it would be preferable for them to not, from my mother's point of view. But, yeah. And if any of them had to know, then the youngest ones aren't a terrible choice, because, like I say, they won't pass it on, really. Well, I'll leave this up to you. But if you wanted to perhaps mention to Savat that the Hanalis could be used as pawns or bargaining chips if they could be kidnapped, then... I nearly did to match this in that time, you remember, by the fire. Yeah. 
Because the thing is, their family is a lot less guarded than mine. And he's a person who'd have the ways and means. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't hurt. But then they'd probably ask us to do it. <laughs> and I'm not sure we could pull that off. <laughs> not after what we're going yeah. to do, no. No, I think... Not with that many... Yeah. Although, you might make a suggestion, they might listen to you. Yeah, coming from you. Mm-hmm. True. I'll tell them. They won't hurt. And also, the thought of them being taken ransom is quite funny, which I know is terrible, but it is. It's a little bit nah, funny. Nah, that's fine. Because they'd be useless. <laughs> they'd be so scared and just rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be sort of great. Um. Again, from what you said, and please don't take this the wrong way, Celestia, uh, the mm -hmm. thought of um, several drow being up for ransom is not anything I think that uh, a lot of people are going to lose sleep over. No, particularly not the Hanalis. Mm. Their parents would probably pay, though. Yeah, well, it's embarrassing, if nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, well, that is embarrassing. It's like, if you can't be seen to afford to pay the ransom of your uh, offspring, then, you know, how much money do you really have? Yeah, very true. And you've got that whole drow the best thing. If they were taken captive by humans or halflings... It would be expected that they would want them back. Yeah. And probably quite frowned upon if they didn't make any effort. Also, if it uh, got out that um, half their slaves revolted... Mm. We could put the Hanalis in quite a bad position. It could be very funny. Yeah. <laughs> well. I'll, something I'll to bear in mind. I'll uh, talk to Savat. At least let him know that that's an option. Yeah. yeah. Maybe even for later while they're on the road, you know? Yeah. It might be better not to take them while they're in the palace, but they could wait till they leave. Yep. Or if the palace falls, if eventually. If the palace falls, that's true. Because mm. I, I don't imagine the Hanalis would stay there that long. They travel and party, you know? They get bored. Well, presumably the whole reason they're there in the first place is the prestige of staying with royalty. Yeah, very much. They're all about prestige. But no actual, you know... Well, the longer that Political this... influence or thought. They just want the sort of pomp of it, you know? Well, the longer that this situation oh. goes on, the less prestigious the royalty are going to be because the less actual... Well, means of being royalty they will have. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's... I mean, every first-year philosophy student at the uh, university has probably had the uh, the whole thing of, well, I have exactly the same authority as the king, but I just don't have as many people who believe it. It's exactly what nobility is, darling. Yeah. It's an elaborate lie that you tell really well for your entire life. And if enough people believe it, it's really hard to, you know... And upon which society is based. Anyway, we're getting off topic. The yeah, the point is people are stopping to believe it. Yes. Here. Yeah, it's really interesting. And I think there's nothing more frightening to the nobility. Yeah, I suppose. All right. Well, I, I think I, we I, have a plan. Yeah, and I think we'd um, better for uh, the sake of... Um, well, for the sake of uh, fighting, not uh, burning the place down, get him to a room along with the rest of us. Yeah. 
Yeah. Come on, I'll carry him. Gonna... I you know, pick him up. Sort of... Try and wake Clear yeah. up gingerly. Does she wake up? Fireman, Just... carry him. <laughs> we have to go, darling. Okay. I can carry you if you like. Gets up and put her lazily and drapes her arms around your shoulders. Take me home. Okay, come on. <laughs> you, um, I'll say that it costs you, um, four silver pieces for a room for Vitey. <laughs> okay, I'll pay that. And, yeah, and you take, uh, Leah back, <laughs> leave him a small written note of where to find you and take Leah back to the apartments mm-hmm. at the quarters. I just of sort of deposit her in bed and cover her up. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Night. I'll leave it. And we will pick up from there after these no doubt important messages. And now for a word from our friends over at the Roaring Trainers. Welcome to the Roaring Trainers, Canto in the Jazz Age, a real play, 5e, D&D podcast set in a 1920s Pokemon world. Follow Wesley, Sundoran, Atticus, and little Abby as they meet new friends, discover new Pokemon, and explore the landscape on their Pokemon journey. With mature themes, funny jokes, and sometimes dark storylines, the Roaring Trainers is a story for those of us who grew up on Pokemon and are looking for a Pokemon adventure that grew up with us. Follow them on Twitter and find them on any podcasting app by searching The Roaring Trainers. took everything from us, Abby. I don't know who they are. I know the Red Rocket, but I don't know what that means. I just, I gotta find out though. How am I supposed to beat all the gym leaders if I don't have any more Pokemon and if I can't win any battles? Fail more. The more you learn, the better you'll get. Everything in life is just an experience. It's all data. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Roaring Trainers, Kanto in the Jazz Age. Hello, Reginald here. If you like planning a good heist with good friends as much as I do, then you're sure to enjoy liking, rating, and subscribing to Flintlocks and Farbles. You can even leave a review at iTunes. And don't forget, it's free drinks for winged elephants. <laughs> and welcome back. You awaken surprisingly bereft of hangovers <laughs> to the chill and appropriately named date, given the light flurry outside of your window, merging with the grey sludge uh, of the streets, <laughs> the second of falling snow. Uh believe you've all returned to your uh, to the apartment in um, the courts of justice but uh-huh. early on in the morning there is a knock at the door and a very uh bloodhound uh, sort of eye like the blood uh, eye is bloodshot kind of hangdog there we go <laughs> forgot the phrase sort of featured fighty gubbinswick <laughs> it's shown in Top of the morning to you. And to your wonderful family as well. How are you doing? 
I'm actually fine, he says, dropping, <laughs> opening his eyes a bit. <laughs> How are you like us? this? Uh, years of practice, I'd imagine. <laughs> really years of practice, although please don't speak too loud. <laughs> <laughs> he says, wincing slightly. I've been with far too many uh, loud-speaking assholes when I've been uh, hungover to uh, uh, to even say that in jest. <laughs> I very much appreciate that because while I'm not as drunk as not, not as hungover as I appear, my head does still ache a little bit. Deep sympathies. Yeah, I, I woke up and uh, heard w- uh, ships rats squeaking too loud. No water. It's fine. He reaches into his into a satchel, pulls out some wine, and starts swigging it. The dog. We should probably find you some water. <laughs> <laughs> Corks it again. That seems fair. Uh, Leah's like, there's, there's a wash basin. Do you... Say no more. Heads over, just picks up the wash basin and just starts chugging. Can Skemp's bowl make water? Nope. Ah. Nope. Has <laughs> to be. Intoxicating substance and sweeters. Yep. Has sweeters? to be. Sweeters. 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 It has to either be intoxicated. It basically has to either harm your liver or put your pancreas at risk. Fair. It'll make you fat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just scrapes by on sweets because of the possibility of giving you diabetes. Excellent. <laughs> and because I asked. Yes. <laughs> and because you asked me to be modified. Uh, what was the date? It is the second of falling snow. Yes, it is. That's, um, uh, it... I've lost track of the date, but Scamp would have been keeping track. Yeah, as would. Can I have preemptively done some shopping? Can you can, because we, we had three days shopping? of we we had three days of uh, downtime, which we slightly skipped over. So no, what Corson would do is um, that there's actual um, snow falling right now. Is there? It mostly turns into a grey sludge as soon as it hits the ground, but yes. Okay, is there a place uh, where Corzin could um, acquire um, either some pristine snow or um, a place that was selling ice cream cones? Uh, Roll an investigation check. Uh, that's an eleven. You're able to find pristine snow. Uh, in fact, there are, as, uh, uh, as the courts of justice are in a slightly better part of town, there are some enterprising urchins who have scraped it off rooftops <laughs> and are selling it uh, to richer children. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they have some snow instead of uh, instead of muck, uh, and you're able to buy a. A hearty helping of you have to buy it. Yeah, you're, you're able to buy a hearty helping of muck for of not muck snow of actually white snow for two copper pieces. Right, the same as a normal uh, as what a uh, uh, about a, uh, uh, the same as what a loaf of bread would call would cost in normal times and actually a third of the current price. Right. Okay. <laughs> he's also well. In, in that case, then he's going to get a bowl. Uh. Uh, and he is going to uh, purchase some uh, virgin snow, as it were. Um, yeah, drizzle some uh, uh, <laughs> some rum it. on it. Uh, Ooh, oh. And then present it to Celestia as a birthday present with a spoon. <laughs> is this a birthday rum snow? Is that what you're doing? Well, uh... Just give it a taste, see what you think. 
I taste some. It tastes like ice with rum in it. This is the fucking greatest. Thank you. This is the best birthday present. I <laughs> eat my rum slush for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would this be more like breakfast. a rum slush puppy, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Very much. Um, if we're like retconning so yeah, I could yeah. have been shopping previously. Yeah, <laughs> we are. Uh, I want to try and find a jewellery shop. Two days earlier. Sells. Yes. Uh, you fi- uh, you uh, roll me an investigation check. Um, oh dear. I will tide it because I'm doing nothing else on this pretend day. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's an 18. Okay. Um... Well, like a, I'm gonna flip it just to just so I remember. Uh, but yes, uh, with your, how are you looking when you go out? Is the first question as ever. Uh, asking around. No, I mean, how are you looking? Oh, how? Uh, oh, how do you I how look? You, how do you Rather look? The that, with, sorry, uh, in the poor English like, with the hood up, but okay. not the beard. Okay, um, you are turned away from a couple of establishments when they seem to twig uh, what you are. However, you do find a, re, a, a, a nicer sort of jewelers uh, in the uh, section in the same sort of higher class section of the city you're in, not too far from the Mirrored Gate. Uh, there is a there is a halfling, uh, kind of elderly-looking halfling woman with bottle glass, uh, with sort of you know bottle a uh, bottle cap. Uh, bo- milk bottle glasses there we go I forgot the actual term uh, who peers up uh, through the recording that's seeing you yes ah uh, yes young young man sure <laughs> squints uh, what can I yes jewellery yes yes Yes. Yes. <laughs> what was that? Glory, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the um, ultimate NPC in D&D. Glory, yes. Speaking halfling, obviously. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Well, you, uh, you've come to the right, right um, place. Place. Yes. 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 That's that's the that's the word. Uh, you can't get better um, than. Uh, uh, the nerd did 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Berry Bimbleberry's jewelers. Berry yeah. high. Yes. Um, uh, and toy makers. Yeah. Okay. You, you can um, see there are actually a number of weirdly ooh, like toys. jeweled toys, and as well as I some get normal toys. For a whole minute, staring. <laughs> oh. Um. Do you have any jewelry shaped like snowflakes? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, we do. Um, uh, 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 come over to here. Yes, there. Uh, and she leads you and kind of... How is this person running a shop? I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> Are they okay? <laughs> Presumably they no. have more competent, younger... Um... <laughs> staff members <laughs> sorry do carry on uh, no they, they don't appear to have any more competent younger uh, staff members um <laughs> Rolla, just give me just give me a perception check however um 
five. Yeah, no, no competent staff members or anything else. Uh, but they do lead you slightly doddering over towards a cabinet, uh, and they give it, uh, and they show you that there are a variety uh, that there are a variety of necklaces there, uh, including one which is made of silver, uh, and which it has what appears. Again, I think I might actually ask you. I might have to ask you for for an intelligence. No, for a perception check. This would be perception. Uh... Oh, natural twenty. Nice. <laughs> uh, these are which is studded. Uh, which this uh, particular snowflake flake is uh, silver with uh, brightly polished lead crystal. Uh, rather, rather than diamonds, as someone else, uh, someone might mistakenly think they are, uh, but which do, does shine very brightly. Oh, it's pretty. Yes, quite so. Very pretty. Oh, um, you probably be looking to b- b- buy it. Um, yes. 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 Oh, well, uh, something like that. You'd be looking at it. Uh, uh, good uh, tw- tw- twenty-five uh, go- go- gold crowns. Um, uh, a bit of okay. my pencil, and she turns up and stuff. I'll get you. it. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll be here all day. <laughs> So I wish you could see what's going on at the end of this table because it's really this is like, I don't wish we were visual much, but this is an absolute car crash, and I really wish that you, you could witness it. <laughs> we can't see this either. I just point out. Yeah, this is true. Robbie and Sam can't see it either. So she yes, um, she reaches up and unsteadily unlocks this cabinet, and uh, with a shaking hand produces the. Uh, <laughs> this snowflake uh, um, necklace, and then it will be here to twenty-five. Here is twenty-five gold. Thank you. Uh, and, One, uh, two. Uh, oh, you're doing. You're not going to use the notes, okay? <laughs> you, oh, I've got notes. Uh, That's probably easier. Yes, yes. She and she does actually make out, uh, uh, take them. And go over to a, a stutter over towards a little uh, cash box, unlock it, and pre- and give you back five just physical gold pieces and a twenty uh, gold crown note for a fifty note that you pass her. So you, you get your tw- you 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 pay the money, and she says, oh, would, would, "Would you like this g- g- gift wrapped?" Yes. Uh, just the work of a m- moment. Do you like some help? Uh, no, 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 no. I, I've done this all my, my, my life. You <laughs> sit through half an hour as she places <laughs> it into a box, places the box inside a slightly larger box, perfumes oh, that box. No, it's that bit out. from my love, yeah. actually. <laughs> oh, puts a holly for a sprig in there. No! <laughs> Fakes a little bit of like no. sort of fake snow like substance, <laughs> sprays it with more perfume, puts it inside, <laughs> ah. and eventually hands you this ridiculously oversized box for a very small thing. Here you go. Thank you! Thank you very much. Please come again. Yes. <laughs> oh dear. 
Bloody hell. Sometimes my favourite NPCs are the ones that are just like, well, there's this person in this shop, let's see what happens. Yep. (laughs) So good. Uh, I would also like to try and find the kitchen in the place we're staying. You do, much more easily. (laughs) And I would like to try and bake. Give me. Oh, I'm so excited! In the in the in the parlance of oh, third I've never edition, been this is, this, is this a craft or a profession check? Let's call this an intelligence check. Oh no! <laughs> this will go great. Oh, that's a twelve, so it could be worse. Okay, you do have to spend uh, two copper pieces. Well, actually, because of inflation, six copper pieces on acquiring the ingredients. Uh, from the local cook. Uh, what do you attempt to bake? A cake. Okay. A birthday cake. <laughs> you produce, as far as you can tell, and with a lot of uh, and with occasional words of uh, occasional words of assistance from some of the kitchen staff. What appears to be a pound cake. I would like to try and write happy birthday on it. Oh. Using the small amounts of powdered sugar that you have purchased to serve as, a, as icing, you. Give me another intelligence check because of your literacy. Please spell it wrong. <laughs> uh, that is a seven. Oh, I'm so happy. It's going to be spelt so okay. wrong. Okay. Uh, Celestia, you are presented with a dry sponge cake uh, reading uh, hate. Hey, Hap B, uh, H A P B Y, Bright Dia. Happy birthday! <laughs> this is one of the greatest things I've ever seen, and I love you very much. <laughs> Thank you. This is. Oh, as you should adorable. have told me, I'd have put candles on it. <laughs> <laughs> This is very sweet. <laughs> I made it myself. I can tell. <laughs> it's just that good. It's, <laughs> it is. It's incredible. It's a work of art. It's a masterpiece. Oh, you did pretty well <laughs> Show there. Show Leah. She likes art. <laughs> and uh, I got you this as well. What? It's huge. What is it? <laughs> Leah, who by this point has come in sort of toweling her hair off. And I said, oh, you, uh, is that a... A cake! Lovely, and yeah. my, that's a big present. I know, it's uh, pungent as well. <laughs> oh! I, I, don't, I don't know what it... There was a strange lady. This is... Man, there was a strange creature. I mean, this is literally the best birthday ever. A cake, snow rum, and a mysterious package that smells <laughs> a bit like farts. <laughs> this is the it best thing in the weird. world. It got weird! I love it very much. I assume it takes me a long time to unwrap. Oh yeah, like ages. laboriously unwrap it all the way down <laughs> to this very small box, which finally has the snowflake oh. uh, pendant inside. Well, this is beautiful. Cause you like snow. I do like snow. Thank you. I put it on immediately. I'm gonna give both of you a really awkward hug. And get a little bit emotional. <laughs> Aww. Nah. Uh, him would return it. <laughs> Leah, sort of. Roll a check for Leah to see if she's been paying attention to the date. She blinks. Oh, oh my! Of course, the date. I, 
it's it's fine. Don't worry. I wasn't expecting anything. <laughs> it's all right. You're here, and we're not in the underdark. Happy birthday to me. That's amazing. <laughs> Don't worry. Happy birthday, Stardust. Thanks. It's all right. I don't remember when mine is. Yours was the same day as Corzin's, which oh. is the 15th of... Well, now I feel bad for forgetting it. Um, it's the 15th of... Oh, God. Falling leaves. Falling leaves. That was me out of character forgetting what the months were rather than, <laughs> <laughs> than Celestia. Although it's quite <laughs> fitting that she might. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you, you two have a joint birthday now, remember? That's how that works. Yes. You chose your name, you chose your birthday, I guess. Well, yeah. this is my favourite birthday. There are mm. friends. There's cake. Um, it might be edible. Should we try some? Let's have cake for, <laughs> let's have cake for breakfast. Do make a constitution save. <laughs> you don't need to make a constitution No one needs to make a constitution save. There are, there are a couple of pieces of eggshell in there. Oh, it's crunchy. That's exciting. <laughs> it's um, quite dry. <laughs> But edible. Uh, I never really cooked much before. (laughs) Well, this is not bad at all for a first attempt. (laughs) Uh, By the way, sorry, skipping backwards two days in time, uh, Scamp, roll a d100. That's a 10. Oh, 14. 41. 41. 41. Okay, so... Uh, there... Bloody hell. So, just as you are about... As you've picked oh, up... Nice. Just as you have picked up this gigantic box with, like, box within box within box, matryoshka style huh. from uh, from Berry Bimblebree, uh, and she's going, oh, yes, good, good luck, and I hope this received well, and she turns away, and just as you do so, you feel a strangeness within you, and everything just wink, and everything... Well, nothing happens for you, as far as you can tell, except that suddenly you're on the floor. And there's a large uh, box on top of you, and the bottle uh, and the milk bottle um, uh, 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 glasses wearing half thing is is looking down and peering at you. Uh, yeah, you quite all right. It's it's just that you seem to turn into a small potted plant for a minute there. <laughs> oh no, not again. <laughs> Am I back to normal now? You're 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 back to normal when you when you hit the floor. There's no like discontinuity for you. You're just standing, turning to leave, and then you're on the floor with it with this giant present on top. I just top love of how you. much she took it in her stride. Like, you seem to have turned into a potted plant for a minute. Just accept it. It's fine. That's normal. Um. That's a new one. <laughs> uh, are you normally more of a, of a fern or a full tree? Yes. <laughs> Perhaps I could. You would like something to go on your branches. 
That would be lovely. Oh, I have have some very nice uh, sort of uh, tinsel uh, type of uh, affairs. I would love some tinsel, please. Um, so it's not the tinsel that you get today because plastic hasn't been invented. Um, but she she does somehow attempt to sell you what is essentially a series of brightly coloured uh, white, green, and red uh, silk braids, which are clearly meant to go onto tree in a, trees in a tinsel-like fashion. Uh, which costs. I which, will wear them on my horns. Okay, it, co- it costs you because they are silk. It costs you um, ten gold pieces. Worth it. Okay. <laughs> yes. So not only is it have you just been handed this during this whole conversation, Scamp has been wearing just the, this weird silk tinsel around their horns. So while we're all eating cake, <laughs> and like sat around the table, I'm like, darling, don't get me wrong, I love it, but is there a reason? I gesture at the tinsel on the horns. <laughs> I was a potted plant, and the lady in the shop said it would look good. Now, were you hallucinating? Or... I don't. I don't think so. There was a there was a weird moment. Oh, one of those weird moments. Yeah, and there, I was a potted plant, apparently. <sighs> what? <laughs> That's a new one. Leah pauses, mouth uh, mouth full of cake. I mean, what? unicorns. This... That's all I'm going to say. I mean, this is weirder than unicorns. Yeah. Scamp it was really short. Scamp has magic, but it's a bit iffy. I was going to say iffy, and then I felt me temperamental at times. Right. Weird stuff happens. Did you say beard stuff happens? Weird stuff. Sometimes. Sometimes beards. No. No. She says, just... putting the spoon back in. <gasps> you. <laughs> Cheeky fucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Mm. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right, though, Scam. Beard stuff does happen sometimes. What was that <laughs> whole thing with the feathers? That was amazing. That was one of my favourite ones. They had a pink feather beard, briefly. It then there was that was time where you lost all your hair. I didn't like that one. That one was sad. <laughs> and then everybody went invisible that time. But I could do that on purpose now. Maybe that was like preparation. Maybe at some point you'll be able to turn all your enemies into potted plants. That would be amazing. Well, that would certainly solve a lot of arguments, wouldn't it? Mm. It would. Fuck you, I don't agree with you. Now you're a plant. Deal with it. Fighting (laughs) through mouthfuls of cake. I really wouldn't be a bit of the horticultural industry. What? I said it'd be really a boon for the horticultural industry. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> that is the weirdest angle you could have looked at that from. <laughs> well, I'll keep that in mind if if ever I have need of a retirement plan. <laughs> you know, I think all I really wanted on birthdays was to sit around a table and talk shit and eat cake with friends. This is actually ideal. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's nice. Yeah, like I said, I think when when you did uh, what you did for me. Um, <laughs> birthdays are important, and uh, yeah. it's good to be able to uh, spend them doing what you want to be doing. Yeah, this is much nicer. <laughs> well, from what you told me, um, your birthdays uh, involved below. I'm, I'm sure this is uh, 
a, a, a great improvement. Yeah, big improvement from, you know, somebody being sacrificed in your honour. <laughs> Seriously? Uh, yeah. Leah kind of looks down at the I was the a cleric cake. to be, darling. A special church service where lots of people died. And then usually I'd have to do something embarrassing in front of the whole family to, like, you know... I'm guessing it's not, oh, look, she's so clever she can play the harpsichord. No, it'd always be something I was rubbish at and I'd have to do it in front of everybody and it was just shit, really. And then there'd be a sort of stuffy dinner with people I didn't like and my mother would always tell me which one of them I had to talk to because politics and... I just... I know, don't get me wrong, I'm sure people have worse birthdays, they really do, but yeah, it was just sort of shit, and I didn't like anyone, and it was horrible. Sounds to me like it was a, a life where few choices you made were really yours, if you follow me. Yeah, again, people have it worse, they really do. Um, Doesn't mean that. that yours isn't valid. Yeah true but I feel bad moaning about not having a choice when there are people who are slaves Aww. it's not a good thing to be doing um, well none of us have to look very far to see people who are worse off than us but by the same token that doesn't mean that uh, the shit that we have to deal with doesn't matter it very much does I mean, we're the ones who have to deal with it, like it or no, and be it big or small. I suppose. Yeah. There's not one single person in this world whose day is going demonstrably shitter than everyone else, and they're the only person who's allowed to be upset about it. Hmm. Still. I mean, it's healthy to maintain perspective. Don't just get me wrong. moaning about not having a choice in front of somebody who used to be a slave just seems a bit shit. Thank you. So, yeah. Not doing that. Leave your small nod. But, um. Either but it way, it was thank pretty you. shit. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> All of it was pretty shit. It's nice not to be there. Let's never go there. Let's just never do that. I, don't get me wrong, but I look at Leah. I know things aren't ideal, but we're not there. And we're in the same room. That is definitely a, a silver lining. It's something to be celebrated, that's what it is. I agree. Yeah. Well, in short, before I start crying, this is the best birthday, thank you. Let's do a heist and not ruin it. <laughs> birthday heist. Goodness, I am lucky. <clears throat> Fighty kind of towels off his mouth. Hmm. Speaking of birthday heists, birthday heist. Sorry, a bit of cake still in my mouth there. Mm. <laughs> there we go. Speaking of birthday heists, uh, you want to, I vaguely recall that either you or Reginald needed me to deliver a message. <laughs> it was us. Don't uh, listen to what Reginald says. Don't insult Reginald in front of me. Reginald's very <laughs> important! Of course I'm going to listen to Reginald. But it was us who wanted the message. He just wanted oh, to play okay. cards. Yeah. Um, ah, shit, I owe him money. 
Oh, dear. Well, I suppose you'll take that up with him when you next see him. True, true. Um, anyway, yes, we need you to go to the least happy slave. You said you knew mm-hmm. which one it was. I think he was in the kitchens. The one that was naked wearing... Uh, I'm <laughs> sure I can find an unhappy slave in the, in the kitchens. Yes. And we need him to spread around... That at a certain time, what what time? Maybe like four in the morning. What do we think? Oh, I would that. say that's reasonable. Give him uh, enough yeah. time to get good and proper drunk. Yeah. So tell him mm-hmm. to spread to all the other slaves who are also unhappy that if they want another option, um, as in to not be where they are right now, mm-hmm. meet us at the car- meet some people at the carriages. At four in the morning. Okay. Carriages. 4 a.m. 4 a.m. If they're looking to get out. Yeah. Alright. I assume he'll know better than us which ones want to go. But, um... Yeah, other than that... I suppose we need you to get the Hernali's pistol, Nomish Brandy. Basically. Alright. The Hanales and a few other people. <clears throat> if we bought you some Gnomish brandy, could you do that? I find it I consider it a pint of pride that I can get into a fight or a drinking contest or a dressmaking contest with anyone I choose. <laughs> that is an impressive skill set. Can you do them all at once? I tried. I lost. Oh, Dare I ask who whiz? Or to whom? Was it Reginald? Reginald. Huh. Now that you remember, now that I think about it, I'm sure Reginald was there, actually. But Reginald no, I wasn't... Everywhere. It wasn't uh, <laughs> It wasn't uh, him. No, of course, because Reginald was there with us when we were on the regret, and I remember he helped uh, hide me with the whole time when... No, this is hangover from the brandy, isn't it? Were you on the regret as well? I was staying as a as a passenger. Yeah, you remember? With a bit. No, uh, but I mean in the dream last night. I know that you were on the fucking regret when it was there in real life. I meant in the dream. Were you also there? I think I might have passed out by that point. Right. He had passed um, out by that point. It's just worse that it was I'm just, just remembering me. Reginald there and... No, Reginald definitely doesn't exist, does he? I don't say things like that. Sorry, no, Reginald, I'm sure Reginald exists, but I mean, I'm sure he wasn't actually that... Let's not worry about it. Yeah, I, th- oh. I think I need to stop, stop worrying about Reginald. It's making me feel weird. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, what were we talking about? Right, escape attempt 4am with, with the carriages. Yes. And get, I... the, get the Hanali's drunk. Okay, I am going drunk to need... Drunk and hallucinating. Drunk and hallucinating. I am going to need as much as you can get me, though. Okay, where do, we, do you know where to get that from in this town? Uh, try, just try the bars. Like, there's a lot of places that have uh, a bottle of the stuff, mm-hmm. just on the off chance someone's ever crazy enough to buy it. Uh, but you might have to just bar hop a bit and buy it up. Okay. But if we you can, can get that. me at least five bottles of the stuff, mm-hmm. I should be able to oh, do yeah. something. We should be able to do that. Yeah. But yeah, just as many of them as you can get tripping balls as possible. Cause yeah. chaos, make it worse while they're tripping, make the guards come and see if they're okay. 
sort of thing. Sure. Yeah. Obviously, don't get yourself you in cause. trouble, but just try and make the stupor worse if you can. Imagine yep. weird stuff. That don't get yourself in trouble any more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> that is an interesting bar not to clear. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Right. So. Birthday heist. Birthday heist. Sounds like the best birthday. Oh, it is. Um, That's odd. Birthday I'm heist over. indeed. Um, well, put it this way. If uh, if we play our cards right, you get to stick it to the Hanalis as well on your birthday. Oh, happy birthday to me. Happy <laughs> birthday to you, Stardust. I feel I should mention, just from listening to the, uh, to the bits of the... From what I can remember of the plan before I passed out and what you've just said. Mm. I'm not sure necessarily how useful I'd be inside, but I can drive a carriage. That'd be useful. Oh, that could be very helpful. If you can get me to the stables, then I can probably at least get some horses hitched and just be in wait for them. Okay. Maybe we should hide you in the stables at the start. What do you two think? I mean, we can. That doesn't sound bad. If uh, we if we found you a hiding place in the stables, we could go and get the papers. Hmm. You could stay there and get some horses hitched. She nods. And then we could leave with the slaves that come. And also, actually, you could be there for any slaves that come out early. Because if I was told to meet somebody at 4am, I wouldn't necessarily be there on the docks. I'd be there a bit early. Exactly. Just in case they yeah. were leaving at 4am, if I wanted to go, I'd be there sooner. Mm. Yeah. And that sounds smart. Well, between you and me, and she gestures to her... She doesn't roll back her sleeve, but she gestures to her forearm. I hide a flinch. Not very well. She gives you a slightly apologetic look. But not too apologetic. No, I um, <laughs> and they're they're willing to believe it. They'll, they'll then be more willing to believe that I am actually here to. Yeah, I'm looking at me. Yeah, in they're gonna bolt. That's a point. I mean, see you in the clothes that I'm going to put on. Yes, they are. That's a point, though. Um, I I'm sorry if this is a um, impertinent question to ask, but you mentioned loyalty tests, do they um, have them for slaves as well? Um, out of character DM, not that I know of. High ranking ones. Uh, more, and also it depends on the family, wouldn't it? Depend, it very much depends on the family. Uh, you know that uh, but they... Uh, it actually depends heavily on the family. As Hanali's to, no, I would say. Not as much. Like, there, there is a slight culture throughout... Uh, dra- there, there's a slight tendency throughout drag culture towards some mind games, but your family took it to an art. Yeah. Oh, I, I say to the others, um, I think with the Hanali's we wouldn't really have trouble with that sort of thing. I think the higher ranking ones that spend a lot of time with them, maybe, but... To be honest, bullshit loyalty tests were um, my family's thing. All right. Well, I, I mean, hope you understand why I had to ask. No, definitely, it's a, it's a very good question, but no, that's it's my family's gig. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a bit of it with all drow, but it, it's, they they really really go for it. Okay. That's one thing to not worry about then. Yeah, lower ranking slaves, we should be fine. Well, at least they won't be on their guard for that much, I suppose. Yeah. All right. No, I think um, 
If Leah, you can cover the uh, the stables for us, that's the best bet. She nods. Oh, all right then. Let's get me some brandy, and I'll go start doing my part. Fantastic. Um, don't get them pissed until like quite late. Okay, I'll stick to the we'll stick to the usual sparkling wine until uh, <laughs> later on in the evening. I'll break it out once the once the gambling starts. Yeah, like probably a good what, idea. What two or three in the morning? What do you two think? Yeah. 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 I mean, how the stuff lasts if they're yeah. Depends on a person. We could do with them being properly fucked between three and four. Really. Yeah. Properly fucked between three and four. I can. Do. I can manage that. If you can have them out like lights by four, that would be like incredible. I mean, put it this way: unless they're used to the stuff, you're going to clean up at the gambling. Hmm. They're probably going to think that their uh, cards are freaking pink elephants. Yeah. That'd be yeah. fun. <laughs> Getting out with the characters really does worry me. We're going to need charm spells and things. Yeah, we shouldn't use everything if we can avoid it. No, we've got to be careful. Alright. Uh, I mean, I've got my one where I can get a few people and that kind of thing. I've got a... Um... Uh, a couple of doses of the um, knockout poison. Mm, assuming that, that, be really good. that Drow are as um, susceptible to, uh, to that as anyone else. Mm. I've even got um, one uh, dose left of that cockatrice venom. Mm. That's not bad. Yeah. Um, Ooh. I can get four people with a charm spell if we have to. Me too, but it depends if I use con the confusing thing earlier on because that's quite yeah. big. I can also do the thing where I get really pretty and people do what I say. Is that what you do? Yeah. Is that why we do what you say? Well, not all of the time, presumably. Because <laughs> she's pretty. You know what I mean. Like <laughs> and stuff. Well, she is pretty. Ah. I blush horribly. <laughs> yeah, Coulson just sort of shrugs like, oh, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> That's why you're the leader. Because I'm... Today. I'm, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think I'm the leader most of the time. Wait, sure, the leader? I thought Coulson was the leader. I thought Corson was the leader. I thought, <laughs> Leah points out, I thought Scamp was the leader. She says, Leah, rolling her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe A good we'll... leader knows how to desi uh, designate. <laughs> or delegate, rather. I think you're going for the word delegate, darling. Have you had too much rum snow? <laughs> um, well, yes. possibly. Uh, <laughs> I had to... Uh, I had to uh, test it a little bit to make sure it was at least edible first. Obviously. Uh, I wouldn't expect you to do anything else. Thank you for putting yourself on the line like that for me. You're such a good friend. I'll sell that way lunchtime. <laughs> one request. If we get out of this alive, I would like to get very drunk with you all in the middle of the night and sing stupid songs because um, it's my birthday. <laughs> I think that <laughs> I sounds like a fine idea. To only if very we live to it, you know. But, um... That does yeah. sound like a fine idea. Oh, although one thing. Yes. If everything goes well and we do break out of there with 30 slaves. Oh, we will have 30 slaves. Where do we want to take them? We should maybe talk to Savat because maybe they could come here. Well, that's probably the best bet. 
I mean, they'd have, they'd have political asylum here, at least for the moment, and if any of them want to join us back on the Hesperidia... Or maybe we should take them straight to the Hesperidia, should we talk to your lot? I mean... Because your lot needs crew, don't they? We but it's too far. Do, but I'd have Not to... I'd ha- I could ride ahead with, uh, with the carriages and take them there. It would mean no. heading off on it's my too own. too far. No, no. Hate that. You, you can't be that far. Mm. Can we send to Not that I don't trust you, just putting you on your own is such a bad idea. That's, be with any of us. That's not a terrible idea, though. If we sent to Briggs yeah. and asked him to... And I could I could send to him... Maybe we should get the sending mage to do it, because then I don't have to use up a thing, although I suppose I could sleep before we do the heist, because it's going to be so late anyway. Mm. Maybe yeah, bring I mean, the mage to do it might be the best idea just to be safe. But yeah, we could send to Briggs and say maybe expect some people. True. Or ask or, him to send some outriders. That's what I was thinking. If we ask yeah. him to send some people up to to collect them. to collect them, we only need if they want to go. Well, yes, if they want to, but we'd only need to hold them here for a couple of days. That way. Well, worst case scenario, even if none of them want to go. It's still extra security for when we uh, ride back. Mm. Yeah, it won't hurt. I mean, I think... Frankly, I don't really see a scenario where none of the slaves want to get out. No, I mean, they don't want to go to the boat. Once they're out, we can't assume they're going to want to... Very true, but even if they don't don't want to be crew, it might be good for them to know that they have a safe place to go to to lie low for a couple of days. True. I think that's probably what we'd tell them first, and then if they get to the boat and want to stay, great. But I think let's, you know, they, they'll have just got out. They'll have no idea where they're going. They'll have no idea really where they are. And everything will be a bit strange, I think, if we just tell them we have a safe place, and then they yeah. can decide when they've had a couple of days to feel okay what they want yeah. to do. Yeah, some of these slaves are never because the thing going is, to have been free. If we hide them in the city, then... There might be a manhunt for them. The Hanales might send people. We might not win this war. Yeah. If the king wins, they're in trouble. Regardless, there's going to be plenty of people who are going to want to get out of this city before too long for one reason or another. uh, A ship that is... um, Heading away is a safe enough haven as any. Can we get them out the city? Well, if we have uh, Briggs's cooperation, I don't see why not. Well, because of the army outside. It's going to be hard. Well, that's a uh, problem to uh, to deal with when we come to it. No, but... that's not. Yeah. That's a problem to plan for. It's all very well setting slaves free if they then get caught by the army and taken straight back. That's bullshit. Well, there's too much um, uh, that can change between now and then. Like, we were planning on hitting the um, uh, the ammunition deposits, weren't we? Yeah. Not a bad time to get people out. Precisely. Well, while they're distracted. Yes. Yeah, Are you suggesting let's get we... them into the city. Yeah. Are you suggesting we could maybe hide them here, take out the ammunition and smuggle them out in the disturbance? Yeah. Could well do. That's not a bad idea, you know. If I we mean, could get them, if maybe we could hide them here, 
like in the courts of justice overnight can we get them to the courts of justice safely I have no idea well that's um, gonna have to be our first place we go after we've got them out of the palace pretty much it's getting through the gates and past the wall ah well if we um, enter through the right gates we've got um, uh, passports haven't we yeah well, we have, as military spies, not for a three or four carriages full of people. If I've got any magic left by that point, I can make that work. Yeah. <sighs> I suppose we get them out and we see what we can do. Or maybe it's best Again. not to take them into the city at all. Maybe it's best, out of like Leah said, to get them straight to the ship. Yes. Out of character clarification. <laughs> None of the gates are in the uh, the hands of the revolutionaries, then. Uh, the revolutionaries are holding the gates, but all of the ga- gates are blockaded by, by the, the uh, yeah right. by the royal. We might be okay, best so just still taking have to them get away. There. Yeah, I'm going to say this in character. We might be best just taking them away to the ship. Try not like not get them into the city at all, because if they get into the city, they might actually get stuck here as well. Hmm. Yeah. If, if we have we... thirty people with no papers or whatever, you know. If we ride straight the moment we leave, I could take them around. If you. I know you have to to deliver what you're trying to steal, but you could meet. That can if, wait until after. You could sneak. That can wait till the next day. Yeah, yeah, we can take the slaves first. Well, if we take the slaves, it's a it's a day and a half journey to delay if we're not on magical horses, which mm-hmm. we won't be. We'll have real horses, so that's more like three days. Plus thirty people, you're going to need provisions. Well, actually, I suppose maybe only. For maybe only two two and a half days if we come back on magical horses. But if we get Briggs to collect them, if we as long as we can get, it will take it will take a day and a half to get them to delay. But once they're there, Briggs will at least be able to shelter them. And then, in, assuming we ditch the carriages, take magical horses, we can get back in a day. That should bring us back. I don't know, maybe late on the fourth or early on the fifth. Okay. Um. So I guess it will depend on whether you guys want to... If we if we get them out in the carriages, it's whether you want to try and sneak back into the city, drop off whatever you're supposed to deliver, and then meet me outside the city with the carriages and continue on from there. What do you both think? You'd only be... I'd only be out of your sight for maybe an hour at most, and I'd be surrounded by 30, potentially 30 slaves. True. Uh... I guess to some degree we've got to play it by ear and just see how much fuss yeah. we make getting out. And let's see how we're doing on magic and that kind of thing, because if we don't have a way to get through the gate, it could be more difficult. Where outside the city would we meet you? Um, well, I would say the easiest place would be the river. Um, the river. If I, I can get to the, uh, to the river just beyond where the camps are on the uh, eastern side. So th- I'd be able to just wait there for you, and you'd be, and it shouldn't take too long for you to catch up with me. All right. Point, I don't suppose there's uh, any barges that are going down river, are there? I think a lot of things are being blocked. Just I think we'd struggle off here. Mm. Just a thought. No, good thought. Uh, mm. Normally, yeah. yes, but I think with all the traffic being blocked, we'd it it'd be really hard. Mm. Right, we have a plan. Yes. Let's. Let's be silly for a bit and rest up. Yeah, and, and send then, to Briggs. And send to Briggs. And then do that. 
So I think we can probably abstract sending to We abstract sending to the Briggs. Yeah. Uh, do you use the sending the mage? mage? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you send to Briggs. Just in case we don't sleep, I'd okay. like to keep my and spells, tell, really. And tell him to prepare. Uh, also abstracting things, roll an investigation check for me, please. Who? One of us? Uh, whoever wishes to. Me. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> can I assist? Uh, yeah, sure. Because uh, we'll say, if all, if the pair of you are doing this, this yeah. is you literally just combing the city for Nobis Brandy. Okay. I will do that with advantage. Yeah. Still a bit shit, you know. 15. 15. It's not bad. Uh, you do manage to find, after checking through several bars, five full bottles of Nomish brandy. It costs you 75 gold crowns. Okay. Um, should we just split it three ways? 25 each? Yep. Yep. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, but with you and Corzin both searching, you do manage to find uh, the necessary bottles and pass them off to uh, 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 to Fighty, who makes his way back towards the palace using his concertina of passports to yeah. <laughs> get through the gates. Uh, so you have much of the day to prepare to make to but to make any purchases, acquire any equipment. Uh, do uh, do anything else you'd like to prepare? I mean, all I want to do is get changed. Really. Okay. Uh, so um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get changed into um. I mean, I do this like last thing, obviously, but um, it's all black and red. Does it have crests on it? Did we discuss this? Uh, we discussed that the that the outfit itself does not bear the crest. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, oh, that could be really useful, actually. No, it couldn't. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, it's um, black and red sort of thing, big high collar, lots of velvet, very like dour and imposing looking. Yeah, quite mm. Dracula-y. And I braid my hair flat down to my head in a French plait. <laughs> oh. Um, bits of it. I don't like it. Yeah, bits of it keep pinging outwards, and I keep popping, <laughs> like poking them back in. Mm. Um, and yeah, take off the bandana, take my earring out. Um, don't leave anything on that's flashy or fun. I put it all in my bag. You look uh, like you're going to a funeral. This is what I used to look like all the time, darling. <laughs> See, um, Leah has a slightly, a slightly lopsided smile. What are you thinking? just didn't think I'd see you like this again. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I've just gotten used to you. Have <laughs> <laughs> I got any bits sticking out? I'd Always. Top of my head. Okay, let me, let me. She goes around and, uh, and starts putting them, uh, uh, them in uh, one by one. <laughs> Thank you. Until you've got the sort of long plait. Just keeping your hair actually in order. <laughs> My hair just grows like that. <laughs> Strangely, with the um, with this long black and red uh, dress, which is the the legs of which are cut for movement. Yeah, right? it's like um like a split skirt yeah. sort of thing. So it kind of looks okay. like a skirt, yeah, but it's, it's two legs. If that makes yeah. any sense, so you can yeah. move in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with these, that gaudy over the top looking rapier actually looks perfectly in place <laughs> for the only time because <laughs> it has been shaped to match the outfit mm. oh musical instruments what do I do about that 
indeed the uh there is a lot of uh, there's a lot of baggage where you kind of look down at what is usually your one-man band <laughs> set up what do i do with this um you take the ones you can carry small yeah yeah i feel a bit weird going anywhere without it but i think i better had really and i can do my stuff without it right just i suppose bare essentials what are we gonna do about magic stuff what do you mean well, can't they see it if you go through one of the arches? Are we going to have to go through an arch and set up a we thing? We could not. That's the thing. If we get onto the roof and go yeah. through going through a window, go back out the same way, go round the outside to the stables, there is actually no reason we have to go through an arch. Okay. Hopefully, anyway. Yeah. Is it worth looking for some metal boxes to put stuff in if maybe we, be, might be worth they're going to be awkward to carry it will probably be awkward to carry um, but it might although, be worth it anyway yeah I mean, how big is our magical stuff mm -hmm. does anyone have a bag that's not covered in silver braid <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this looks, this looks I imagine bad imagine person would have a backpack yeah but yes yeah, I mean, or is there one just around that I can um, <laughs> just give me an investigation check cool. or maybe I'll just buy one yeah, you could, I'll say you can just buy one I buy uh, a fancy looking you buy a fancy looking uh, black uh, black leather bag uh, it's like a sort of shoulder bag type of fare mm. which uh, just costs you five gold pieces five gold pieces cool cool um, so I'm going to buy that and what do any of my instruments fit in it uh, what are your instruments? Your, I have your... a guitar, I have an offercloud, I've got a xylophone and a drum that I never use. Uh, <laughs> I remember you using it once or twice. Literally like once in the whole time. I've always imagined that the drum is the smallest one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's like a little drum. Oh, I can't take my guitar, can I? That'll stick out like a sore thumb. The guitar is just a little bit... It is a full-sized electric guitar. It's a full-sized guitar. guitar, there's no little yeah. backpack. It's... <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll leave that. I'll take my drum in my bag. Yeah. For the first time, like for for the first time in a long time, the drum may see some use. Right, it's <laughs> never been used. <laughs> it's it's actually it's actually small enough to fit into this little shoulder bag thing. Yeah. I will miss my guitar. This is the saddest thing. Roll an investigation check. Oh, mate, eight. No, you don't. Sorry. Don't what? Oh. You while you're does anyone else I will ask would anyone else have helped Celestia going looking to work for for a place to buy a bag? I think possibly yeah, I would do. Then you can yeah. roll it again with okay. advantage. Fourteen. You find in the in the um, fancier part of town, which is where you are, uh, there is a shop that sells musical instruments. Uh, specifically, they are, uh, what do you call the people who make violins? Luthers, I guess, they'd still be as well. I think so. Yeah, yeah they'd be Luthers because it works for guitars as well as violins. You find a Luthers shop that produces, and when looking around, you do see there is a very, uh, there is the smallest violin you've ever seen, a kit violin. <laughs> The world's smallest violin. Yes, yeah. the, little, the little fan one, the little fan ones that are about a foot long. 
Um, they are like they are tiny. They actually do expand out with a little fan if you want as well, uh, and they have a little bow. Uh, you could, if you wished, purchase a kit violin. Yes, will fit in your lane. Like you, a million percent. It is I not one. cheap. The asking price is forty gold pieces. Fuck it, yeah, I'm buying one. Okay, you purchase a kit violin. Such a stupid thing to spend money on, but I'm so doing it because <laughs> I'm now... still wearing the tinsel on my horns. I mean, that's <laughs> true. My one-man man band has just got a bit bigger. Uh, another instrument. <laughs> We right. have discussed, by the way, out of character that I am one of those people who can play everything. Yeah. Because it felt right. Yeah. One uh, of those people who, if you give them like half an hour as an instrument, they're like, oh yeah, I got this. This, is, <laughs> like, uh, you know? th- this type of stringed instrument is one of the few ones that you were actually taught to play as well. Yeah. Actually, yeah, this one would have been actually approved, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. You would have played a full-sized, uh, probably it would have been a mix between the viola and the cello, but you, you, mm. you're familiar enough with the theory to easily pick up a tune on the mm. kit violin. Yeah. It's not something I think Corson would ever question at this point. Mm. <laughs> I I play along and I go, Happy birthday to me, happy mm. birthday to mm. me. Bought myself a tiny violin, happy birthday to me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not sure Scam's ever considered the fact you have to learn instruments. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's only really she, that's you. They've only really yeah. seen me um, doing it, haven't they? They've not really seen a lot of yeah. Other minstrels and stuff. Just <laughs> point, yeah. Nevertheless, <laughs> having purchased your newest addition to your tiny one-man band... Yay! <laughs> um, I can also now play a tiny violin with people when they say things that are actually tragic, yes, which is amazing. Yes, yes, uh, <laughs> And I love it. You're going to get a lot of use out of that. Oh, oh yeah. so much. Yeah, a tiny violin to my play a mean tarantella. Um, so, you play a mean time, uh, uh, sorry, just because for the, for once an occasion, uh, no, I'll come back to it, I'll come back to it, okay. I'll come back to that time until then. So, uh, is there any preparation that the that the rest of you would like to make uh, while... Uh, boxes, uh, we said, didn't Yes, yeah. boxes. With that investigation check, I'll say that, um, and with the aid of a few other people, you do find that uh, there is a... Uh, there is a, a a chest maker in town who does actually produce uh, s- a variety of lead-lined boxes for customers looking for look at, who are concerned about uh, with the with, with uh, rumors of the of the rash of rogue diviners and illusionists seeking to steal your belongings. Only a fine lead-lined box can truly protect your possessions. You get the feeling that, uh, from some of the way he talks about them, that he's definitely hyping up a fear of magical charlatans that is probably bigger than uh, one would actually be likely to find, but hey, it sells him more boxes. And they do actually seem to be lined with lead. So, what, uh, what, I guess, what magical items do you have that you'd like to try and fit into boxes? Uh, the skulls. The skulls are ridiculously tiny and will easily fit into, a, like they are an inch in all dimensions, uh, and, and they will easily fit into a little purse-sized uh, lead box. Half my weapons are enchanted. Uh, would, the, um, would the blunderbuss fit in there? 
Uh, you can also... He does sell a variety of boxes. So you are able to get uh, a long box, which is actually designed to fit cutlasses in. Mm. Okay. Uh, Only um, one of my cutlasses is enchanted, though. Okay, well, with that in mind, you can just about hit death, fit death and dishonor into the box. It's a slight squeeze, but it's, it so. is accessible. Uh, any other magical items you wish to fit into lead boxes? Uh, my cloak... Uh, the cloak itself will actually, to be honest, will fold quite comfortably. It, it, it's the thing is, the cloak is made of shadow stuff, mm. so it's like the finest uh, silk. You know, there's that old fairy tale where uh, the lady spins herself silk dresses and then hides them in a walnut shell, which can't be good for preserving against wrinkles. But mm. apparently, she's really skilled at it. <laughs> it's a bit like that. You can actually fit it into your. Um, uh, like that, you can actually fit it into your tiny, uh, into your tiny purse-sized uh, box. Mm. The only other... Okay. I think. Um, could my waistcoat also theoretically fit in there? Yes, because it's it's made of shadow stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. I think my I'm gonna boots. leave it. I'm gonna leave my waistcoat on for now because, to be honest, it yeah. gives me plus one to AC. Yeah. Same. And like, I want to keep that as long as possible. Okay. Um, but I think I'm gonna. Put it in a position under my clothes so that it's like under a jacket rather than right at the bottom, if that makes any sense. Because it is like black, really. So Uh, it's worth mentioning that uh, your boots are shadow stuff onto a sturdy leather uh, interior. So those will not uh, crumple down into a thing. Uh, So you do actually have to buy another box, which is boot sized, that you can put Ah. them in. Okay. And you can also put the waistcoat in those one as well. Uh, Yeah. Something else. What, What? Oh, the bowl! I guess maybe the bowl bowl behind. You can either leave the bowl behind or you can fit it in the waistcoat and boot box. I'm going to slip it in the box. (laughs) Okay. After uh, purchasing your three uh, three cases with handy little handles, although yours is literally a purse that you can just, you know, on a a uh, string uh, scamp, um, the the man... uh, And and they are very nice little uh, wooden boxes on the outside. uh, Charges you the princely sum... Of seventeen, uh, let's, let's make it's no, no, fuck it, eighteen gold pieces because that neatly divides by three. <laughs> okay. Um, yes, it does. Yeah. So you pay mm-hmm. six, six. You can pay six gold each if you wish. Done. Cool. Cool. Um, so. Lovely. All right. Is, other, is there anything else you might wish to buy or purchase? You have the, uh, you. You have much of the day and literally all of the industries available in a city of this type. Uh, I think I'm good, actually. Okay. What do servants wear? Uh, oh, this is a point. Uh, you would, uh, you can easily inquire about this back at the uh, at the assembly, and um, Lutish is happy to inform you that uh, the normally they wear uh, there is a sort of standard white grey and blue ensemble uh that uh can and in fact it's the same as the uh, servants uniforms used in the uh in the courts of justice and they're able to find some spares that would be good very useful hmm. Hmm. they're able to find a halfling sized one uh, a human uh, a human sized one and a short human-sized one. Mm. Under the circumstances, uh, uh, Leah takes one of the human si- takes the human-sized one. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah. Might be best if I just yeah, just in case. It has it. It's one of those ones with um like, uh, with breeches, long sort of uh, tights, and buckled shoes. Ooh, buckles. I feel fancy. <laughs> Wait, I can't put these on. Let me help you. I help them do it. I don't buckles. have feet. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's true. I, I bend down as though I'm going to help them do up their buckles and then realise that they have hooves. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't wear shoes. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> I'll never get to wear buckles. Well, no, no, there are uh, other types of um, uh, clothing that have buckles on. I'm going to take the buckles off the shoes and stick them on Scamp's hooves. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do so. Yeah. Just, some... just tie them on with the shoelace, yeah, with do. shoelaces or string the, the, or something. The, the, the I feel fancy. <laughs> you look amazing. Leah, who's finished changing into hers, looks down and can't su- help but su- uh, can't quite suppress a giggle. <laughs> do I look fancy? You look very fancy. You look amazing. I think you will do unless you. I think we might just have to. You might just have to try and avoid drawing attention to your feet. Yeah. I'll put my normal cloak on when we're not sneaking. Good idea. I suppose, yeah. Well. Are we... Oh, by the way, Corzin, I realise that you'd be able to see this. Um, You'll notice with Celestia's hair, the French plait that's super flat, every so often the purple spirit just comes along and goes, bing, and pulls a little bit of hair out of it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind I've always had for that. And Celestia pokes it back in and the purple spirit comes along and goes ding again (laughs) every time. Just like every couple of minutes it just like takes a few out. Just be annoying. (laughs) The gay cannot be contained. Yeah. And and Celestia doesn't notice it happening because it's at the back of her head. (laughs) (laughs) This amuses Corzin. (laughs) Alright. With all your preparations done, the evening draws in. And you, and I'd like to say, at what time of night do you make? Uh, do you head out? Hella late. Ooh, when you when you aiming to arrive for? Well, it doesn't. It does not take too long to get there. It's a little bit of a trip. I think if we try and get there for three, yeah, yeah, that feels about right, doesn't it? Yeah. Indeed. Okay, so you're so you're aiming to arrive for around three o'clock. Fair enough. You head out late at night. You find yourselves moving. Well, using your passports, you move out through the double gates of the mirrored gate, which is the closest. First slipping past, uh, first showing your rebel passports, as it were, uh, to get through the interior g- gate, and then your military passports. I've got a passport that says "fucking Celestia Stardust." Yeah, perfect. <laughs> and then yours, and then your military passports to move through the ones after. You find yours. It's a little bit of a trek as the mirrored palace begins. It's about three miles outside of town. However, a little bit before three in the morning, 
you find yourself approaching the very edge of the extensive grounds. And they really are extensive. Mm -hmm. looking, up at the, uh, looking out at them, you can see that there are a... Well, you would see things if uh, you, if uh, I could figure out where I just put the notes, but never mind. It could uh, be anywhere. It could be <laughs> anywhere. Uh, that is a joke that no one else will get. Uh, so <laughs> Very true. I'm yep, sorry, that is, that is a We saw a show where a mime turned the lights off and just ran around the auditorium going, it could be anywhere, and we <laughs> quote it and no one else has ever seen it. And nope, so I'm sorry. Yeah. The man's a fucking genius. He's fucking brilliant. Like, honestly. Oh, it's on the mail. So, uh, as you reach out the towards the very edges of the estates, there is a wall that surrounds them and a series of gates but the wall is not particularly high uh only about six feet it's enough that uh, i meant to smoke some opium and i didn't can i say that i did you can say right? that you did thank you <laughs> sorry carry on um i look on disapprovingly let's <laughs> say opium shut up i say <laughs> leah looks on disapprovingly um, yeah got five temporary hit points you can all shut <laughs> up <laughs> Actually, how's your addiction oh, we established what leah oh, feels yeah, about that, that. I think it's the first time I've done it in front of her, actually. Yeah, you just see her frown a little. Yeah, I'm totally addicted, by the way, guys. Uh, okay, back into addiction. Uh, so, you, uh, as you reach the very edges, there is a low, uh, a lowish wall. It's only about uh, six feet high, um, although it does have some, it does have pointed iron spikes around the top of it. It's mostly there to give a. Uh, presence to the large, yeah, a presence to the uh, to the large gates. Nevertheless, it's easy enough, should you wish to, to climb to clamber over them. I won't necessarily make you do a check for it. Then I, we do that. Okay. Yeah, I will, however, ask you all to make stealth, stealth checks and perception checks, please. I'm um, keeping my cloak on for okay. now. Sure. Okay, do, uh, do so stealth and perception. Yes. Uh, you're not really close enough Ooh. for your lack of noise to make a difference. Okay, so right. Both so. really bad. Oh, uh, God. Perception. Oh, help. That's a 15 stealth, and... That's a 5 perception, uh, um, but a 19 deception. stealth. Okay. 8 Fif stealth and 9 perception. <laughs> 15 for both. Uh, 19 stealth, 5 perception. Oh, God. Okay. So, collectively, you're at least managing to be fairly stealthy. There are, there are some moments... It, it having been quite some... Having been a good three months now since you last wore this gear, Celestia, yeah. uh, you're a little... Uh, weirdly a little uncomfortable in it. Well, not perhaps not weirdly. Uh, but it does mean that you are slightly ungainly in it. And there's a couple of moments where you slip and slide... Uh, on some of the wet grass and these small amounts of snow mm. that have fallen around, uh, things have. There was a. Uh, there was some rain that came in a few days ago and washed away the majority of the thick snow that had previously blanketed things. Mm. Uh, but now there is a light covering here and there. Nevertheless, uh, dark as things are, 
it does provide a something of a disadvantage to the people who are out looking. And that actually applies double to you now that I think of it. Causin, um, given yeah. your lack of dark vision, can I ask you to roll that perception check again? If it's lower, uh, tell me. Oh yeah, okay. of course. Leo went at dark vision either. It is lower. Okay. That's uh, seven. Seven. Oh, okay. no. Leah does have dark vision, by the way. Half elf. Ah. Actually, no, no, full elf. Full right. elf. Herpty. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going mad. Yeah. Although she rolled terribly, so. <laughs> yes, yeah, so oh. she's a high elf. She will have yes. dark vision. Yeah. Uh, despite, <laughs> despite Causin's usual uh, uh, acuity of vision, however, this does mean that, that Celestia is the one who is peering out into the darkness, uh, doing their best. So, with this in mind. I would like the three of you to roll me a luck check. Oh god. Okay. Each. Luck checks make me feel sick. Right. Oh, 12. 14. 14, it's more than 10. Oh, 6. Oh, mate. Okay. And I'm going to roll the counter luck checks. <laughs> so nervous, guys. Uh, one of them was actually a natural one. Yay! Ah. But the uh, as this is happening, there. Uh, so, on two occasions, as you sneak forwards using the uh, bushes uh, and the elaborate trees for cover. By the way, someone in this uh, extensive set of gardens has clearly discovered topiary, uh, and at one point. There is a moment where you do pass what appears to be uh, a topiary uh, tree in the shape of an elephant. Yes. And you just have a brief moment of. <gasps> no, no, no. Reginald? <laughs> Reginald. Reggie. Um, nevertheless, uh, there is. Uh, on two occasions, the uh, you almost pass close to one of the sets of patrols, uh, of mounted patrols that just move through the uh, gardens. But both sides happen to actually just, although they don't know, although you don't notice them until they're almost up upon you, the moments where you freeze, you just happen to be perfectly out of sight, and they canter on. <sighs> Hate this. Lucky. It's only as you are getting, as you get closer and closer, and you're passing the uh, fountain, which yes, does have six hundred and twenty spouts, uh, and is well, just gently sort of letting out a low sort of gushing of water. It's the amount of water pressure you'd need for that. Oh, no, no. <laughs> it is late at like it is the early hours of the morning. The there are very few lights lit this far out, although there are some among the palace that you can see even at this distance. Um, but the fount from what little light there is, you can see the sheer amount of gilt and marble on the fountain is almost embarrassingly extravagant. Mm. There are angels, there are little warrior cherubim uh, entities, there are animals, dolphins, all manner of things around this ridiculously over-the-top fountain. It's like almost not even pretty, it's so much, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the failings Aww. of the Baroque style. Um, things mm. can get a little bit crowded. Uh, and 
it actually distracts you enough that it's only when they're quite close by that you, Celestia, hear the sound of and you look round and you see and you realise that a group of four ebon guard uh, black uh, black um, leather and uh, armour in place are riding directly towards you they don't seem to have noticed you necessarily uh, that because they seem to be engaged in a quiet conversation, but they are going straight towards... Can I drag everybody into a bush very yeah. quickly? Yeah, uh, everyone give me a new stealth check, please. Oh, God. Oh, don't make me make more stealth checks. <laughs> oh, not as good. Uh, 18. Oh, that's really not bad for me. Uh, Dirty 20. 14. Okay. And they don't have disadvantage, so I, I am... They don't... Uh, they do to spot me. They do just put you. Okay, so I'll roll once twice then, because uh, there are four of them. Oh, that music's killing me. <laughs> I know. Everything. <laughs> My heart is racing. Causing, you're actually close enough for your boots to count, by the way, so you can actually uh, okay, roll, so roll advantage again. this time. Uh, hang on. No, it's the same. Okay. Yeah. Um, you find yourself. Uh, there's a moment where they uh, where you uh, rush in t- uh, in behind an, uh, another set of bushes, and they uh, ride closer. And then one of them sort of. Thank you. One of them raises yeah. a hand suddenly, and in Elven, you hear one of them go. Wait, did you see something? Hmm. We're just going to uh, hold here, and she turns to the two behind, who are both uh, who are both male. You, you two, search round here. We'll search round there. I'm sure I saw something. Two of them are now uh, cantering towards <laughs> where you are hidden. Two are cantering around the other way. Okay. You get the idea. Uh, uh, can I make the sound of an owl 30 feet away? You can if you That's wish. Really Roll a deception idea. check. Ooh, uh, dirty 20. Uh, so god, that wasn't bad. <laughs> Robin. <laughs> Robin, if you'd like to provide a sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> you see one of them turns their head. Oh, it's those weird sky rat birds. Those are so strange. Bats don't make this sort of noise. I know what you mean, they say, and they're kind of distracted by it. They canter past you. Literally, the, the ah. you see the horse legs just t- t- climb right past your hiding position. Um, can we take a second for Robbie's owl noise? Because that's <laughs> yeah. the best thing. Um, it's a tawny owl. I'm just, just I got love... to hold one once, and it was the best day ever. <laughs> Her name was Bramble. Love your repertoire of animal noises. It always makes me happy. <laughs> anyway, let's carry on. They circle back round until the fall meet again. Did you did you find anything? Uh, it's one of those. What's the word? Ool al owl. Ool. I hate I hate those things. I hate those things too. <laughs> All right, let's carry on. Well, now they're cute, and they shouldn't be. Um, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And they, I drew an ool. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, though. And they, they canter on. So, uh, you fight. That was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> you continue on until you re- you come into range of the lights of the palace itself. Again, things are dark. And it's only by the... Actually, no. Uh, it is uh, it is a almost a full moon. Ah. Uh, it's just that slight sliver that's, that's not quite full, but um, is largely full. And as such, the moonlight does illuminate the palace roof and shimmers off it. Ooh. You see Leah kind of looks up and her, her mouth drops a little bit as the roof tiles of the palace have uh, are all mirrored glass uh, cl- uh, every now and again I mean every now and again frequently uh, interrupted by uh, chimney stacks mm-hmm. uh, to the many fireplaces that heat the palace uh, but there is a glimmering uh, uh, there's glimmering moonlight reflected off the mirrored uh, roof uh, but although for the most part it is dark and simply showing the occasional uh, pinpricks of stars. I am um, very quietly whisper to her. Is that what it was like in Tyre? Just a little, yes. Hmm. <laughs> you know, from this point you can see now the silhouettes of the, well, the mammoth of the palace itself. You've been approaching from the east. Uh, to the north, you can see the large block, uh, blocky structures of the barracks, uh, as well as the stables. Uh, and also, further off, just uh, just randomly, what seems to be a small chateau that's built as a little private retreat next to, bizarrely, what appears to be just like a little fake grotto with a, with a fake waterfall. It just gently trickles in the night. I love proper like grottos. There was a fashion for them, and it was weird. So yeah. they would so hire weird. someone to be a hermit. Yeah, like someone would be paid to be a weird guy in the woods. Yeah, like literally. History is weird. History is so fucking strange. <laughs> like I love it. <laughs> so fucking weird. It's like my perfect job. <laughs> that like Professional a hermit. Job. <laughs> yep. Oh, just like never talk to anyone and live in the woods and yep. be weird for. Well, a you minute. just have to make conversation with their fancy guests and be weird. Really? Sounds great. <laughs> um, you are. Um, you do not know whether or not there is a hermit there. Um, <laughs> we'll avoid it just in case. Leah, for her part, looks over. Okay, this might be the best point for me to break off and head to the stables. Alright, you're going to be alright finding a hiding place. She nods. I... <laughs> I spent a lot of time hiding from... Uh, family. Not in the way... Not, not, not like you, just as a child. I'm good at hiding, finding hiding places sometimes. What, like in a fun hide-and-seek way or in like a traumatic we need to talk about this way? Uh, more the fun hide and seek. Oh, thing. good! I'm glad. Hmm. Well, although occasionally when I, uh, although occasionally just hiding from my parents. I feel like that's normal. See, nods. Yeah, right. See you in a bit. Be safe. She hesitates for a moment, then leans in and pecks him, gives you a kiss in the cheek. Ah! Shut up. <laughs> be safe um, as well. Thanks. 
I put my hands in my Hugh, in my pockets like Hugh Grant and blush. <laughs> yes, even drow dresses have pockets. Yes, they yeah. fucking do. <laughs> Give us pockets, please. Who would make a dress without pockets? That doesn't sound like literally logical. everyone in this world. <laughs> but um, oh. yeah, no, I I turn into little blushing Hugh Grant. <laughs> After Leah has gone, I um take uh, Celestia's hand and say. When you meet up with her again, ask her a question only she would know the answer to. Why? Because, I'm sorry there's no delicate way to put this, if Olga can take the opportunity to um, uh, shapeshift into anyone else, this is the perfect opportunity. Now would be a good time. Yeah, but Olga can only turn into ugly people, can't she, as far as we're aware. Uh, or me, because she's got my hair. Oh, Alright, but just... Let's worst case scenario... I mean, it's it, not about... It, I'll just... do it anyway. Yeah, we'll think of something. But don't say these things to me. Let's let's go and do... Um, it's the first time you've been out of her uh, presence when she hasn't had other Magic things protection. protecting her. Yeah. Right, hate that. Let's go and um, break I'm in... I'm sorry, but you know... No, that... you're, you're right. It's just horrible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, given the uh, up ahead, the palace has, uh, you can see the central uh, er uh, the central block of the palace, it's north wing and it's south wing. How would you like to approach getting in? In fact, uh, give me another perception check. Um, okay. I will say because of the lights of the palace, causing you can do this one without disadvantage. Oh, thank the regent. <laughs> That's, That's another six. A four. I've got to stop rolling sixes. That's <laughs> a 16 from me, so not terrible, actually. Ten. Okay. Celestia, you do still have the best eyesight in the dark. And a lot of the palace is dark right now. Mm -hmm. There aren't lights in. You can see light from the front here. You can clearly see lights... Uh, of dim lights on in the it, uh, in towards the very far end of the south wing. Mm -hmm. You can see dim lights from what you see is the large sort of structure of what you would guess to be the the chapel. Although the structure of the uh, opera, uh, <laughs> the opera theater seems dark. Here <laughs> and there, just small lights on in individual chambers. Uh, you can also see lights uh, on in the, but the the most of the lights that are on are in the northeastern corner of the central block, mm -hmm. uh, around where the chambers assigned to the Hanalis are. Okay. Much of the rest is dark. Is dark, however. So. Actually, I said it's in character, it's more fun. So uh, we need to get up to the roof or up to that window of where the mistress would be, yeah? Yes. One other thing... Do you want to fly? Might be easiest, mightn't it? One other thing that's worth mentioning is you can see four Ebon Guard at the front gate, at the front door, as it were, mm -hmm. uh, within the courtyard. Okay, um, so in this, like, indent bit. Yeah, just south of where it says mm -hmm. Marble Lobby. I don't think we need to go near those guards. I think if we no, go around, let's not do that. I think if we go around the side, we can fly up, yep. get on the roof or in through the window, depending on which is easier. Agreed. Yeah. Get into the mistress's place from there. Go down the stairs. 
<laughs> Knock out just, poor Ebengard, get the papers and go back up and out. Just going to avoid uh, any windows on the way there. Yeah, basically. But there must be gaps, mustn't there, if we fly close to the wall? Yeah. Scamp, you could even make one of us fly, and we could do it in trips, rather than wasting all your spells. That's not a bad idea. If or, we think we can If do we make it. me fly, I could take both of both of you up. Or what yeah, or a flyer rope up. True, I mean, actually. We, we I could fly Scamp up, end. because yeah. we're shit at climbing, and then yeah. you could climb up a rope. Yep. Happily. And I take the rope out of my pack and hand a one end of it. Is going to be happy with that? Yeah. Great. Okay. So, yeah. Alright, so, Scamp, <coughs> you're casting Flight. Yeah. Uh, just remind me, is it just on yourself or on two people? Uh, I'm casting it on Celestia. Cool. Celestia and then I'm going to yeah. carry Scamp up. Carry Scamp. Cool. And also the rope, so and that they're the causing... Cl- I'll tie it somewhere. Oh, I just thought you're going to look with the dress. You're going to look very Mary Poppins. Yes, yes. (laughs) Mary Poppins is more like you know vampire. There is a sort of evil Mary Poppins vibe in some ways. Um, (laughs) Just think a mix between evil Mary Poppins, Renaissance Italy, and Dracula. uh, Dracula. Yeah. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) It's a lot. Like it's not like Celestia outfit a lot, but the outfit is still a lot in a different way. (laughs) Give me. I guess, Scamp, you, there's not much you can do either way, so you don't need to make this. It's just Celestia giving me a stealth check. Then to fly oh, God. And causing, uh, I guess, to... You make me to, feel so ill. Uh, like... Causing, you, you're currently in... You're not, you've not moved from your hiding place, so Come I'll on. keep you yep. currently. Uh, let me know how what you roll. Like how can... bad it is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. That would be a nine... Uh, just in case, I will bend a bit of fate there, because <laughs> that seems like the like it could help. It might a little bit from a nine. It's not a fuck on the uh, fuck that's, guy. That adds a three, so that's a twelve. Okay. It's horrifying. <laughs> it's better than nine. <laughs> True. Um. Technically, it is darkness rather than dim light. Yeah. So. It's disadvantage, but possible within 120 feet, which is counteracted by your, by the advantage they have multiple people. So I will roll just one die. <laughs> this is so awful. <laughs> it's all going to come down to how good is their perception. Oh god! Uh, can I see them? You can see the four that are. But in the I've front. used my reaction. You've used your reaction as Celestia is sort of flying up. Yep. It is soundless, the flight, but there is a moment where Celestia just seem just some bit or perhaps of the reflected moonlight from the mirrors seems to flash across. You just seem to cross into the beam of it. And you see I do one have of, white hair. Um, yeah. so. and, you, you, <laughs> and you see one of the guards, uh, the Ebon Guard, go, look up suddenly, move to their helmet, uh, touch the side of their helmet, and then you see them curse as they are and just very faintly in Elven, you can just hear... So you can just make out... Ah, oh, shit, that doesn't work here. You two stay here. I think I just saw something. We'll go investigate the top of it. We'll go take a look. Uh, can I try an owl noise again? <laughs> you can try. Roll a deception check with disadvantage. 
It's a really, really big owl. Um, well, that's a one, so no. Kaka! <laughs> Bad noise! You try, your throat gets caught halfway through, and this time... It is at least 30 feet away from us. Mm. But they, it does definitely sort of like... It's definitely something strange here. So two of them stay by the front gate, two of them break yeah. off, and are going to try and move towards where they saw you to get a better look. Uh, you've made it to the top of the uh, uh, to, uh, to the rooftop. I'd like to hide behind a chimney. Okay, give me another yeah. stealth check, please. Oh God! Are we both hiding at this point? You are both hiding at this point because you're okay. both on. Oh, the... I don't like Do I need to dice. Natural twenty. Oh, Natural God. twenty. You're still in your hiding. That is place. a twenty-five. Oh shit! That's an eight. Okay. I got a twenty-five. If that helps. Oh. <laughs> With a natural twenty. Okay. There is a point where you are reasonably certain. So yeah, they have disadvantage to see you. Not so it's scamp. You are reasonably certain that you are not seen. Uh, you are behind. You are, you both uh, duck behind different chimneys, but uh, one of them seems to twig that there is definitely a figure. Uh, hiding behind that, uh, behind one of the uh, uh, the uh, chimneys, and you see them qu- quickly uh, remove. Interestingly, they are equipped with uh, muskets, but they are also equipped with bows. And you see them quickly unshoulder a strung bow, put it up, and peer. They call, uh, they call softly, but clearly enough in Joven. Surrender if you wish to live. Fuck. You do actually have total cover at this point, by the way. You are hiding behind a chimney, but, they but see, they've, very they've much definitely seen, seen you. Causing you do not appear to have been seen. Uh, Scamp, you do not appear to have been seen. Where are they relative to me? Uh, they are about 20 feet away, both facing away from you. From where okay. you are hiding in the bushes. Okay, I have something. Okay. I would like to do a major image. How, how much have they seen us? Like, Would they know who we are necessarily? Make an insight check. God, guys, I'm rolling so badly. <laughs> Five. You have no idea. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do a major image of a tall hooded drow who is not like facially the same as me, if that makes any sense, but is very much like a tall drow. Yeah. Um, and a kid in a hood who is like effectively a bit like Scamp but human underneath the hood and I'm going to make it so that they are climbing down the side of the building Mm -hmm. and like they bolt basically no I'm I'm not going to make it so they climb all the way down they start climbing a little way down and then they fly off basically okay um, like together. All right. In which case, then the 
Give me a deception check with advantage. Okay. And um, if the Evan guards shoot at them, obviously uh-huh. they dodge and that kind of yeah. thing. Oh, God, guys, I'm wrong so badly. Oh, no. Fucking hell. Um, that is a 15. That's not terrible. It could have been worse, but it's not amazing. It's because it's the Evan guard. Yeah. It makes out, sense. Yeah. Also, I rolled so well in that drinking competition. Yeah. <laughs> I used up all my good rolls on booze. <laughs> okay, the uh, the their attempt uh, you see as they t- uh, as the two figures seem to clamber out and then suddenly take flight. Uh, you hear a gasp from down below, and both of them immediately sh- uh, fire three shots at the two figures mm-hmm. uh, from above. Two, three. Of them, of the six shots that are fired, only one of them uh, completely goes actually wide, and you find yourself having to uh, because you you dodge with the figures, but they some of them actually dodge into place. So you have to have mimic them getting shot, but still flying on. Yeah, I make it look like they've been shot if they get if they get shot. If that makes any sense. Uh, however, I suppose you wouldn't see an arrow flying off into the night if it was dark really. necessarily. Dark. Anyway, um, yeah. but you see them fly. Uh, them fl- they see them flying on. It's you do see one of them. Uh, uh, you see at this point they one of them sort of pause for a damn it, and they shout back in Elven uh, to the two remaining. Um, uh, keep an eye on this uh, on this roof. We're going to raise the alarm with the outriders, and the pair of them start running straight past you, Corzin. Literally, like within five feet of you, uh, okay. out to a point, t- uh, periodically tapping their helmets and uh, uh, and going. Uh, does are anyone they, hear us? Do as does anyone hear us? Are they close enough to me <laughs> that uh, by running past me that uh, I would get an opportunity attack on? Uh, if you wish to, yes. You could take All an right. attack against one. Uh. While the um, uh, the stuff with the um, the major image has been going on, and they've gone past me, can I have uh. taken a moment to um, apply the uh, drow poison? You to, can uh, to my cutlass. Okay. Okay. Which cutlass are you using? Have you gotten? Because you've had a uh, you've had about twenty seconds. You you can have gotten uh, you can have gotten uh, death out. From the I think I will, you know, if I've got the opportunity, I will. Okay. Okay. So, um, would it be one uh, lot of drow poison per blade, or yes. right? Fine. Uh, using them both. Okay. Uh, and yeah, as they go by, I'm just gonna try and like if they've got a gap in the armor on their legs or around the back or something okay. like that. If you're planning to take two attacks, I'm going to ask you to roll initiative because this is more like a held action type thing. Fair um, so it's fine, but I want to see if you beat their initiative. All right. And in fact, everyone, just in case, everyone roll initiative. Okay. The four. <laughs> One. <laughs> Nine. Jesus. Okay, let's oh, see how they do. <laughs> oh, this is going very badly. Uh, okay, nope. That's uh, no. They roll better than a nine. 
all right, causing you can only make one attack because you do get a, you get an attack of opportunity, but you wouldn't have had enough time to get an action readied. Okay, so uh, would this be with advantage as they don't see me? Yes, you get surprise. Right. You get advantage from surprise. Okay. Come on. All right, that's a uh, twenty-five. Yeah, that hits. Uh, roll damage, and I'll roll a save for them. Okay, that's. Oh, you are lucky. Uh, that's seven slashing damage plus, I believe it's. I mean, you've got the DC uh, Constitution yeah. saving throw for the drought yeah, poison. I do. And as one of them passes, you manage to slice up. Uh, uh, sorry, how much damage did that get? Seven? Seven. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you slice up and just manage to cut uh, at the back of their leg. As they. You f- see them suddenly, <gasps> silently, just with a bit of, bre- of an outward breath, slump to the ground unconscious. Uh, the other one, however, uh, has been running past and suddenly stops, sees what's happening. Uh, and at this point, yeah, they've got their actions, will shout out. Uh, it's just going to shout out, Intruder! Uh, in uh, in Elven. We're dead. Yeah. <laughs> We're so dead. And is going to try and make an attack for you. Uh, Should have cast silence. Fuck. Uh, you still got the, you st- you you're up next, but the one next to you is going to because it's close up. They've got the the bow drawn in fairness, but no, they'll dr- they'll drop it and make an attack with their saber. So saber attacks, they make. Yeah, I think they do actually get two attacks with this one. Okay, first attack. Uh, just slightly misjudging your size, not quite recognising you're a halfling, slices over your head. Parry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the second one, however, is more on target. With an 18. Uh, yeah, that'll hit. Slices down. Uh, you take... You take eight points of slashing damage. Okay. And the third slice slashes back again. Yeah, they do actually get three, my apologies. Uh, and that is another six points of slashing damage. Okay. The one that's unconscious is, however, unconscious. The other two that were by the gate have not yet have not are not yet in initiative. Uh, so, Corzin, you're up next. I cast silence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you blanket the entire area in silence. All sound goes out, which does yeah. cut out a scream halfway through. <laughs> so it's more like alarm, alarm. Ah! Okay. Uh, I can... think that's all I can do. Alright, do you want to move from your position, or are you happy where you are in the bushes? Uh, yeah, because if I move, I'm going to get an opportunity attack. Okay. Uh, Scamp, you are up next. You are, I'm going to say, based on where Clausen is, based on where they are, you're about... You could be 30 feet from them if you ran to the edge of the mirror, uh, of, of the rooftop, but right now you're about 40 feet away. The silence isn't going to affect you, then, if yes. you're 30 no. feet up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm out of the silence, but... On the other hand, I don't want them to know there's anyone else on the roof. Mm. So there's how many are on the roof at the moment? So there's just the two of you on the roof, Scamp and Celestia. Uh, there are two next to Corzin. One is unconscious. Uh, one just sliced Corzin twice. Uh, and there are two that are still by the front gates, have probably heard the shout, uh, the shouting, and were in any case running to go look at the roof, but they haven't gotten far enough to see the rooftop yet. If they've heard the uh, thing, they'll be uh, running around, uh, coming back to me. 
yeah it does look like they're starting to that they've suddenly uh, begun picking up their pace oh i'm trying to work out if there's anything i can usefully do that's not going to entirely give us away can you can you cast darkness yeah but you won't be able to see depends <laughs> where you cast it but yeah I mean, I never bloody use it, so I might as well. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a racial ability. You can just doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, um, it's concentration, so I never use it. I guess I will cast. It is a how big is it? Fifteen foot radius. How many could I get in a fifteen foot radius? Um, uh, in a fifteen foot radius. I mean, based on how they're running, you could technically get all of them, but it would include causing just a like, speed of, of running and so on. Mm. Or you could get the two that are running up, or the one next to causing without getting causing. Uh, um, I'll get the two and see if I can slow them at least. I'll just cast darkness. Okay. An inky cloud of te- of sort of black tendrils <laughs> blossoms into existence uh, around them, and they are concealed in darkness. Um, I don't know if this is helpful. Okay. Uh, is there anything else you want to do, or no? They can't hit really. what they can't see. Okay. Yeah, but neither can we. Celestia. I'm really struggling, I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm really struggling for anything I can do. Yeah, you have the major image up. The figures are still in the process of flying away, but are still relatively close. You could use them as a distraction for the other two. (laughs) Um, The other two are the ones that are in the... Darkness, right now. Darkness. Ah, okay. Yeah, two are blind, two cannot... uh, And one is unconscious and one is silent. Okay... Two blind, one unconscious, one silent. Technically, all I need to do is buy us some time, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. How far am I away from the one nearest causing, the silent one? Uh, you are 40 feet from them. You can be 30 if you run to the end of the roof. Okay. Ah, um... Sorry, I'm really having like a brain freeze. There's like yeah. nothing good that I can do. I don't think I can knock one of them out in one turn. Like I don't think that's a thing I can do. Trying to work out whether command would let me tell someone to go to sleep, but it definitely wouldn't. No. Also, if he's in also the they've taken damage. You. Like you'd you'd have trouble mm. commanding them because they've taken damage. That's why I'm not yeah. doing any charms because once they've taken damage, it all becomes a lot. Yeah, once they're hostile. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I... <laughs> I mean, I have to do something really dumb, guys. It's really, really do dumb. It. What? I just, I think, properly disabling one of them. Um, yep. There's only one of them that is still, like, actually in sight of the roof, technically, yes. yeah. isn't there? Because yeah. the other yeah. two are in darkness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am going to guess. So, I'm going to lie flat on the roof stick my hand over the side and my hand's got fucking finger puppets on it hasn't it (laughs) (laughs) and um, this time it's some like dystopian finger puppet zombie hunters hunting (laughs) finger puppet zombies going and um, I'm going to cast 
fucking Tasha's hideous laughter because that's the level of serious situation that we're in. Hearing squinting in the moonlight at the strange little dystopian zombie puppets. This one of just they stare. This this one's male. He stares sort of open mouth for a moment, clutches his chest and rolls over, just belly laughing silently in entire (laughs) in complete silence. Yes, perfect. Got it. Okay. Okay, he's tashed. Uh, and yeah, not particularly where just 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 giggling in absolute silence. I pull my hand back in once okay. he's got. Pull your hand back in. I think that's enough. You turn to your to your yeah. hiding position. And yeah, I go back to okay. being hidden. The okay, it's back to the Ebon Guard. One is tashed. <laughs> One is unconscious. Oh, did I catch sight of sorry, can I use a bonus action? I forgot. Yeah. Is that alright? Um I can see causing, can't yes. I? Yes. Yeah. Could I just wink at him over the side of the roof and give him inspiration? Because I can. think he might need it. So that's a, that's, hey! a, that's a D8, darling. Yeah, uh, D8. You want it. Fantastic. You okay. look because, up. like, you're really fucked right now and you genuinely might need a D8. You look up and <laughs> yeah. you, ca- you catch sight of Corson and uh, of Celestia, and just that little wink just gives you a bit of a hope that, okay, maybe we can pull through this. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, <sighs> t- Ebon Guard time. Uh, so, the two that are... You guys are kind of still in your hiding places. Uh, based on the position, technically you've both done an action, but you've not left your hiding places. They were in darkness, so I will say... Alright, Celestia and Skank, give me, give, me, give me a stealth check. Oh, God. So stressed. Oh, no. Um... Nine. Jesus. Um, that's a 13 from me. Okay. But disadvantage to spot me. Yep. Oh. Okay. I mean, they can't see. <laughs> Only while they're in the darkness, Dallin. If they move, like the darkness mm. is stationary. Yeah. Uh, they are... It does take them all of their movement to get out of the darkness, however, uh, because of the... Because they've got 30 foot of movement and it's a 15 foot radius thing. So well, it doesn't quite cover every, every everything though. So they are able to get out of it by the end. Uh, with those perception checks, however, they yeah they run out and they peer at the rooftops. And I think they uh, and you get the feeling that wait they can see there's someone still behind the uh, uh, the roof uh, behind the chimneys. So this is a sense this is a question of sense would they do this would they do this would they do this nope they saw clean present direction scratch that I've saved your, your stealth checks but they're not looking they're going to go for Corson because Corson's the oh, one they can see, see me okay Corson's right. the one who's being they, obviously yeah, Corson's the one. they come out they see Corson they're going to go for you alright and they are able to reach you so they run up to you uh, and weapons silence is still up yep silence is still up weapons drawn however they are going to both try and just kill you Okay. Um, four, four, and a five in the naturals there. None of which with the bonuses are enough to get you from the first one. Wow. I mean, to be fair, if that was enough with bonuses, that would be horrifying. <laughs> like, that'd be yeah. really scary. Fucking hell. Uh, two of the, in fact, they're they're so busy sort of stabbing and slashing down at you that one of them, in the frenzy, accidentally manages to slice her own partner twice. Oh. Uh, two natural ones. Uh, 
Twice. Ooh. Yeah. Right. As you see a, a sudden silent screams of uh, screaming insults come out. Uh, and she takes a good 13 points of damage. Okay. Uh, however, they are now in, within the silence area. Okay. So, yes. Okay. Uh, that makes it Corzin's go. Okay, I assume the... Um... Oh, the fellow on the ground, uh, I think he gets a wisdom save to, resist, to yeah. see if he wakes up. Nope, he's still giggling. All right, the uh, the drow poison. I'd still have that on one of my blades, wouldn't I? You do, and right. it's a bonus action to apply it to another one. I think that's what we said. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I, I'd applied it to both, but I'd only yeah, yeah. Used but if you want one. to reapply it, yeah. oh, okay, right. Um, you know what? I think in lieu of like. Uh, well, I can't do Hunter's Mark anyway because that's concentration as well. Mm. I am going to do that, and I'm going to use my uh, my just my two attacks to try and hit both of uh, them in turn okay. and see if I can take both of them out. Give me two attack rolls. Okay, first one is a sixteen. Scamp, you're getting that weird tingling feeling. Okay. Oh, can I add uh, the inspiration to that? Oh, you can though. Please do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that loads. So. Okay, with the inspiration, that's a dirty 20. That is enough to hit. Oh. Oh. Alright. I'll roll damage for that one. Sweating over here, guys. <laughs> oh, a natural three on the constitution save. Oh, good. It's the it's the Ooh. one who just got hit twice by her partner. Oh, mate. Yeah. As you Already s- opened wounds. So that's scr- nine slashing damage for her. Fantastic. You slash her in one of the already opened wounds and she immediately twitches and then keels over. Yeah. And... That's a natural one, but lucky. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. Okay, you run forwards. You 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 trip on one of the uncom. Oh, actually, no, on the one with uh, currently giggling from Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> slip and accidentally, purely by accident, managed to slash in uh, uh, deep across her thigh. Roll damage. Oh. <laughs> okay. And that was a natural oh. four on the save. Oh. Okay, that's uh, that's only five slashing damage, but it's fine. given the situation, she, she that slumps I'm, I'm down onto the one giggling. <laughs> They're all like, unconscious. They're uh, all unconscious. Three are unconscious, and one is giggling with Tasha's hideous laughter. Oh god, right. we might get away with this. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, how long's the poison last? Uh, it lasts one hour, I think. Yeah, or, we need to hide them though, or just fucking coup de gras them. What? Mm, no, 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 no. What does that uh, mean? Uh, it means slitting know. their throat while they're unconscious. Yeah. I mean, that's a causing call, actually. That's, a causing, that's purely that. a causing call. Yeah. Wait till they're all down. There's still one that's alive, awake. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Um, well, that, that's my go, so... Yeah, I guess, what do the two of you want to do? You can see all this happening. Uh, what, uh, if we want to get rid of that one that's... Pressuring, really, don't we? Mm-hmm. So if who's who's next? Like, I'm confused whose turn it is. Because I assume. Uh, sorry, yes. Uh, my apologies. It's uh, scamp next. Okay. <sighs> There's nothing I can usefully do that's not going to light us up. Okay. 
Okay. Scamp, you choose to you choose to wait. Celestia, is there anything you wish to do? Yeah. Um, this is a weird one because the wording is a discordant melody that only they can hear. So yeah. can because I can do verbal components from where I am. Can I still cast it on them in silence? It's dissonant whispers. Ooh. Yeah, the wording is a discordant melody that only that only they can hear. So it's a... not like a noise for everyone, if that makes any sense. Yeah, let me take a moment to think about that. I feel like that's a DM call rather than a... The damage is psychic. So yeah, it's going... in their head yeah, rather I'm than I'm going to say noise. that, yeah, this is more like a telepathy attack than a... Uh, uh, the, uh, yeah. Than yeah, a sonic like, attack. I feel like I have to make a noise to do it. You need to make it. a noise to do it, but the vo- but it manifests in their head. Yeah. So yeah, this will this will take effect. All I'm right. gonna. Am I within? Yeah, I have to be within sixty feet, so I don't even need yep, to move. Actually, need that's to move. great. Um, so I am going to scrape my nails down a chimney stack, so it goes, and um, I'm going to cast distant whispers at level two. Okay, uh, it saves, so it takes half damage. Bollocks. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, interesting. A deafened creature automatically succeeds on the save. So I, I didn't even need to roll it. So the psychic effect still hits. Okay, cool. Sorry, I think I might not be really on Really super wouldn't have cast it. Sorry, no, in fact, it, it doesn't... still takes damage, but it automatically succeeds on the save. It doesn't fact, say that on the card. Oh, uh, okay, sorry. No, in which case, I'll let you take it back, because that's not on the card. Yeah. Oh, no, it totally is on the card. It's just is the it? bottom, and I hadn't seen it. Oh, uh, okay. Up to you. No, if you if it's on the cards, then... I just yeah, I don't think I would have cast it if I'd known that. Um, it's saved anyway, so in terms yeah, to be fair, in terms of things, I'll just do it. Um, okay, so that is nine. Um, so that's fifteen. Okay, fifteen points of damage. Oh, sorry, fourteen. I can't count. 14 so fourteen half damage. to seven. It's half to seven. Yep. Yeah. Right. So that becomes. Um, <laughs> and rolls a save with advantage against Tash's hideous laughter because it's taken damage. Mm-hmm. That's a natural 20. Oh, shit. Okay, it's back in the game. And I'm going to sort of make a punching motion to cause him, like, fuck it up, and I'm going to give him inspiration again because he's still okay. on the ground with the Evan Guard and it's horrifying. Uh, <laughs> I'm saying. Okay. Uh... All right. And then I'm going to duck behind my chimney stack again. Yeah. These guys are, are intelligent enemies. So the first thing he's going to do when he wakes up is he's going to get up and use his action to wake up one of his companions by shaking them heavily. Can I... Would it give me an opportunity attack for the, if he not was leaving doing your, Not leaving your space and you don't have the feats that let you... You'd need, like, the sentinel feet or something. All right, to interrupt that. So, no, I think by the... I'll just double... It's what he'd think to do, so let me just double-check... The, 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 the cha- uh, Tasha's hideous laughter bloke. Yeah, Tasha's hideous yeah. laughter broke. The Tasha broke. Uh, the, the laughter broke, because he, he made the save. The advantage. Yeah. Um, so, now that he's up, he wakes up the other male drow, so both of them are now awake and conscious, mm-hmm. but they don't get a turn. Yeah. Uh, cause it... Okay. Um, well, let's. You that's can all use. Of my drow. Yeah, that's Go all my drow poison out. I think, yeah, that is all of my drow poison used up. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, and just no. To, just sorry, to... I'm gonna I'm gonna keep um, uh, silence up. Yeah, and just um, to clarify, uh, chem- chemical uh, sleep toxins do work on elves. It's just magical sleep effects that don't necessarily. Yeah, yeah. just for the listeners who might yeah. be wondering, in Calcinia that is a thing because in yeah. Calcinia elves do actually sleep. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, I th- I think I've just got to um, attack both of them then. Okay. Oh god. Right. So. <laughs> First one then. Uh, nope, that is a, an eight total. Okay, nope, that misses. Second um, one. I mean, yeah. that's an eleven, but I'm going to use the uh, the inspiration. Okay, that's uh, that's a twelve then. Oh, Both of those mess. No, no. unfortunately. Okay. And All I don't right. have a third one because Hunter's mark is not a thing at the moment. Mm, we're hella fucked, guys. Uh, now that they've woken up. Okay. Well, two of them are awake right now. Two right? of them are awake. Okay. Scamp. Um. Oh, jeez. Uh. I'll try a slow, I guess. Okay. On all four of them. Well, the two that are unconscious automatically fail. So, let's roll for the two that aren't. Okay, both of them <laughs> begin to move like they're in molasses. Oh. And I ate the sweet I used to cast it. Well, at least that uh, gives <laughs> me advantage. Do you advantage against slowed enemies? Uh, no, they've got a lower AC. Got a lower oh, AC. that's what they've it is. Okay, AC. sorry, I was g- confusing the two. I do apologise. Yeah. And they can only take a single attack. Yeah, which is very helpful. So nice. Yeah. Which is very good against these things. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, uh, so that make uh, that. I'll use a bonus action to move some spells around okay. as well. Celestia. Uh. Temptation to burn my fourth level slot is really high right now. Because mm. it would solve a lot, but only for a minute. Then we'd be really struggling. Yeah, in, we, in the I, long term, it doesn't fix stuff. We've got to incapacitate these uh, these two somehow. God, I just have nothing. I've got literally nothing. Like. Fuck all. Is there anything that you can do that might give me a tactical advantage rather than uh, dealing damage direct? Nope. <laughs> no, I'm fucked. I've got no- I've got literally nothing helpful. Nothing that could give him advantage in any way. Are you saying this like you're looking at me like I've forgotten something? No, I'm just wondering if there's anything any spells you have that could give him advantage. On attacks or anything. Well, I mean, the inspiration's um, nice. <laughs> no, I have many inspiration, but I really. Oh, I've got. I've got fairy fire, but it's dark. And we're trying not to take like draw attention to ourselves. That's <laughs> true, although it would give me advantage. The illumination from fairy fire is quite low. It's like them being covered in in small. Fuck it, flames. I'm gonna do that. I'm yeah. really, I really can't think of anything else to do. 
So I'm going to do... Can I get all four of them? Oh, yeah, easily. I'll do that. Okay, two, the two that are on Even the ground... Even the two that are unconscious, because I think that's worth it, yeah. to be honest. The two that yeah, are on the ground... I don't know how long they'll be unconscious for. <laughs> the two on the ground gently glow with, with a soft purple light, uh, while the two that are up get saved. Okay. Uh, the one that was tashered uh, does not save and becomes illuminated in soft purple light. The one that is sort of shakes very slowly, but manages to shake off the little glow, uh, glowing uh, bits and pieces. Yeah, actually, they would be familiar with that, wouldn't they? Because that's a drow thing. Yeah. Uh, what kind of save is it? Out of curiosity. Fairy. Uh, I think it's Dex. Yeah, I think so. From memory, check. anyway. I'll just double check. It is. decided to hiss a lot for no reason. Uh, it is a deck save, yes. Alright, it gets minus two to deck saves. Oh yeah, of course, because slow. The one that saved rolled a natural 18. Ah. Uh, which is enough, regardless. Okay. Sadly. Uh, okay. That brings it, unless you've got any uh, bonus actions or anything or movement you want to do. Celestia? Because mm. then you've still got inspiration, have you? I just used it on the last uh, one that... Uh, yeah, um, no, I, I don't currently. God, I'm tempted to give him inspiration again because it's like horrifying. <laughs> um, I just hate that you're on the floor on your own with two. Yeah. You can do nutters. it, you can do it, you're like, you're up there. <laughs> yeah. with, you know, just, like, just gonna give you like two thumbs up and a scared face over the edge. Like, <laughs> you! And you get another fucking inspiration because, like, Thank you. I just <laughs> like any help at this point, you know. Much appreciated. <laughs> Although Don't, wouldn't hear that. Yeah, you mouth it through yeah. the silence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let me think. Let's do a, a, a wisdom check for one of them. Okay. Have they seen us? Wisdom check for the other one. Oh no, it's more about actions. One of them reaches up and taps their helmet, and you can see them slowly, sort of shouting in silence, then getting frustrated as they waste their action trying to contact. Still not out of the sanctum effect, mm. this close to the walls, because mm. they do actually project a certain amount of feet out into the ground. Ah, interesting. Okay. Uh, which is one of the reasons they were running to call for help. Really big enchantment. Uh, yeah, it really does cover a wide area, and if you're going to, why not extend it a bit out from the walls? Uh, so mm -hmm. the second one, however, is aware that that there there is a problem the, that they've kind of worked out who's causing the silence effect at least. So the one with Tasha's hideous laughter is going to attack you, Coulson. Okay. Uh, slow. Yep. Yeah, doesn't give them disadvantage. They're just. How are you even still up at this point? Like fuck me. Uh, they've not actually done that, that much damage that yet. That is an eighteen to hit. That hits. Okay. Still only one attack though, but it does do twelve points of slashing damage to you. Well, okay. Yep. As with a strangely aching slowness, the blade passes across your flesh. Uh, Alright, that is however all they can do, and I don't think they'd necessarily try to run at this point. Corzin, uh, you're up next. Alright, so is the Tasha's guy uh, the one that I have advantage against to hit because yes. of the fairy yeah, fire? he's okay. fairy fired. Right, I'm going to... Um... 
I can't really apply the cockatrice venom to my blade, can I? Or can I? Yes, you can. It needs to be. It's an injury poison. Right, alright. In which case, then, I will take my bonus action to do that. Okay. And um, I will attempt to um, slice him with it first. Alright. Roll your attack with advantage. Okay. With advantage. Alright, that is a 22 to hit. That hits. Right. Here goes nothing. Okay. That's 8 slashing damage, and I think the... Um... The, D the DC for this is 11. Yep. Scamp, mm. you're getting a tingling feeling. I'm going to try. <laughs> and that's minus a 4. As it strikes, you begin to see... Uh, first of all, roll. what was the damage for the roll again? Uh, that was seven slashing. Okay, you see the uh, the blade slice through, uh, leaving a deep cut. Uh, well, deep enough cut as it passes. It begin. You see red blood begin to, uh, sl uh, to, to flow out, but then becomes staunched. As you see, the blood turns to white chalk uh, flowing forth, and slowly white stone begins to spread out from the wound. Okay. Okay, we'll see how it rolls on the uh, on at the end of its next turn. How exciting. Right. Do I have uh, one attack left, or is that it? Uh, no, you have your other attack. Right, okay. Would it be worth me uh, attacking him again, or would that just mean that he gets... Um, uh... Uh, uh, advantage on the uh, the save. I suppose he doesn't get advantage really, on the save. Poison. He just has to make another Constitution save next uh, next round to see if whether or not he turns to stone. To be perfectly honest, I think having done that, Corson is going to want to uh, try and uh, take on the other guy as well, yeah. just so that he has both of them occupied. So this is just a straight roll, isn't it? Yeah. Right. No, he's still. Oh yeah, no, he's not very fired. Yeah, so he's not very fired. I apologize. Okay, that is a 25 damage. That does hit, roll damage. Oh. Alright. That's nine slashing damage. Excellent. Okay. You slice deep across, uh, uh, through uh, one of his legs, uh, and he slowly reaches down and clutches the, uh, the wound. Okay, Scamp, you're up next. Ah! Um... He's still slowed. Yep. Still concentrating st on that. Everyone's still slowed. Why am I not thinking about this on other people's turns? Sorry, <laughs> okay. I am. My Usually brain's I just am, like, but I right now I'm like, I can do. I don't know. Firebolt. It's a bolt of fire. They know exactly That's... where we were. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I mean, functionally, they can't call for backup at the moment. So if, no, if we can so take we them don't down... want to do anything visual. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention the the uh, when you activated the fairy fire, the two major image forms sort of who had long since by this point been forgotten. Oh yeah, they've stopped existence. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, how far away are they? Uh, they are forty feet from you, or thirty feet if you go to the end of the rooftop. 
Okay, I will I'll try a frostbite on the one that's still up and fine. Okay, constitution. So that's a con save. Uh, that's a fail. Oh, Lovely. yeah. That's, so he's got disadvantage on his next attack. Cool. Useful. Which is the main reason for it, because yeah. that's a whole three damage. Okay. So. <laughs> and I'm going to exchange a spell slot for some more sorcery points. Celestia. Uh, um, I've not panicked this much in a fight in ages, guys. Really, Me neither. Really long time. Uh, how bad is the one looking? He's still fine. Uh, he's taken a few hits, but it will take more than this to take, to bring him down. Unless, uh, he... yeah, it'll take a it'll take a fair bit to uh, to strike at him. There's just nothing I can do. <laughs> like, there's just nothing. Bar, like... I mean, Distant Whispers is not going to do much. Distant Whispers will... He'll auto-save against and just take half damage. Yeah, it's really not going to do much. I'd have to use it at quite a high level and it would do half damage anyway. Uh, so that seems dumb. Do you have your bow with you? It's put down, it's not strung. I took yeah. the string off and gave it to the widow person, whatever right, her name fair. was, mother, old mother widow. Uh, what was the, her name? Weaving, weaving widow. widow. I'm fixing yeah. up yeah. the scrimshaw. Also, I, I literally need... gave her the string and I haven't said that I fixed it. And also, yeah. it's it... never up. Yeah, yeah. Like, it does take it's... like a minute to string. Yeah, it's a thing that we talked about as being a thing that yeah. would be in pieces at the bottom of my bag rather than like yeah. there right. all the time. Um, so I can't just whack it out. It's got to be something that no. I thought. About. They have bows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Um, that's not a bad shout for afterwards, maybe. Mm. Ooh, I'm tempted to disable him again. I mean... Because laughing would not be before. unhelpful, would it? Yeah. We'll go for the other guy this time, because hopefully the uh, the one who did have tashes on, it, on him before is about to turn to stone. Yeah, we're metagaming, we need to stop. Um, <laughs> you could see really. that, though. You yeah, would be able to see we'll, that. We'll say that you, <laughs> yeah. yeah, keep the... Uh, but, yeah. Um, I will stick my hand over the edge of the roof again. <laughs> this time, <laughs> the zombie hunters are being eaten by the zombies and everything's going terribly. And then I'm going to cast Tasha's his laughter on, on that person. <laughs> And once again, that they this one this time looks up and there's a moment of puzzlement which grows into again a silence, full throated belly laugh before he falls on the ground and starts rolling around in laughter. The Ebon Guard are not good at saving against this. <laughs> I've done it against them so many times and they have never saved thus far. <laughs> Touchwood. <laughs> well, worth noting. Yeah. Um, how, can, how many more first level spell slots do you have? Uh, four. I've used two. Okay. This uh, is the trouble as well. I'm trying not to use my really big stuff because I know how much we have to go. You know. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. As you hit Tasha, as you cast Tasha's, uh, the uh, fairy lights wink out because Tasha's is uh, is concentration. Fine. Um, oh the... yeah. Shit. Is it? Oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. Oh god. It's, no, no, the, the, it's the, done the now. Guys... It's done. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's happened. Yeah. He's he's incapacitated. Uh, the, uh, so, Ebon Guard, right, the one that is going to, is going to try and just fucking peg it as best he can. 
What the laughing one? Uh, no, the the one that's the the one that's turning to stone. Mm-hmm. He's just going to make a break for it. He's slowed. Isn't he, he is slowed, so he can get to. No, he can't actually leave the. He's going to try and dash. He's going to try and dash. Okay. Um. Um, um, I'm not sure he can, can he, when he's slowed? He can take a, an action. I thought he couldn't move his, his a- movement. I might be thinking his, of something else. No, his movement is halved, but he can dash to try and move the full 30 feet uh, out of the silence area, potentially. Uh, so give... Uh, he can make a... Um, whatchamacallit? Uh, so yes, you can take an attack of opportunity against him if you wish. I'm going to try and um, slice at his legs to trip him. Okay. Give me the attack, and we'll yep. see how that goes. That is a 23. All right, I'll roll an acrobatics check versus that then. Okay, doesn't do damage, but you do manage to slam him onto the ground. He picks himself okay. back up, but that wastes his action. And as he's okay. trying to run, he goes nothing. Scamp, you're getting that tingling feeling again, and it's a new, uh, it's okay, a new round. Oh, I will try it one more time. I'm going to run out of sorcery points at this rate. Oh, it's minus one. It's not going to do it, is it? That's just enough. Oh. <laughs> These guys don't have good high on the constitution. <laughs> just Drown. as not he's high rising it's up. It's canon now. You <laughs> see him suddenly begin to slow even further, and then just comes to a complete stop. His oh body gosh, turning that was the best day for. <laughs> oh. I'm so glad I gave up that first level spell on oh, my last I'm turn. So I would glad. not have had enough points. I'm so glad you did that. That's incredible. Uh, the other one... No, not quite enough to overcome Tasha's. He's still giggling on the ground. In silently. silence, yeah. Uh. him. Uh, two are unconscious. One is uh, one is petrified for the next twenty four hours, right? And one is giggling on the floor in front of you. Okay. Hmm. I am going to um, roll a wisdom check voluntarily on this to see what uh, it would occur to, uh, to cause him to do first. Yep. I mean, if it occurs to you, surely it occurs to him. Yeah. Like, I'm not yeah, you, you I'm know. just thinking, like, I've had, I've had the benefit of... You don't of, need to, you know, like, roll that, surely. Yeah, just if it's I, think, I get the you. feeling you're rolling for Corzin's uh, morality or something here. Ah, okay. Yeah, also, it's just a case of... I, it, it's occurred to me, because I've been thinking about it for the last five minutes, but it might not have occurred to him in the moment. But yeah. in any case, I think... Character. <laughs> it's yeah. occurred to you, just do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so all stressed. Right. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> Just it's, it's all me. good. It's all good. <laughs> what do you it's want to do? is going to uh, attempt to slit the throats of the two ones that are um, unconscious. Okay. Um, they're unconscious. He's going to use both his attacks to do so. Okay. Um, and the one that's still laughing on the ground is incapacitated. That was more a case of like. Do I have time to do uh, this? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought you were rolling for whether you'd thought of something. I was like, if you've thought of it, you've definitely thought of it. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. The. Just making a quick, ch- uh, a quick decision uh, here because. 
just I think I cannot remember whether this is happening if okay attack rolls or yeah so this will automate these you don't need to roll attack rolls for these uh, they are literally helpless uh, they also crit don't they? they auto crit so yes I'm just thinking whether or not this would uh, uh, you even need... No. You're in a combat situation. There's enough threat that you can't calmly and, and effectively slit their throats with no other effect. So that so you do have to roll damage. Okay. Does automatically crit, though. Right. So, for the first one, then. That's... Nine... And... Oh, yeah, that's... Nine and eight, so that's uh, fifteen. Okay. No, but critted. That wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I, I rolled the two um, uh, uh, damage die at the same time. Oh, okay. So right. So one is uh, so so one is eighteen. Uh, so eighteen. Eighteen and sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. All right. Ten feet. Yeah. Okay. Um, so as you slice their throats, uh, blood begins to bubble up from their, uh, from the two wounds you open. Uh, is that enough to actually kill them? I'm going to give... Because if a, not, I'll use my uh, second attack. Under the circumstances... Haven't you slashed both of their throats? You've slashed both of their throats. I'm going to give... That's two attacks, isn't it? Uh, there's the bonus attack. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to call this a constitution save under the circumstances, because you are slitting the throats of helpless opponents. This is about as morally grey as Coulson has got, which yeah. for a privateer yeah. is... They... I mean... <laughs> their eyes flip open, and you see them begin to clutch weakly at their throats, but you have essentially slit the throats of two helpless figures. That they're yeah clawing weakly at their throats is mostly what they're doing. Uh, you do have your bonus action still. Okay, so are they? You can um, see they're not dead yet. It'll take them a few rounds to bleed out, but you can oh see God. the way it's going to go. <laughs> they're functionally helpless. Okay. Yeah. They're not going to attack. Right. In which case, then. I'm going to say that as a free action, you basically you you like it. Does it doesn't take much to just kick the weapons out of their reach? Oh yeah, no, totally uh, yeah. taking that out. Uh, uh, out. Um, I mean, if I've got the uh, the attack left to use, I might as well use it. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm going to try and uh, attack the uh, the guy that's on the ground, laughing his ass off. Okay. Uh, you have advantage. He is on the ground. He's probably laughing his ass off. Right. Okay, that is twenty-two to hit. Okay, hits roll damage. Nice. Uh, that's ten slashing damage. Okay, makes it. It makes a. Yeah. Uh, well, it'll probably immediately get a saving throw, but. Uh, he does, but he actually failed that with advantage. With oh wow! <laughs> Just <laughs> so he's so. still laughing his ass off. All right, still laughing his ass off, crying now as well. Um, yeah, it's and all bleeding too much. from multiple wounds. 
Uh, scamp. Silence is still up. Silence is still up. They can't hear uh. the gargling, the screaming, or the laughter. For which I'm sure you're all very Jesus. thankful. Mm. Um, Somewhere in the distance. I'm going to cast Mage Armor. Okay. <laughs> Yourself That's up. not a bad and idea. And again, move some slots around. Okay. Give up a slot for some more points. You tie the leather around your horn. Celestia. Again, there is nothing. Like, nothing helpful. How dead is he? How, is, how bad is he? Uh, he's not great. Uh, I'm really worried about not having suggestion later if I need it. Hmm. That's the thing. I don't want to use up too many level twos because I might need more than one suggestion. Have you got anything that's ranged but mundane, other than your gun? No. <laughs> I can't use a gun here either. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, I could if I was you because I'm in the silence, but like, can't. Yeah, that's um, what I was thinking. No, yeah. you'd have to climb down. Oh, no. you can fly down. Of no, course, can't. Yes. no, no, oh, you no, can't. Oh, you can't. I am not concentrating on any other things. Like, no, that's absolutely fly. not a thing. You're right. <laughs> that I've considered going down. Please I, do not try. <laughs> I need to climb. Yep. It just would not go no, well. No, no. Not, like, I don't if think... you jump off this roof, I am not going <laughs> to oh, <yeah. laughs> Um <sighs> Fuck it. I don't know what to do here. I'm going to do a level one dissonant whispers. I'm going to. Yep. Um, again, scrape my nails down the side and just try and get him to take a little bit of damage because yep. I just can't think of anything else to you do. Roll the damage do and half it. Frankly, nothing else to do that doesn't use up my stuff that I'm really going to need when we need to charm people. Yep. Because um, getting out is something that I'm really worried about now the alarm's mm. up. They're not going to believe I'm a random Hanali if there's alarm out. <laughs> mm. um, so yeah, um, that is he automatically saves, doesn't he? Because he's yep. deafened, so just roll damage. It's not bad, actually. Um, so, 8, 11, so 5. Okay. Uh, yep, okay, takes 5 points of damage. Um, and I'll... <laughs> God, I don't know. <laughs> of some more thumbs up and be like, yay, like, you! Oh, we can okay, still do this! Okay, more inspiration! Still alive! Yeah. Uh, more inspiration! saves against Tasha uh, at that point and right. picks himself up Looking at the state of his companions, two down, two at one petrified, rolled a wisdom save for him, and you're lucky because he, his, he is terrified, but he's convinced that you are the uh, that you're the, uh, the, the that his best chance of surviving is by killing you, uh, so he's going to attack you. Fair. Okay. Oh, and he does actually. I've been forgetting to do these. Uh, so he misses, but that does, I think, finally make. Well, he tries to say to make a wisdom save against slow. Uh, oh, yes. to, which is sorry, I totally forgot that. I've genuinely been forgetting that he gets yeah, to do those. Yeah, I forgot as well. Uh, does going on. at the end of every turn. Uh, he's the only one who would be saving against it anyway, because the others are unconscious. Yeah, or turn to stone in the case of one of them. Yeah. Uh, he is. Let me just check his wisdom. Okay, that's not enough to overcome Scamp's um, DC. So we're good. Good. Okay. Right, doesn't manage to break out of the slab. Uh, Causin. One still. Right, Mike. Okie dokie. Please kill him. <laughs> yeah. Please. Um... <laughs> First attack. 
Oh, let's say... Nine, gonna use the inspiration. Uh, eleven. No, that one misses. Yep. Slow to see is still got good reflexes. It's a seventeen. That one does hit. Okay, a roll for that one. Once miss, twice again. You slash across uh, his chest. Eight. Okay. Slashing. Starting to get. Final one. Seems beginning to lag even more from blood loss now. Ah, no, that's a seven. Okay, no, but that just misses. All right, still slowed, still enraged, scamp. Okay, um, I will. I guess I'll attempt another. What's it called? Frostbite. Come on, load. Ah, frostbite. Okay. It worked well uh, last time. <laughs> yeah, I'm figuring that it won't yep. be Hit. too... Uh, he, he does not save. Lovely. It's not at least flashing lights. Yep. So okay. that's five frost da cold damage and disadvantage on his next attack. Okay, you see icy rime begin to spread over his uh, charcoal skin. Celestia. And I will switch another slot cool. for some points. So lost in this fight, guys. I'm sorry. There's just nothing, nothing that I have. That's no, that's in this fair. situation. That's fine. Yeah. Like, now you know how I felt when you guys were fighting the assassin, and I was literally <laughs> having sex in character at the time. Yeah. Or oh, I was against the the silent spell. I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> I just I have nothing that like does any good damage. Is he still in the silence? He's point? still in the silence. I'm going to do everything I can to ensure he doesn't leave it. Just, it's just <laughs> nothing and I'm so worried about using up my other slots because we're really mm. going to need to be able to charm people and I stuff have been getting you to do yeah no save them like, yeah. good lord there might there might be literally nothing I can do I mean I could use up my last first level and do another dissonant whispers but is there any point like how, how bad is he looking Really Pretty bad. bad, but not like well, not not like seven hit points bad. Not yeah. death door stiff breeze bad. Yeah. God, I just can't. I can't think of anything to do. Right. There's literally you nothing. Want, we can uh, just pass the turn. I mean, have you still got inspiration? Have you used it yet? Uh, yeah, I used it on the last uh, round and it didn't <laughs> We don't work, want you to use all your inspiration. Yeah, actually, that is literally all of it, so maybe I should stop. I think I'm going to stop. Yeah, right. nothing. I've got nothing. Nothing good. Um, with disadvantage on the next round, he does slice down. He does manage to hit you, causing you take five points of damage. Okay. And I've been forgetting to do it up to this point. I'm not going to make you do it retroactively, but I do want you to roll a constitution save for uh, oh boy. concentration. Okay. Natural 20. You're fine. Oh. <laughs> Still keeping that silence up all this time. I always forget those as well. Yeah. Yep. Uh, every time. Um, okay. Causing. Okay. Actually, under the circumstances, he's going to try. Uh, he's going to try and run, so he gets fifteen feet away, and you get an attack of opportunity. Taking that. So he's towards the edge of the silence field now. Uh, 
with a 10, that's not going to hit. No. All right. Now it's your go, though, so you can easily catch up to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely catching up. In fact, wait. He's running away from me. I've uh, just missed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pull out both pistols and try and take him down. Oh, yeah, you totally silent. can. Because it's silent. Silence. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nicely mafia, I feel. Right. Okay, that's uh, 15. That only hits because he's slowed. Hey. Okay. <laughs> right, well, not going to look at gift horse in the mouth. Let's, um, uh, 12 percussive for that one. Okay. The and other one? Natural 20. Yes. Oh, just die, fucker, crit time, please. Crit time. Okay, so, um, double down. Right, that's, um, uh, sorry. Maths. Um, 18. Okay. With, a, with two silent cracks, uh, you just see the... Brief, you maybe feel it through the floor. <laughs> yeah, you feel, just see the brief flashes of light obscured by the two puffs of smoke. And, the, uh, and you see the figure uh, suddenly uh, recoil as it's struck in the back. And then slump, slow, uh, just slowed in, in space. <laughs> Silently, though. <laughs> Silently, just strike, uh, slump down onto the ground. Oh, God. <sighs> the other two just continue to shiver and shudder for the next oh, 20, 30 oh, seconds. Oh, if I've got the so. opportunity now and they're not stopping me, I'm going to go over there and finish Yeah, the you job go over this. there and just sort of <laughs> coup de grace the, the rest of the way. I'm, I'm, I'm not winces. a sadist. Can close and see me over the roof, and are we in initiative at this point? Uh, you are now out of initiative. I'm going to sort of wave at Corzin off the side of the roof and mouth hide them. Yeah, yeah. no, Corzin's definitely doing that. Okay, you. Um, um, also, question for you, DM. Yeah. The one that's petrified. Yep. If I were to attempt to break off part of their uh, body, would that actually stop the petrification, or would it break off part of their body? Uh, you do not know. Oh, God. Don't do it. <laughs> Please don't do it. But that's up to you. If you want to try. I mean, uh, it, it, I, I know how long he's petrified for. I'll try and hide him in the bushes. Okay. Um, the the others I will drag off. I will take the helmets off all of them. I am also going to take the um, the bows and all of the uh, weapons off them. Okay. Um, there, there's a large amount of stuff. Yeah. That I will I will say. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to keep my uh, concentration on the uh, on silence for as long as I can while I do give... this. Okay, because it's just a question of clutter. I'll say that if you divide it amongst the party, you can. But this is okay. a lot of stuff you are holding. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you gain four. So you get the four ebon guard helmets. Yep. You also gain four plus uh, sort of. They're not magical, but functionally plus one sabers. Mm-hmm. Four plus one composite longbows. Well, combined longbows as well. Uh, about uh, eighty arrows. Okay. Oh. Uh, 80 metal arrows because they have the yeah, full quivers. Yeah, 80 nice arrows. Mm. Yeah. And uh, also 
check because they didn't actually get around to get the chance to use these uh, eight healing potions. Oh, oh hell oh, yes! Oh, that's so good. Yes. I mean, I had two, but yeah, no, oh. seriously. Um, these just regulars. Yeah, just regulars. How many should we do each? Who's got the least? I've got six right now. I've got three. Oh, you have loads then. And um, I've got two healing potions, I think. Successfully... Why have I got six? Because <laughs> you bought loads. I did buy loads, <laughs> that's successfully true. Managed to I guess maybe instance. divide them mostly between you guys then. Yeah. Uh, regardless, you can... Uh, regardless. I'll take another three if that's alright. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Dragging. Okay, the, I'll take two then. That works. It's dragging the bodies sorry. into the bushes. So three, three, two. Yes. Uh, yeah. Dragging the bodies into the bushes, gathering up the equipment you can, you quickly hot foot it up the rope onto the rooftop, and prepare to begin it to continue. Now that you've disposed of your witnesses, infiltrating the mirrored palace, <laughs> but that is most definitely somewhere to pick up next time. Oh. Thank you all for playing. Thank you all very much for listening, especially to this uh, slightly extra long episode. <laughs> and farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. We'll make a plan, we'll pull a heist with our friend Reginald's advice. I've been here with you from the start, with wise words and a friendly heart. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.